It's like this. I've had uh, an epiphany in life. Doesn't necessarily mean a religious awakening, right. but doctor, the moment I decided I would love instead of hate, that I would study peace instead of war, uh, that I would uh, accept anyone, regardless of race, creed, color, or sexual persuasion, by the uh, the measure of their character instead of their origins. That is the moment that I laid my burdens down and was able to start to begin to absorb the knowledge of the universe. You see? Almost positive is meant for another audience. Almost positive may contain sexually oriented content. Politically oriented content. And unethically oriented content. Listener discretion advised. Now, here's Almost Positive with Van Rollington and Sir Rollington. That's it. They've been mad at politicians forever now. Fucking so. We gotta. We have. So we officially. Apart from the clip that's gonna come on in uh, a bit, the voicemail we were left. Okay. No women today. No women. No women, guys. Andy, I got good news. No women. Oh wait, <laughs> but we gotta say everybody who's on. All right, all right, guys. So today, there's a sausage party. Wow. And um, the sausages are Tony B making his return. Hey, hey, hey. The most likely. Uh, Almost positive guest to run for office. Uh, are you going to run for office one day, bro? If given the opportunity, I would. What does that mean? You make opportunities. We're in America. Um, yeah. What are you um, waiting for? Some fucking Democrat some program? Everybody gets to run for office. No, I, the future, I can't foresee it. You can't? Okay. He's uh, running for uh, office. Yeah. Sounds like a politician. You sound like Trump. <laughs> you sound like Trump in the 90s and 80s. In 87. <laughs> Joe like, Biden for 47 years. Oh, God. If I run... <laughs> I gotta know I'd win. No, yeah, no, no, yeah, I win. I don't run. Uh, yeah, dude. Anyway, so and we also have Andy. Hello, Andy. Hello. Making his return, his second return, and we have uh, we have a new guest, um, and he's joining us from from not f- from Fiji. Um, the Peter. water. Fiji, yeah, and the water. The water company. Yep. Fucking yep. Fiji water is big. <laughs> <laughs> Pity no. Yeah. Peter Nolan, he he's part of Big Water. This is Big Water, <laughs> the water industrial complex. We had to sell out eventually. Thank you very much. <laughs> yep, and so Peter, Peter was someone I met. I think in one of the in the MGTOW groups, one of the men going their own way groups, probably. Yeah, yeah. So he's joining us today, and um, you know we're gonna we're so we're gonna get corrected, I guess, you know. We, we were talking about DACA. No one knew what the fuck it was about. <laughs> I, uh, I laughed at that yeah. one. I was like, come on. Dude, I know, yeah. So my girlfriend got upset, so she, you know, left us a voicemail. Um, Van's going to talk about some of the, the re, some of the words that have been redefined recently. So a lot, yeah. of, a lot of words being redefined. A lot of phrases. And then we're going to talk about Nolan. We're going to talk about uh, his background and experiences. He's an OG. As we call it here, 
in the in the US of A, we call people like you Nolan an OG. <laughs> and uh, we're gonna talk about divorce courts. We're gonna talk about uh, he's he's got some advice for young men. He's gonna give us some insights into the committee of three hundred. And uh, he's a, he's a and this is these, these are your own words, Peter, an expert in the true nature of women. Que que. <laughs> Which that right there, I want to hear about. Interested. And then we're gonna talk about Andy and some of fucking his experiences. Then <laughs> this guy. Then we're gonna talk to Tony B about the fair tax. Our political expert. Your political expert. I wanna be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Then uh, in the news, we're going to get into the debates, the hot debates, a.k.a. the same shit we've been hearing for fucking... Dude, I was like, I started watching, I'm like, god damn it. Then Without them being able to just go at it with yeah. no rules, this is not worth watching. It wasn't. I do not. The, the town hall was the fine. Yeah, the town hall was fine, and that was it. Town halls were good. T- 20th century debate is what we watched. God bless America. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we're going to talk about the ratings. Trump's been saying some crazy shit. Surprise, surprise. Oh, my God. Uh, the latest celebrity endorsements he's gotten. Oh, my God. Fucking the Trump Tower Dangler. <laughs> That's Ooh. what they named it, dude. <laughs> that happened here in Chicago, right? That shit happened here in Chicago, dude. So fucking then the, the, the FBI and fucking the hunter's laptop in maryland there's a psycho threatening to fucking kill biden uh we're gonna talk about that guy that got caught beating off on a zoom call mm. that's some good shit and we're going to have a lot of fun tonight we're gonna talk about the nigerians the pope and the first federal execution of a female since 1953 for real which i'm all about <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, this guy, Tony just gave me a crazy is that, equa- is that an equality thing it's or a quality pro thing. death penalty it thing? It's both. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's We're both, trying to save son. the earth. Yep. Right. Trying to make room. <laughs> you know. We're trying to make room for the future. Mm. But anyway, so speaking speaking of the future, you know, uh, we, we went and we, we started talking about DACA last week because of the, I guess because of the town halls. Mm-hmm. And, you know, no one here knew what it was. Not even some of the people that probably should have known what it was. Remember and what Trump said? What did he say? No, I don't. Sure. He said, remember, remember, Dreamers, DACA, those are two yeah, different things. Two, yeah. You know. You know better. <laughs> and I was like, no, I don't, bro. Uh, so, fuck it. So, when, no, I got, no, no, no. when I got home, I was I was uh, reprimanded. Berated. My girlfriend was like, <laughs> and, and you know what? Today she changed it up, but I remember that day her saying, "Wait, wait she, she changed it up like she stopped hitting you with her fist and started slapping you." Yeah, she started hitting me with the sack of uh, what was it, oranges? oranges. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Fucking. Uh, so she's like, you know, I'm disappointed in myself, and I'm like, damn, what's up? And she's like, because you don't know what DACA is. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> you got 25 percent on the test, though. You said deferred action. That's 25% of the answer. Hey, dude, that's all I need. <laughs> Deferred action for ch- uh, childhood arrivals. There you go. He got yeah. 50%. What are dreamers? Dreamers? <laughs> They're the people fucking who are supposed to, under 16, that uh, joined DACA. Not necessarily. Part of them are. 
You got okay. it. He got that was a good answer. I worked in the you're field. Almost, you're almost. That's why we're almost positive. It wasn't best answer, but it was a good answer. We're we're not quite there. <laughs> we will probably never be quite there. So we just committed to not having to be yeah. there. But we'll go back to the oranges beating your ass. So yeah, you know, she she was like, I'm disappointed in myself because you don't know what DACA and dreamers are different. And I'm like, then you carry your burden. But then today she told me she's disappointed in me, <laughs> which. You oh, know, yeah. should have been her first answer. Yeah, I know. And but this is why women, you know, this is a woman. That's a woman thing. So, so she she left us a voicemail informing us, you know, what it actually is. And uh, last time she put us onto nonprofits and the whole like funding structure. She said I was fifty percent right with that too. There you go. See, I, and I, that's I, all we aim for. All I, we want to be is half right. The name is accurate. It's almost almost everything. You've reached your voicemail. To listen to your messages, press star, six, nine, then the pound button. First message from. Hey, this is Angie. I'm just calling in regarding last week's episode where you guys talked about DACA and Dreamers and nobody knew what the difference was. And I was just really uh, upset with Sir Rollington because as a former Dreamer and his girlfriend, I would have expected him to know this. So here's a little, um, a little uh, history on the Dreamers and DACA. So Dreamers actually comes from um, the Dream Act, which is the Development, Relief, and Education for Alien Minors Act, introduced in 2001, 2001 by uh, Senator Dick Durbin and Orrin Hatch. And this was in 2001. It hasn't passed. It's been introduced several times. And it would be um, essentially DACA, but with a past citizenship. So it's never passed. In 2012, Obama uh, enacted DACA, which is a program for um, young people who came here as children and are essentially Americans, but do not have um, papers, and they're undocumented. So both of these people are called Dreamers, but DACA does not mean, you know, the Dream Act. So... Just dreamers refers to people who fall under both of these um, pieces of legislation, but DACA is actually a program that protects um, people from deportation and provides a work permit. So there you go. There's a little uh, lesson for all your listeners. And if you ever have any questions on this subject, be sure to give me a call. You know where to find me. Bye. To delete this message, press message deleted. You have no more messages. Yeah, so she was a dreamer. She was, she had, she was like DACA, and she's getting um, her citizenship in like about four years. Um, so there you go, dude. Now yeah. you know, bitch. Yeah, like, there you fucking, go. So I guess dreamers. Hey, that's bogus, man. They called the fucking act the dreamers. Yeah, but keep dreaming. Keep dude. dreaming, like, bro. Yeah, that's that's cold. bogus. That's with cold. no, with no like path for citizenship. Yeah. Oh I, hell yeah. I thought they were already there were both different programs basically. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I well they no. are. They are. So that and that's the that's the thing that is going on right now. No, I mean I, I mean that like I thought they were both different <laughs> programs that were already No, the one like, is established. wasn't yeah, successful. Right. No. They would have been citizens already. We you wouldn't need DACA if the Dream Act passed. Right. That's that's kind of like the problem. That's the real problem that no one's talking about. They didn't talk about it. There was no substance between either one of no, them. No, fucking Trump avoided it. Fucking Biden! Uh, didn't Biden I don't. I'm not sure. Biden he said even, yes. He wants a path to citizenship. Okay, 
it ain't about the Hispanic vote this year. It's yeah, about the black vote. Yeah. That's now that's true. You can Amazing. See it. <laughs> Big emphasis. And so so I mean, I don't know, man. I feel like uh like that's tricky, dude. Like what the fuck do you do with someone's kid that got brought here? You know, like like in real life. Like, yeah, the, the no, no choice of it was no choice of their own. So yeah. they shouldn't be blamed. No, that's the argument I have. Is but, they didn't have any choice to break the law. It's not their fault. But then you have what do you do then? Do you deport the parent? Which is a big fucking conversation mm-hmm. in that in, in, in that topic. That's crazy too. You know, but then what do you then that leads into the whole like the anchor babies and people yeah. just coming give a fuck. I'm just saying, man. She, she I mean that's deep. that's she been the serious. United States forever. That's like this issue. It's always been that way. But the systems always change. The systems allowed other families to keep doing that for generations and now that the brown people are doing it. It's I don't like, know that it's the brown people, though. Uh, well, it's the brown people right now. Look, think about it. Like, <laughs> so, I, even if it's not about race, right. it is the difference. Yeah. The, Critical race theory, racism. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. No, see, look. No, That's no, what no, critical no, race no. theory is. No, no, yeah, no, no. I mean, there's a recognition of it. It's, it's a certain people, but I don't know that it'd be anyone else if it was any other country any other time. Like, at a certain point, it was white people that were immigrating, mm-hmm. filling those fucking low, um, you know, those low-skilled jobs, getting paid nothing, and they moved on. And, you know, so, like, I think that it's more of a, like, European immigration at some point kind of started dwindling because the people that needed to come here came here. And as that slows down, we still need an unskilled labor force. Obviously, we can't do the whole thing in the fields anymore. So... They still do it in the fields. They you know, <laughs> Well, they do do it in the fields. Everyone does it in the fields. The machines well, are taking over other things. But, like, now we create, you know, through fucking some of the agreements mm. and businesses with, with Mexico and shit, we create a, a demand for fucking... Well, not the demand exists. We just have a new source of fucking low-skill, low cheap labor and shit. And it had to move to Mexico. And we pretty much did that through what was it? Was it NAFTA? Was NAFTA. it in the 40s and shit too? Yeah. Some of those laws in 60s. Like, we did kind of create the circumstances to have these people come here and shit, you know. And then we exploit the labor because it is fucking cheap labor, you know, that we wouldn't get any. Who's going to do that shit? You know, and I hate yeah. to be one of those people. Like, American citizens don't want to do that work and shit. And people, like, uh, if for us to have all the shit we have at our grocery stores, we have to be able to pay that little. If not, everything else is going to be expensive. If we expect American citizens to do these jobs, it's not. I mean, I'd like to see them try. But I think that's a cultural thing. You got to cultures change, right? We're in a revolution right now, and there's a problem with it, right? We see that the left goes too far, the right goes too far, but the cultural revolution is upon us. So. What's next? Then? I don't know that that's going to change it, bro. Because uh, well, we're talking Things about change. we're talking about a people who come from a country where work isn't an option. Work is all you is is all mm-hmm. you know you have to do. It's not, it's not like oh this doesn't work for me. I'm gonna go over there. Like over there, you grow up and you have to work. When you come here, th- this culture of like Mexican people, they work, dude. And that's a good thing for America. But Americans <laughs> don't. <laughs> Americans don't have that. Whether it's people that that grew up with privilege or whether it's people that grew up in the welfare system, that drive to work does not exist. Right. Here. So you're talking the generational, like the no, not generational cultural, deeply ingrained. You, you see, yeah, like, that I changes mean, though. Doesn't it? I mean, you come into America and you have a first how generation are you gonna American get Americans to farm. Wait, hold on. Let me, let me explain. <laughs> Cause here's the thing. 
if you accept these people to be Americans and they contribute to the economy in the way that they do, but they're given the proper work rights yeah, and they're yeah. given the proper compensation, imagine if they, they're given that, how they could contribute, and then their next generation will become American. Oh, they will you. adopt the culture that's dominant, which is us oh, doing oh, freedom. So you you want to basically get... You want to, that's, that's, that's kind of smart. That's how it's always yeah. been. You get the hard, <laughs> you get the hardworking cultural people to like yeah. reproduce more. Mm-hmm. And, uh-huh. cool. and then eventually that's how the population dwindles because oh, he's trying, I think he's trying I know, to exterminate. Man, I think he's trying oh, to exterminate. On, but that's, that's a concern <laughs> is that the Mexican populations are browning America, not a Mexican, but you know what I mean? Like All the brown third people. world countries coming in or middle second world, they're going to contribute to the browning of America, the white genocide and that's the that's an extreme position, but that is going to happen. And who cares? Whites will always be in the majority. This minority will be the majority <laughs> in fifty years. It's not Hold a true on. argument. Yeah, why? It's why not a people, true argument. Why people? White people are going to be the majority for a good amount of years, hundreds. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. When are who, they're at fifty six percent right now, and then fucking for the most part, all of them are mutts. That was so racist. Uh-huh. They're not pure. They're not pure. So, oh, shit. As the, I didn't know we were going down that road. <laughs> as, yeah. as the only real white person here, what do you think, Mr. Nolan? Well, in the U.S., you have a declining uh, number of what you would call pure white bread people. That's right. People breeding with pure. other white people. That's declining in the U.S. And so you, white people are going to be in the minority in the U.S. in the not-too-distant future. I don't know exactly what the number is, but it's not future is what I've read. So what is the number going to be? The, what is, oh, well, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it's yeah. not 2030. I thought that was so, funny. So that's what's happening. I mean, that's what's happening in the U.S. It's happening in many European countries as well. There's a great deal of um, breeding between races. Um, predominantly, you know, in Europe, you've got the uh, a lot of... Africans and Arabs coming into yes. Europe as well through the whole relocation program for you know uh, people who are uh, refugees, etc. Which right? which which are better and are the are the African immigrants better or the 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 Muslim ones? Well, a lot of the African immigrants are Muslims. Oh shit! There's uh, a lot of Muslim <laughs> countries in Africa, a lot of Christian <laughs> countries in Africa, and the you know, it's, it's turning, uh, if you look at Sweden, Sweden is a very good example. Dude, Sweden got fucked up. <laughs> I mean, Where, I've heard. You've heard? Yeah, well, I, I spent a lot of time in Sweden in 2001 to 2003. And Sweden was probably the cleanest country you've ever seen. They're like, there's never a cigarette butt on the sidewalk, etc. And uh, today it's a complete mess. So the... Just rape everywhere. The, <laughs> yeah, something oh, about know, bombs going off and, and all oh that sort of thing. So you have a you have this cultural clash happening, particularly between uh, Muslims and Western Christians, and it's quite a significant cultural clash. And it was all planned, etc. But that's what's happening. And there's a lot of interracial marriage happening. You'd call it interracial breeding if you want to call it that. And there's a decline in uh, the white population. That's what's going it, on. Is that, so is, I call it race mixing. That's what I call it. <laughs> is this like... Go ahead. You can call it race mixing. You can call it racial interbreeding. You can call it a number of different things. But at the end of the day, the, the number of uh, like white people 
is declining because you have a, a, a mixed parents, the offspring are not white. So it's like the uh, one of the funny things is the offspring's not white, but the 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 guys who are born from mixed parents often claim, "Well, I'm black." You know, Barack Obama claims I'm black, but is kind of half white as well. So nobody uh, mixed parents nobody claims I'm white. They claim I'm black. Colin Kaepernick is another one of mixed parentage who claims he's black, right? Yeah. So, so interesting that Sean, those Sean guys King. claim they're white. Sean, Sean King. King. <laughs> the Talcum X. Oh, Sean Tal- King. I don't think. Oh, we I, need I a think DNA Sean test. He's actually completely white, isn't he? So is it? Is it? Are we? Yeah, he is. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. Does anyone find out? I don't think they found out. They gave him. They offered him money to take a DNA test, and he refused. Oh, that doesn't prove it, though. His father on his birth certificate no, is fully he, you white. You could tell. No, you look. His father. The skin, dude. <laughs> skin. You think his mother's uh, black? I have no idea. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't know well, anything. His mother's skin. white. Yeah. Oh, okay, so two white parents. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's. Nah, I don't. Like, I don't think so. Skin, <laughs> dude. Skin color is not the only genetic feature that fucking people pass down. There's bone structure. There's like all these different fucking things. So like, yeah. To say that's that true. it's just fucking skin color is dumb as fuck. No, I'm sure if he yeah. let his hair grow out, if he stopped doing his eyebrows the way he does it, he'd look a well, little more. No, white. the point. The, <laughs> I don't, all right. So my my, my question was beyond all this nonsense. Is yeah. To me, honestly, and you know, I guess I'm biased, but who the fuck is a shit? Um, you know, but I'm a mixed person, right? Like yeah, I, I come from, I'm, I'm Puerto Rican. So I come from an island where everything's mixed. What? But I'm like them. And like, a lot, I, me being somewhere in the, in the middle, not quite here, not quite there. I'm like, why the fuck are you guys tripping? Like, why are black people tripping? Why are white people tripping? Like what's going on? Yeah. Like this whole like color meaning more than just like your color is kind of nuts. Mm-hmm. And I, I understand culture and people wanting to preserve culture I don't even know what heritage means. It's like, kind of like, all right, guys. I think that's what people are worried about. They're worried about losing heritage, yeah, losing culture. And, uh, but the thing is, like, the white population, even though it's going to dwindle, it's still going to be the majority compared to any pocket of minority. With, yeah, you can't I mean, lump up the minorities and say, hey, there's more minorities than white. So, yeah, therefore... What about Hispanics? Welcome to America, motherfucker. I know, that sucks. Because it's just white people or here, this It's, it's, other this, it's coalition. For, it's a coalition yeah, versus it's whites. That's not fair. That's not well, cool. It's not, it's not that it's fair. It's, it's kind of dumb as fuck. Yes, exactly. And we shouldn't perpetuate it. I, it's going to happen, hey. but whites will still be the majority. I mean... What is it? Racial theory? What the fuck? Critical are we going race theory. Race Doesn't theory. critical race theory uh, say that you have to recognize someone's fucking all of that bullshit that you're saying we shouldn't fucking worry uh, that's about? That's the theory. It wants you to think that way. It's bullshit. Yeah. They, it's like, oh, you can't be colorblind. That's evil. Yeah, that's evil. You have to recognize me as a fucking colored person. Otherwise, you're you're. By not recognize by being colorblind, mm-hmm. you're not recognizing my struggle. You're not recognizing yeah. me as a person. Like, fuck, yeah, that was well, no, it's, it goes dick. into you. You're not recognizing the system that exists. You're not. You're not recognizing the culture, the system, the that stuff you talk about, the socialization. It's not recognizing a bunch of things, and I don't agree with it. But that's a lens in which, if you ignore it, then you're part of the problem because there's real shit happening to well, people. It makes. I mean, it makes sense. My problem is like the the whole identitarian movement thing. Yeah, where I like, don't like that's it either. All that matters about me, like no, right. that's fucking irrelevant, almost irrelevant. And yeah, there are circumstances that you might have been through because the people who who are in certain socioeconomic levels look a certain way. But like, 
it's movement, dude. Like, anywhere you go, there's an underclass. Mm-hmm. We're going to find out later that fucking Nigerians are shooting Nigerians. And, like, where the fuck is the white man in all of this, you know? Like, it's police brutality. But, you know. Anyway, man, we're... we're we're talking it's about the DACA. CIA. <laughs> yeah, the, the CIA must have did it. Yeah, uh, yeah the Atlanteans. <laughs> the Atlantean uh, Aryan Jewishes. That's who did it, right? I guess. So we're going to go into fucking Peter's. <laughs> oh, wait. Well, what are, hold on. Let, let's, let's power through these redefinitions. What are they oh. redefining? Fuck. Now I'm all high and shit. Oh, fucking my God. This definitions. Uh, so court packing. Tony, what's court packing? Um president having the capability to put as many number of justices on the supreme See, court like totally. yeah, increasing the that's, number of fucking that's <laughs> the actual fucking like definition now it's just basically that's constitutional fucking, right yeah yeah now it's just basically oh you're picking people that you like that's yeah. court packing. of course they can that's but that's, no, but, that's but their right like, to do so but to change the is that their right i think it is right, because of constitution. everybody's yeah. court packing is adding another person to the court yes or, and, uh, a number they're, of but they're yeah yeah too changing up the and they're trying increasing. to say that court packing now means just putting choosing someone and in, into the court um i think it is it's a, the origin like it's like an originalist idea based where court packing was from what i remember that was most notorious during fdr FDR yeah. wanted to pack the courts because yeah. the Supreme Court was disagreeing with all his policies. The, the New Deal. Yeah, they were just like against everything. And so he was like, you know what? If you're not going to ride with this, yeah. I'm just going to pack the court. And they're going to side with me anyway. And then they're like, all right, we have to hold to the integrity of the system. So what this guy so they saying, caved. He was such a progressive. Supreme Court caved. Well, this guy's saying that they're trying to make it seem like court packing the term yeah. is actually just assigning a judge. So they're accusing Trump of court packing, where they're trying to make it seem like he's court packing. Our other guest, uh, uh, Stephanie, when she was on here, when I had mentioned court packing, she said, that's what they're doing right now. And I was all like, no. But we were in the middle of another conversation. But that's somebody that we know they're real that understands court packing as that. What else is fucking being redefined? Do you know the term 86? With what context? If you 86 someone. You get rid of them. (laughs) You get rid of them, okay? They or changed. There's it. no more. It's like in the kitchen. Yeah, eighty six is like when an item is like runs out. Yeah. Oh yeah. It worked that life. Yeah. <laughs> so in mobster terms, uh, to eighty six somebody is to take them eighty miles out and six feet deep. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, same concept. Like really? get rid of it. So yeah, wait, why the fuck? Are, okay, why, why okay, are we talking so about eighty six? Overnight, basically, wiki. And other uh, outlets had had to change the definition because um, this Democratic governor, the one who got uh, kidnapped, had a fucking like um, had an interview, and she had eighty six forty five in in the background. And I guess it's like a it's like a movement now. So like it's like its own little thing. Like it's like Black Lives Matter, okay. but it's about getting rid of them. So after showing this, Trump had tweeted out, you know, you know that's a threat type of thing, and. Overnight, fucking wiki and all these places fucking changed the definition of 86. They eliminated the word kill out of the term. What about Urban Dictionary? That one, too. Really? Yeah. Damn, even Urban Dictionary is in the... There's literally literally a battle going on right now. Bro, you can't even trust Urban Dictionary? There's a battle going on right now on the internet where they're changing the definition back and forth. Really? And you can see, like, the edits. Like, you know, Wiki will tell you when's the last time this, uh, you know, article's been edited. All right. That is great, dude. Yeah. (laughs) What else are they redefining? 
Oh, uh, do you remember sexual preference? Yeah. Wasn't that something we use every day oh, in our fucking well, yeah. own Pre- lives? Preference and then up until choice. up until two weeks ago, now it's a slur. I've always said sexual oh, orientation. Oh, like Supreme Because preference thing. implies yeah. that it's a choice. Barry, it is yeah. a choice. Oh shit! All right, the gay guy. I forgot. I forgot. Andy's very controversial. He has <laughs> no. Sexual yeah, preference. No, it's just you choose to be signs. gay. You choose to be gay. I think choose to be gay and that's not preference yeah so it's not a preference (laughs) because a preference is a choice it's like i prefer fucking uh beer over liquor it's like preference so they're saying are though i mean just because i'm not but i'm pretty sure there are those people that they rather be Uh, gay than straight well then they're just bi no those aren't just bi people those are bi people but so being gay is not a choice right to some i don't know Anyways, fucking diction. One of the actual dictionaries. <laughs> well, that's the argument. Yeah. One of the actual dictionaries, Meridian or whatever the fuck it's called, the one below Webster, <laughs> the one no one fucking really knows. That one changes the definition like basically last week. To what? To sexual preference being outdated, and fucking a uh, slur. That's a slur, but it. You're, I feel How like is if it a slur though, like it, that's the term that they use. It's a slur. Well, because it's implying that it's, it's a implying choice. That, it's but implying that, that your gayness is a choice. It's implying that it's a choice. People don't like to say that, like, oh, like you're gay because you just choose to be gay. Yeah, that, that it's offensive. You have to you have to remember that your sexual your sexual orientation, your sex is fluid, and you can choose to be a man or a woman, but your sexual preference is is not. That's your sexual orientation, and you can't choose it. Yeah, so apparently, you can choose your sex from your own free will but not your <laughs> sexual preference from your own free will which is of course pretty much absurd right that's kind oh of, yeah that's a that's yeah, a that's a nice spin on it that was a nice shit i'm i'm Thank triggered you, i'm triggered by the word orientation no, that it derives like, from the orient no, i mean i i know like <laughs> no but you know what actually now that you say that so you know that they've um changed the name of of like sexual reassignment to sexual confirmation oh shit yeah, yeah. But wait, based yeah. On what he so said, that that takes the choice part out of that isn't that the same thing with yeah. like the gender thing then when you're a baby like how can they decide your gender if you don't quote unquote identify it like a baby's not gonna know yeah i don't listen it's fucking uh so so <laughs> gay being gay is not a choice then no thanks i'm not i don't know where are you born gay andy me personally, yeah, I think so. Like, I didn't just like. Hmm, I'm, gonna I'm gonna be gay today, dude. Like, you know, tomorrow I'm gonna be straight. <laughs> Some people say that you could do that, though. Well, wake up. I mean, gay? I'm pretty sure people are like open minded about it. It's not. This, yeah, that is. Yeah, a wake up, gay. You, you know, you just like your yeah. eyes just open, and it's like hey, pe- people are into humping trees. They're into. I'm not. Uh, I'm not whoa, making. Whoa, no, but I'm, I'm, I'm making it. No, this is a professional, actual <laughs> this, idea. Okay, it's about fine. this. This is a family podcast. No, this is a professional idea. This is not controversial. So you want to hump trees? No, no. People have these. <laughs> just think of it this way. People have interest in a sexual way. We, they, it's called sexual deviance. Whoa, One, wow. that's what it's called. <laughs> so based on the sexual based. deviance um, idea is that there's certain certain sexual behaviors that are supposed to be deviant. Like you shouldn't do that. That's based right there. So, <laughs> you know, that's what the way it was thought. One time LGBT, all, all of it was under deviance. And yeah. now it's it's arisen above that fray. But the rest of the things are still seen as, oh, you shouldn't do that. But what if someone wants to masturbate 
uh, next to a tree. Uh, or, or, or on a Zoom call. Or on a Zoom call. On a Zoom call. What if Peter just yeah, started what? beating off? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's just something <laughs> that... You don't have the consent <laughs> of the other people. No, I understand Ooh. that. But there's... For instance, if you're in your privacy and you have sex in a peanut butter jar, that is going to be deviant. It's deviant as... Someone finds it's out. bad now, nah, but yeah, it's twenty twenty. Why, why are we kink shaming? It's, yeah, it's kink shaming, bro. We so, don't do that no more. So that's that's kind of thing. So that I guy mean, it's considered even if you like like the call, like yeah. you knew there's other people doing mm-hmm. it, but like if you do it in your own privacy, who gives a fuck? Exactly. No, 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 no. That's uh, deviant. But, but Jesus I, I, doesn't how? want you doing that shit. I'm pretty sure Jesus doesn't want I'm you. Well, the culture doesn't religion. want you to do it. The culture doesn't. Oh, want we're gonna you get into religion, Andy. Where are these facts? Where are the facts, dude? Yeah, Where are the facts? What do you mean? That's, that's the theory of deviance is that things are to the culture is unacceptable. Like, for instance, what uh, Peter was talking about. right? Peter mentioned this orientation and preference. Suddenly, you can choose to be born a certain but way. No. And then, you know, he, he, did, he, he said it well. It's not a, but not, that's the but argument. They're, they're even redefining that to where the, the, the process and the, the whole, like, gender reassignment it used to be called gender reassignment Mm -hmm. so it still had the implication it's gender confirmation yeah because they're appeasing to a cult a second of the culture gender reassignment means that you're taking a gender and assigning it to someone which even has that power fucking dynamic Mm -hmm. to it you know but no they said gender confirmation because we're going to confirm your gender this is what you were this is what you were bro the whole language thing that this 1984 Mm -hmm. shit is wild oh and you shit on my fucking segment you're all like what the fuck what the fuck is this shit what are you talking about? This is the, the oh, what, this, language. Well, yeah, because fucking what? Well, Say so it's a good shit. What else Shut did the they redefine? Up, what else did they redefine? <laughs> That's it. That was a That's good segment. That was a good segment. Right. There you go. Where's Peter's song? Oh, Look at this guy. <laughs> He's never ready. <laughs> fucking transition. Confirmation. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So Peter. You uh you're natively Australian, right? Yeah, I was born in Australia. And right now you're you're in Fiji. Yep. Which to be honest, if I had to if you were like you gave me a map and you were like find Fiji, I'd be like, I can't. Yeah, not far from Hawaii. Okay. <laughs> Between between Hawaii and Australia, kind of. Okay, all right, cool. that's roughly where you Fiji look like you're thinking really hard. Yeah, I'm th- <laughs> I am thinking really hard. Right now. <laughs> all right, so it's how- a small set of islands, and it's a British colony. It's a British colony. How so? How's life there? Good, good. Difficult to difficult to earn a living, but it's safe. Nobody's going to throw me in jail, so that's good. That's good. That's a good standard too. <laughs> It's a good start to live by. Yeah. So what? Uh, what? How to? How to end up there? Well, I I wound up in Fiji because I was helping Men's Rights Fiji develop their proposal to the Fijian government, and that was through 2013, 2014, and it was presented. I think it was February 2014, something else like that. And then in October 2014, I got thrown in jail for a while in Germany. And uh, so that became clear that Germany wasn't going to remain a safe place to live. What what you get thrown in in jail for in Germany? Well, ostensibly, the if you ask the German government why they threw me in jail, it's because I overstayed an automatic visa, 
and if you ask me why they threw me in jail, it's because I was talking to senior German political um, figures about Angela Merkel's plan to bring in large numbers of Muslims to create civil unrest because I already knew about that plan some years previously. What was the, and, what was the purpose of the civil unrest? It's like a power grab? Well, well when, when you create civil unrest within a society, you, you can introduce um, more stringent police states, for example. Yeah. So today in the Western world with COVID and, and more civil unrest, you're seeing increased levels of policing, particularly in places like Sweden is a good example, France, the UK, and you'll be seeing more of it in the US, that sort of thing. So if you can create civil unrest, you create the, the demand for an increased police presence. Damn, we're trying to defund the police, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, some, some people are talking about defunding the police, but that's not going to happen, right? In the US. But that's, that was in, in Germany the, and Sweden and other places, the purpose of introducing large numbers of foreigners is to create civil unrest to create the demand for more government intervention. I've heard it worked. Well, I mean, well, if it was orchestrated that it worked. Well, in Germany now, I mean, I lived in Germany for nine years, right? And, you know, you could walk down the street at one o'clock in the morning in Germany and you would be, apart from very few places, you would be absolutely safe, right? Today, walking down the street in Germany, I wouldn't walk down the street in Germany at one o'clock in the morning, let alone, you know, women walking down the street at one o'clock in the morning. There's a lot of uh, rapes and murders and, ha and that sort of thing happening to women across many European countries. We have a friend in Germany. We, we should get him on. And ask him about these hard yeah, fucking yeah. cultural questions? So I, yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> he's a young guy. I don't, oh, he has I don't his know. whole life ahead of him. Well, he's, uh, he's a rapper, too. And he's actually pretty good. Um, yeah. and but also, gonna, the Australian government... This. Also, the Australian government was asking the Germans to to come down on me harder because of what I was doing with the Australian government. So I was being harassed by the police before and after they threw me in jail, etc. So you know. So the, how? Um, what's the context of all of this and like divorce court? Was this something that you came across like in your profession, or like how to associate yourself with like that whole movement and like? Yeah, sure. So I'll skip over the introduction, but um, fundamentally, I was a, a world-renowned IT consultant, let's say. I, I worked in a specific area, and I was very well-known, and I had very big clients and those sort of things. And then my wife uh, was looking at my income. Like in 2006, I made in U.S. dollars uh, 340000 U.S. dollars in 2006. And my wife figured well, I can get a good slice of that. And I was divorcing her. And uh, so she started off a hostile divorce in Ireland. So we'd agreed to divorce in Australia because we were both born there and raised there and got married there, etc. And we'd only been living in Ireland for five years. But she jumped off in the divorce courts in Ireland and then I counted in the divorce courts in Australia. And pretty soon I realized that the courts were not just biased and unfair, but they were actually committing crimes. And that was pretty interesting that the courts were committing crimes because, you know, the courts are not supposed to commit crimes. 
So when I realised that the courts, the divorce courts, were actually committing crimes, that's when I took a look at it and said, "Hang on, this is not okay." I'm not, you know, this is. I had a grandfather who fought in the war, and it's like, you know, my grandfather and his mates didn't fight in the war so that we could have a criminal bunch of scumbags in our government and in our courts. So I decided to stand up against the the divorce courts, both in Ireland and Australia. Wait, the, the World War Two war? Yeah, my grandfather fought in World War Two. On which side? In, Wait, we were the good. Well, the, the Australian side, <laughs> on the Australian good, versus on the uh, Japanese. So <laughs> he fought in the in the Pacific, in the Southeast Asia. All right, Singapore, That's... Borneo, that New Guinea, that area. Yeah. All right, just... So he spent the entire duration uh, in that area, and obviously, you know, young boy growing up, I re had a lot of time for my grandfather. Right. Yeah. He was my step grandfather, but. He was the guy who put a little bit of uh, steel in my spine. So how did I come about the understanding the divorce courts was, you know, I went into the divorce courts thinking they were relatively reasonable and fair, you know, a bit biased, et cetera, et cetera, but they were uh, quite cr uh, criminal in nature. And I said, no, I'm not going to tolerate that. So what exactly were the crimes? Like, what are they doing? Well, it's based, the divorce courts are based on fraud. So for example, um, if you, you know, your wife goes in and says, he beat me, he was bad to the kids and commits a whole bunch of perjury, right? That's quite standard that the women will commit perjury right up front. And the very first thing they'll do is freeze your bank accounts uh, so that you can't support yourself. That's the first thing they'll do. Does that happen and, here? Mm, I don't know about the freezing standard. of the bank accounts. I don't know. I don't know too much about You've it. You've never been divorced? No. Luckily, it's it's standard. The it's standard. The woman goes in and says, "He beat me. He's been a bad father." Blah 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 blah. They freeze his bank accounts. They issue a restraining order against him, so he's not allowed to go back to his. They kick you out of your house, and you you got to go find somewhere else to live while you got no bank accounts, and you're not allowed to see your kids. That's so standard. There there is a law here in Illinois. I think it's called VAWA. Ooh, so violence yeah. against violence women's act, and it's yeah. basically like if uh, if if you have an apartment, the lease is under your name, and you have a girlfriend, and they find you guilty of beating her up, or they arrest you for beating her up, she has to keep that apartment. Like, yeah, she just has to lie to them and say he beat me up, and they'll throw you out. I've right? heard. I mean, it's a thing. The vow was. And Yeah, yeah, so, you know, the violence against women. No lies. So I was just saying that just, that it, it, there it does exist a law that protects women. Yeah, and it's there for a reason. There's nothing yeah, nefarious about it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's specifically the Violence Against Women Act. It's not Violence Against People Act or anything else like that. And that's quite common all across the rest Western world that there is legislation which wait, says you. It can't be the Violence Against People Act because then, like, that'd be like. Like what? That anyone would just be like, man, he beat me up, and you just keep his house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just call yeah, the cops yeah. on this guy right now, and just be like, man, he beat my ass, dude. Just keep his yeah, whole place. Yeah. How does it work in a lesbian like uh, situation? Damn it! Why didn't we have a lesbian in today? Yeah. <laughs> well, in in fact, if if you want to know, in fact, in Australia, uh, when in a lesbian situation, when there's violence. The aggressor, for many years, the aggressor in that was designated as male. And that was found out that the police were doing that. <laughs> and the statistics that were being released, 
included the aggressive in the aggressor in lesbian relationships being designated male for the statistics. Those poor butchers. Man, that's <laughs> fucked up. That's crazy. Well, how do you yeah. know is the butch being the aggressor? Oh, you think it's yeah, a that's twink? True. No, like they call yeah. them lipstick. Lipstick, yeah, the, the lipstick. One. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. it is, dude. Like Johnny yeah. Depp and, and that chick. Ooh. What's her yeah. face? What's her name? Johnny Depp and Amber Hood. Hood. Yeah, that was beating him up and shit. Uh, talking shit. Like yeah. they're not gonna believe you, bitch. Then and uh and dude, I, they don't like Loki, that's what happens to my brother. Oh, okay. Andy. Like, <laughs> you gotta be yeah. in front of the mic. That's what happened to my brother though. Yeah, didn't she tell us the orange story last time you were on here? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she called us beat the shit out of us with oranges. How does it work in the gay um community? Uh, like who becomes the woman? Cop, yeah. You mean who becomes the woman? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah He said yeah dude Explain it to him Come on No one one is the woman Okay <laughs> What the fuck is the question <laughs> He wants to know He wants to know about uh, Who plays Who's the Who's the more dominant person Yeah sure Is that what you're asking yeah, I don't sure. know What are you asking him bro Explain it to him I don't know him. anymore See, He's it, lost dude Because it's, it's, it's like a very broad question It's like it's different in every situation the, the victim the victim is usually the, he, the, the he, submissive one in the relationship not he, necessarily that's oh, the same okay. thing with straight okay relationships. so this is that this is what i wanted to know well yeah because amber how gay relationships different than straight, straight ones yeah because he needs he needs to think about it where there's a woman and there's yeah. a guy and he beats the, like her up be two people because because it's not the the act against um people it's you know like you the said violence even women women. men though no but it could be the violence if it if they're designating we need to protect the a, bottoms bro. a question just got answered a, a, a question was presented though he said why can't it, if it's not violence for people imagine if it wasn't violence for, uh, against women it was violence against people it would include people yeah that don't identify as women and that's the point of it but yeah. they're doing that shit now by by designating <laughs> yeah, the, the lesbians a, yeah. a man it's preference it's not preference bro you it can, is preference the women gets the this uh <laughs> extra right right that's were, the point Right, Peter. The woman gets this extra right. It's like this extra We're right. A vagina. Yeah. Well, women. I mean, women are massively privileged in the legal system. Or yeah, in the Western true. world. That's true. What if you identify so, as a woman? Yeah. Well, you know, these guys now are identifying as women to play sports, right? Yeah. And, <laughs> Can we play that? Prize, get the prize money, right? Hell yeah! She hit me. I'm a woman. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah. But in asking how did I get involved in it, you know, my wife and I were going to divorce. I'd had enough of her and I was divorcing her. <laughs> what, what happened? Why'd you have enough of her? What'd you do? Uh, she was just, no, let's just say she wasn't a very good wife and I wasn't very happy with her. We'll just leave it at that. That's good. That's a good <laughs> and, reason. I mean, I was married 18 years and you weren't happy. Like, you weren't happy. That's was, what matters. No, there was like five times I was going to divorce her and the first four times I took her back. So we'll just leave it at that. Shame on you, Peter. <laughs> Four <laughs> times. In, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, there were children involved. That's so, the yeah, it it makes things more My bad. <laughs> yeah. You gotta run for office, you hear oh, this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, come on, we're having a good time. <laughs> Not a good look. Oh shit. I anyway. thought it was so funny. in terms So in terms of the question, you know, what crimes are the courts committing? The, the first one is fraud. They yeah. they get you to agree to the jurisdiction of the court through fraud. So, for example, there's four of you there, right? How many of you know and understand that the divorce courts don't have jurisdiction automatically that you have to agree to it? 
Damn. I don't know. I didn't know that. that. I didn't know that. But at what point do you agree to it and they catch you? Well, if there's there's a number of mechanisms that they use to trick you. For for example, they'll say you need to hire a lawyer. Well, if you hire a lawyer, you're agreeing to the fraud, right? Damn. Well, that's your right, though. So, that's your right yeah. to have a lawyer. But you're guilty because you hired a lawyer. That's but not... you hired the lawyer. That means you're agreeing to the What's fraud. What's up with that? What about <laughs> what? you just had to defend yourself, though? Like if someone's taking a right? court. Andy. Well, that's the right. So what, are you, so, what are you doing? What? you got to be in front so, of me. this chair. So they have many ways of fooling people into agreeing to the jurisdiction of the court. And then, you know, they issue court orders. How many of you understand that a court order is voluntary? If you're issued a court order, you don't have to pay it. You volunteer to pay it. Oh. I don't know. But, uh, won't you just... but wouldn't they subpoena you and you have to go to court anyways? No, a court order, uh, something that you want to pay, they want you to pay. Court orders are voluntary. You don't have to pay them. But most people don't understand that. I don't know. So... I just pay the shit. Oh, is it the, yeah. uh, the court fees at the end uh, after they convicted you? No, no. Let's, let's say your wife wants alimony and child support. In, mm. in a divorce court. That's standard, right? Okay. The woman, why is the woman going to the court? And why is she telling lies about you? Because she wants to get money from you, right? Uh-huh. And that's what happens. And you guys read all the articles about, you know, the, the amount of money that women get from men in the divorce courts. You've read lots of those articles, yeah? Shit. And Jeff Bezos' wife. Yeah, Jeff Bezos' wife is the richest woman in the world. How did she get there? Through, through the divorce courts, right? Through through so, female and empo- through the WAP through the WAP female <laughs> empowerment like custody battles no yeah. yeah and and so you know the women are highly motivated to take men through the divorce courts to get money off them and there's a lot of people around them who get a share of that money right yeah. the lawyers and the judges and and all that sort of thing and it gets uh, it gets the kids away from the fathers. So that they can be more heavily indoctrinated through the education system. That's what it's all about, right? There's a there's a bigger agenda there, and so most men just most men believe. Well, I got to hire a lawyer, and I've got to go to court, and when I get a court order against me for alimony and child support, I got to pay it. And in the U.S., it's quite common if you don't pay a court order for the police to come and grab you and throw you in a cage, right? That's that's quite common. That happens frequently and this is why men believe they actually have to pay it because they look around and they see guys being thrown in cages for not paying it right i think that's so. when they found guilty though right or what did they lose the case i don't know we're gonna well, no, to that's bring... just an order against them in a divorce court the divorce court is a civil court so it's just an order from the divorce court to say you have to pay this money and most men believe you have to pay it and most men don't know how to say no and many men in the U.S. have been thrown in jail for not paying alimony and child support. That's because you lost the case, though, right? Like, well, the, you, the, you didn't lose it. it. I mean, there's no win-loss. The woman wins. It doesn't mean you lost. It's just it's a rigged game. Well, I guess I'm try- like I'm thinking of my brother's situation because like he won against his ex. He won against his ex. Yeah. So like, she's got to give him money. No, he he. Nobody has to give her he could have had, like any kind of communication contact with that person. Oh, like I, like he didn't really give a fuck. He's like, I don't need your money. Like, like I just want my child. Like, just get the fuck away. Okay, he should have taken the money because he won his case. Like, 
Apparently, I did young Jamie some shit. In Illinois, they can freeze your bank accounts during a divorce. I mean, because so, unfortunately, like, with my let brother, Let you guys though, know out there. Like, unfortunately, with my brother, it. though, like, he did pay a lot of money for that lawyer, though. Like, you know? Yeah. Like, Hell this yeah. lawyer ended up Father's getting rights uh, lawyers uh, shit. a court order, like, uh, from a judge overnight. So, I mean, I guess this is happening yeah. everywhere. It apparently happens here. So what? What's the main? What's your advice to, for for young men? Because that was one of the things that I thought was interesting. Yeah, I mean, so what's what's happening in the divorce courts, and this is all across the Western world. Yeah, is the the guys are being you know, criminally victimized and impoverished, and the the as I said, the pattern is accusing him of all sorts of stuff, get his bank accounts frozen, throw him out of the house get a restraining order against him, slander him so he can't get another job and impoverish him and demand money from him, right? And that's basically that guy's life over. And then a lot of guys kill themselves as a result of that. Now, the trend is that the guys are just not killing themselves anymore. The The trend is that the guys are now starting to kill the women and the children as well. And people are starting to say, well, that's a problem, that they're killing the women and children. Well, they were just killing themselves. That was okay. But killing the women and children is a step too far. And that's happening more and more, particularly it's happening quite often in the U.S. as well. Especially now during COVID and shit. Everybody. Yeah, with also with COVID and, and things like that. And there's a high level of stress. And a lot of guys have lost their jobs or their incomes are dramatically reduced. Uh, but I don't know if you're aware, um, child support payments and alimony payments are exempt from reduction during this COVID period. Don't know if you know about that. That no. there's, the, you can't claim, you can't say, "Well, I've lost my job due to COVID, so I have to, I want to pay less in child support." That's no, the, is the answer to that. You have to keep paying <coughs> the same amount, right? Yeah. And if you don't pay the same amount, they'll let they're letting out rapists and murderers because of the problems in the jails with COVID, etc. But if you owe child support, they'll throw you in jail, right? So, you know, what do I say to young men? That's that's the other end of the meat grinder. The divorce courts are the other end of the meat grinder, right? So what I'm saying to young men is don't go in the front end of the meat grinder. And that's what we were talking about in the meat <laughs> makes sense, yeah. In the meat era is, you know, don't get married. You know, don't get married, don't have kids, and don't go into that meat grinder. I personally say, I uh, just for your audience's benefit, I raised four kids, two stepchildren and two allegedly of my own. And I just say, don't, don't have kids because it's not worth it anymore. There's just no point to it. And one, sorry? No, it's not like, like if you're saying like, um, I mean, it's not a bad thing to get married. It's just like, I think the problem now, like people are getting married way too fast. No, no, that's not getting married. They're getting married actually later and slower than ever before. Oh, it's maybe our neck of the woods because they tend to get knocked up and then married. Yeah, well, I mean, like from what I <laughs> from, at like what high I know. school, that's that's our yeah, culture, though. But shotgun shotgun weddings have been a feature for year, you know, all of human history. Really, yeah, no, it is yeah. true. It is true that our generation is having kids, less kids, and like a lot later. Yeah, that's the American culture. Yeah, As it's any well, it's any yeah, culture it's any culture that starts to prosper. Really. Yeah, it's true. Japan, yes. Japan's doing it, and shit. Mm-hmm. Everybody's doing it. No yeah, way. so the the reproduction rate. Uh, in Western countries has dramatically decreased over the last 40 or 50 years. And this is, as I said, all part of a larger agenda. Except for so, poor people and Muslims. They have a lot of babies, dude. Yeah, mus- Muslims, uh, like in Germany, 
the birth rate across Germany is 1.3. In some places, it's down below 1. And that includes the Muslim women who are having, on average, six babies each, right? So in Germany, (laughs) the... The, the crossover point is 2050, where they're saying that there'll be more uh, Muslim people in Germany than Christian people in Germany. The predicted crossover is 2050. It's over. So It's called peaceful yeah, conquest. There's a name to it, too, I found out. Yeah, yeah. You know, they, they talked about that, uh, of, you know, conquering, conquering the West in our beds is, is how they refer Ooh. to it. So wait, wait. where did that come from? Because I mean, I've heard of people peaceful conquest in terms of, uh, yeah, like people uh-huh. people showing up and kind of like uh, propagating and you know. Well, there was out. a guy who was that guy. There was a guy about twenty years ago in the Palestine, the leader of the Palestinian Liberation Organization. Okay. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but his his saying was, "We'll conquer the conquer the West in our beds." Nice. That was his saying. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, what I'm saying to young men is, you know, yeah, it's no problem getting married. It's a problem getting divorced, right? But the other issue is with men now refusing to get married. Like in the U.S., you now have more unmarried women than married women for the first time ever in, well, since, since records started. Hmm. So it's the 1860s or something they started records. In Australia, for example, um, we have less than 50% of women over the age of 18 married for the first time since World War II, uh, World War I, sorry, because of the number of Australian men killed in World War I. And they were married, they were widows in Australia. That, yeah. So you have a very much lower marriage rate, a much lower reproduction rate. So what the governments are doing is moving the, moving the goalpost of when can a woman get money off you. So... I don't know if you guys heard it just a couple of weeks ago in Canada. A guy was ordered to pay 50000 Canadian dollars a month to a woman that he'd never lived with and never married because, you know, they'd been dating for a long time and, and they were quite friendly and she had a lifestyle she'd become accustomed to from his money. So he was ordered to pay $50,000 a month for 10 years so she could maintain her lifestyle. Isn't never lived together, like- never he, married. He didn't, didn't Dr. Dre win? What? Dr. Dre. Dr. Oh, Dre. Then he went Tom, over Tom the, Arnold. Dr. Dre stuff. Yeah, I think there's something similar here. Like, after you've been together a certain amount of years, and especially if there's. Yeah, football, you're legally yeah. kind of like binded or something like that. Yeah, and you could, you, you could, you have the same advantages that a married couple yeah. would if you've been living for a certain amount of time together. Uh, yeah, but in, in most, in many places, it's considered two years. But what, what most people like don't understand. I thought it was more. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was 10. No, Jesus. it's two years. In most places, it's two years. Two years. Congratulations, right? dude. You're married. Yeah, I know, right? I got to tell my girlfriend. Well, that's why she makes all the money. Yeah. So, you know, if we get divorced, I got I become accustomed to a lifestyle, you know? No, I don't think <laughs> yeah. so. No, that's not how it works? <laughs> well, I, you would hope, but Peter's making it sound like that's not the case. Yeah. Hey, so a few guys have one. Because, like, Tom Arnold, you know, he was with, uh, what's his face? Roseanne. 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 Yeah, and he, he got the money and shit. Did he? There's very yeah. there's a few yeah. guys that have won. Roseanne, yeah, but it's it's very it's one it's very rare that a guy gets any money out of a woman in divorce. That would it's be quite rare. Yes, but it, I guess he's a champion for men. But it's still kind of a little bit like damn, dude. Yeah, no. 
Yeah. He's, and he's smaller, also he's when small it, potatoes like compared to Roseanne. That guy who is married oh, to Madonna, right? I can't remember his name off the top oh, of Oh, he guy, got the money too? Guy Ritchie, I think his name is. Yeah, yeah Guy Ritchie, yeah. Guy Ritchie didn't take any money off Madonna, and he could have, right? He should have. And, and there's a social aspect where people say, you know, if a man takes money off a woman, then that's not right, right? That's not okay. Yeah, it is. But kind of, uh, if a woman chivalrous. takes money off a man, like Nicole Kidman, being Australian, I don't know if you know she's Australian, but Nicole Kidman got $60 million off Tom Cruise for being married to him for 10 years. Like being married to Tom Cruise is a hardship. That you need to be paid six million dollars. Some would argue it is. <laughs> to Tom Cruise, yeah, he is kind of nuts, dude. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, but he promoted her and and really helped her along with the film career and all the rest of it. And she still wanted sixty million dollars. And in Australia, the women actually nominated her for Australian of the Year, and us men were pissed. <laughs> we were really pissed off. Well, that's why. That, that's why you you don't make more money. You know, you got to let her make the money, and then when you get divorced, boom, that's the strategy. Wow. <laughs> when that sounds but so when you were signing up for prenup though yeah yeah donald trump was talking about prenups last time but look i want to know yeah. so so basically don't kids aren't worth it anymore i i say pro no. marriage i say what? pro marriage pro marriage you're pro marriage yeah yeah okay, we had a we had a married couple here last week so it's, I'm, I'm happy to have someone who's advocating for not being married. Senator Toby yeah. B is pro-marriage. Yeah, I approve yeah. this message. I, I approve yeah. this message. Well, I was very pro-marriage in the, the 90s, right? In, in fact, I was, uh, I was doing work with a, an organization called Landmark Education, and I was one of the guys who was very pro-marriage and counseling uh, married couples who had troubles. Mm. I was that guy for many years. Do you wish that you could go back and tell them to just split up? Um, that's a that's a very good question because some of them have <laughs> some of them have are still married and happily married. Yeah, and some of them have gone through very nasty divorces. Which one are you? The people that I counsel. Which, which outcome do you pref- would you prefer? Well, I would prefer people to stay happily married. Yeah, that would. That would be my preferred outcome. I mean, my parents were married for 50 years, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, they, my parents produced three boys who all went on to be quite successful. And but, it was a very happy household. But do you think that, like, because my parents, I mean, they've been married for like 40-something years. But I know, it was, you know, it's because it's wrong to get divorced. That's the only reason they won't get divorced. Yeah, that's the only reason why. Because, like, against the religion and, the, you know, the church, it's like, it, you, you're not allowed to. No, 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 no. Is it, is it worse to go through the is it worse to go through the meat grinder of divorce or just stay married uh forever unhappily, just stay unhappily, married and miserable forever. unhappily forever yeah. and ever <laughs> I mean, think about it like that's the difference now that's why people are getting divorced now because because like, they're it's, godless animals not godless but okay. it's like they're a different generation than our parents you know like my parents are very like the bible this the bible that like I want to know real suffering in a marriage where you sleep with somebody for like 40 years and just can't wait for a them roommate? to fucking die. Yeah, a roommate. Well, I mean, not to talk about yeah. parents, but like my parents haven't slept in the same room for like years. Oh, okay, they're almost there. I don't sleep in the same room with my girlfriend. Yeah, we have separate rooms. It's magical. Well, yeah. my, what my mom told me is like, sh- we should feel lucky because she's still with my father for us. Hey, dude, that's the truth. That's like, yeah. boom. That's what you I realized. I was privilege. like, what? You have par- parent privilege, bro. That's why you're not a crazy criminal. That's why you're not yeah. out there shooting people and stuff, you know? That has nothing to do with it. Hell yeah, dude. What are you talking about, How man? So? The nuclear family, bro. Based? 
<laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer. I'm pro nuclear. Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, Jeffrey Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer had great parents. No, they got divorced and they left him alone. Oh, oh. That's the, the, the mom went away, left him behind, and the dad left him behind. What do you I mean? I don't remember that part. I didn't know so much about Jeffrey Dahmer because I like uh, I listen to serial uh, killer podcasts. Oh, okay. Man, we should do a serial killer podcast, dude. <laughs> I'm down. Will you listen to our serial killer podcast? Damn, it's fucked up, dude. Anyway, so <laughs> we go just, ahead. Just to add one other thing, the governments, the various governments, are continuing to move the the goalposts to make it easier and easier and easier, earlier and earlier, for women to get money off men. So, for example, in Australia, there, there was legislation passed about five or six years ago that allowed a divorce court to hear a case where the woman alleged that she believed the man might marry her one day and she should be <laughs> entitled to some of his money if she believed, sincerely believed that he might marry her one day, despite yeah. the fact they never lived together. Whoa. You know how many checks yeah, would make bad but money? In the sense of an actual marriage, though, like, wouldn't you think all of this would be avoidable by just getting a prenup? But well, chicks don't want to get prenups, bro. Huh? Chicks don't want to get prenups. Then don't get married well, if they don't want one. Prenups are commonly thrown out. Yeah, that's true. Well, too. I'm not, I'm what, not, that's what I'm asking. It happened I'm to too, Trump. Too sure. It happened yeah. to Trump. What happens in, in a divorce court? You know, you guys get told, well, this is what's in the legislation and this is what's in the legislation, right? And you're told what's in the legislation is what applies in the court, right? That's what you're told. Mm. But what happens in the courts is that the judges merely refer to other cases and say, well, this other case sets a precedent, and therefore I'll follow that precedent. So they just go and find stuff that's happened in other cases and use that. And if you actually read the court transcript from my divorce court case, the judge in that case did exactly, the magistrate in that case tried exactly that, just read off a whole bunch of uh, other cases, not the legislation, and applied those other cases as precedent, and gave 95% or 90, 93.6% of the property to my ex-wife, right? Mm. And, you know, 93.6% is near enough 95%. So, you know, the, the judge, the magistrate basically made up this case that said this woman who ha has refused to work for 14 years, she'll get 95% of the property, which is an obvious crime, right? That's obviously stealing. Yeah, 97%. <laughs> Ninety-five percent. Ninety-five. That's obviously stealing. Yeah, that, uh, that's, that's unfortunate. It's an entire wealth. So wait, did you did you did you ever have a suspicion that she was that type of chick? Or are these like all women? Or were Hashtag there red not flags? All not all women. Hashtag not all women. Yeah, yeah. You know, the first thing that women say is, "Well, you just made a bad choice." Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's. That's what, that's what women say. They say, you made a bad choice, not all women, etc. Now, she was a single mother, and everybody will tell you mm. that, you know, you don't marry a single mother, etc., etc. You but, know what? What was it? Two episodes ago, we had that, team, that very conversation, and uh, everyone in the room concluded that it would probably be a good idea to not do that. Use goods. Yeah. yeah. That's not the yeah. reason why. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, well, I mean, I'm... Yeah. And there's kids involved. Wouldn't like the the woman get majority of the things? Well, yeah, but but well, anyway. So so what? Well, so Pendejo. you. What were you saying? Uh, no, what I was saying. I'm 56 now, right? And I've had uh, 
uh, quite a lot of experience with women being married for 18 years, raising two teenage, raising two daughters, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, people say, well, what are the red flags so you could select the right women? And the red flags are, is she a woman? And if she's a woman, <laughs> that's a big enough... That's a big enough red flag right there, right? I mean, how red can it be? Like, is it off red? Is it like crimson? <laughs> no, well, look, is it dark so, red? So and I feel it like in this, you know who the winner in this room is? Andy. Uh. What? <laughs> you're, you're, do- you're dodging the bullet completely. What do you mean? Because you're gay yeah, yeah. and you don't wow. like women. Because he just said that what's the biggest red flag? That she's a woman. That's when you know don't even mess with it. Yeah, I mean, you don't, so you, you don't mess with women at all. You got to think. Uh, when a group of people are called gay and gay means happy, that means because they... Is that why the gays are gay? Because hey, there's no women. Andy, you have gay privilege. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have gay, gay privilege. privilege. You don't have to deal with all this women shit. That's what they said. Dude, it's hard, bro. because <laughs> I don't minute, want to. <laughs> I, you don't want to? It's a choice? Are you choosing not to? <laughs> this, again. this shit again? Just <laughs> getting deep. Dude, it's, it is privilege. Gay privilege yeah. is not having to deal with chicks. Oh, yeah, that's On that how? level. On that level. How? Yeah, where you, you, you know, divorce. <laughs> divorce. Yeah, divorce court. So you told me that it won't be as ugly just because, like, if a gay couple were to get married. Nah, yeah, gay dudes are the worst too. And I think divorce? it's worse. Yeah, it gay probably divorce? is. Yeah. All right, let me let me do some young Jamie and I'll look. Gay divorce. So so is is it is that the answer? Just be gay. Well, you know, many men can't just be gay. I mean, I'm not. <laughs> dude, you might give it a shot. <laughs> But, uh, you know, what's, what's happening is that because of the, the way that the men are being so abused in the divorce courts, the men are just saying, well, no, we're not going to get married anymore. Hey, yeah. Peter, gonna- what, do you think, what do you think the solution is? Like, I think you're – I sympathize. I don't understand, uh, but I sympathize. Uh, I'm going to get married in a year. Um, so I'm gonna, I've already established my desires, my expectations – and I'm confident in what I've uh, set for my partner, right? Uh, a woman. So, yeah. you know, like, I just want to know, what do you think the solution is? What should I do going in to protect myself? Because I'm invested. I've invested in this for four years already. I'm not walking back. So what advice can you give about it? what's the solution to the system or culturally? Like, what do you, what do you think should be done? Well, there's, there's no, quote, solution in the current environment because in the current environment, the what's any woman can invoke the uh, criminal divorce courts, right? So what I did way back in 2010 is I published a book about how to deal with all this. And one of the pieces in the book was a proposal for moving forward, which was to rescind your consent to be going, rescind the jurisdiction of the government, rescind your jurisdiction of the divorce courts, and for the man and the woman to enter into an agreement that defined their marriage, Right. Because why should you have the government be part of your marriage? But who validates now, that? What do you mean validates? How does it become? I mean, how does it become official? How does it become respected? If the woman changes her mind, then. Well, what what the book proposed mm-hmm. was uh, kick the government out of your marriage and and get married in whatever way you want to get married. So some people are religious, and they would be married in a religious sense, right? Right. You know, stand in front of the congregation. Do you take this woman before God? Blah blah blah, and that's you know a good slice of the population would consider that married, right? Uh, but what I proposed was that 
the the man and the woman, if that's what's that's who's getting married, the man and the woman getting married, they write their own marriage agreement because what women have said is uh, marriage is no longer until death do us part, right? When I took a marriage vow, and most people would take a marriage vow, the vow is until death do us part. Well, now the vow is until I'm not happy and I can drag your ass through the divorce courts and get money off you. <laughs> That doesn't roll off the tongue as good either. So I, I think yeah. there could be a law to correct that though, right? Shouldn't there be a law that can help uh, mitigate that kind of harm to men? Well, that's a, well, a written agreement. Just, yeah, just let me answer the, the first oh, sorry, question. I'll sorry. come back to that one. So, <laughs> so what I proposed was that men and women who want to get married can sign an agreement and there can be a process for the dissolution of that marriage for violation of that agreement. And there could be a there could be an adjudication panel in the first instance, an arbitration panel, and then a, a, a full twelve person panel if the if the arbitration panel couldn't solve the issues of the divorce, right? And the, the full panel of twelve is like a jury trial where the result of that panel is binding. And the men in the manosphere, like all the men's rights groups, read this and went well, that sounds like a reasonable idea. You know, we, we actually write down what it is that is our marriage agreement. And, you know, like infidelity. Is infidelity a reason for terminating this marriage? Is that called fault and termination of the marriage? And, and other questions like that. And all the men, like 99 out of 100, said, well, this sounds like a really good idea. Now, you know how many of the women thought it was a good idea, don't you? Precisely zero. I feel right. I I feel that women have, by the way that they're raised, a different relationship with what that type of agreement means, even biologically. Too bad you didn't bring a female onto the show today. That's too bad. <laughs> yeah. that, I wish I knew any but, women. <laughs> no thanks. At the, end, at the end of the day, zero women agreed that that was a good idea to take the government out of the marriage and to have the woman held responsible on the same level as the man for the agreement of the marriage. And to but, have- but, so, so do you, but do you think that there's a reason for that? Like that women do that? No, that they decided this. So that the governments have the divorce courts the way they are. Yeah. Like to favor women. Is it just to destabilize all of civilization or is it like... Yeah, there's a larger reason for it. There's a larger agenda and I'll get into that in a second. Oh, yeah, we still need the advice for this guy because he's about to get married. What's he going to... Well, yeah. And and what I did, that's what I produced. I produced a book and said, if two people want to get married, they can do this. On their own. And the men said, yeah, that sounds good. And all the women said, no, that sounds bad. I don't want to do that. Right? And... Uh, what I did, what I was doing then back in those days was running a service for people who wanted to get the government out of their marriage because the kids become part of that as well. Mm. So I did like four or five divorces for married couples where we took the government out of the marriage legally, right? And I also did a hostile divorce where the woman got nothing. But in terms of, nice. of today, you know, the courts are not going to respect any of this. The courts are just going to take you and throw you in jail if if uh, that's what they want to do well that's what i was thinking i'm like i could sign, <laughs> i could go home right now and be like hey uh angie listen 
I want to sign this paper with you and we're going to agree. Uh, but if she just decides like, oh, no, we're still going to get divorced or well, I'm not married. But like if it, if you decided to do this on your own, like if the courts don't recognize it and either one of the people in the relationship lean on the courts, it's still going to have the same outcome. Or I feel like. Yeah, yeah well, this is why I, I stood up against it. Yeah. My, what I did. What, what nobody had done before me was, well, let's go get the evidence and prove yeah, that yeah, the for courts sure. are committing crimes, right? Yeah. And in proving that the courts are committing crimes, then you can start addressing it. But without the proof of the criminality, men were just going around in circles and talking about it, right? Yeah. So, so what you've got is, you know, um, it's Tony, is it? Getting married? He's getting married? Yes, Tony. Yeah. Yeah, so Tony, you're thinking getting married, right? Yes, sir. Well, so what you're going to do is you're going to sign a contract with the government to that they own all the proceeds of your labor and they own the children and they can decide whatever it is that they want to do with them. That's what you're doing. You're you're making yourself a slave to the government by signing that. Yeah. I can see because of the consequences that come if it turns out to a divorce. Yeah. That's and the, that's the all, if of it, 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 yeah. Well, it's not a big if. It's like 90%. Well, I mean, I don't think it's 90%, but I'm going to – Yeah, it is. Well, it is now 90%. Well, if I'm confident, People, if I'm confident about it. Well, maybe he's part of that 10%. Is it 90% maybe, though? Maybe he is. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> People, People People getting married now. Will uh, get divorced roughly at the rate of ninety percent. That's the current forecast. So my fiance hates me for this, but I'm going to say it anyway because I think I have a solu- I have a solution. Um, Is it the final solution? No, probably Ooh. not. But I have a solution. For instance, I tell my fiance. I told her for four years now. Hey, if uh, when we get married, we're, you're signing a five hundred million dollar contract that if you ever leave me. You owe me that amount of money. <laughs> and, and, and if you can't pay it off for the rest of your life, it's okay. It'll go, it'll disappear. But you're going to owe me every year because you decided to leave me. Yeah. You know, I, t- I keep doing that to her and she hates it. Well, my, my thing is like, why not mandate a contract service every time someone gets married? And they had that choice to overlook all the details of the contract, but it'll be provided through a market system. The work private contractors come in to help the lawyers come in to help you, but the government provides this as as this a is what you'll be telling yeah. your girl, bro. Are conjugal visits on the uh, well, cause table for these contracts. Marriage, marriage cr- tax credits are very cool, bro. This is what you be telling your girl. <laughs> I want to buy a house, son. Is this like pillow talk? <laughs> but but the women won't sign it. Right? No, no, why no. Would, why would the women sign such a contract? No, it's a joke. When they get a much be- when they get a much better deal through the government. Well, that's the point. Let's make a mandated contract by law. That's my solution. No thanks. Mandate a law. <laughs> you can. You but can. The government. The government doesn't want that. The government wants to empower women to yeah, destroy the because he, he's kind of like because like, what he was saying is kind of like that. You know, which is you enter yeah, he, yeah, his, outside his, his of the solution. government. Yeah, I like know, that. I I think I think I it's cool. It a good I don't idea. Know. So why okay. do you think none of the women agree to it? Because they get a better deal by not agreeing to it. <laughs> That's <laughs> a, the power of persuasion. We got to persuade now. The best pretty, deal is no deal. Simple, isn't it? Yeah, it is. They get yeah. the political power, right? It's political they power. They money. use it. At what mm-hmm. point did they take over? When did this happen, Peter? It seems like I thought men were were in charge. 
We've been told every episode that we've had the patriarchy and like, like what, when did this happen to us? <laughs> like men have men have never been in charge, really. That's my Damn. theory. That's my theory. I've always been saying it. Everything a guy does, I don't care what bridge he built and what building he fucking built, he is doing it to get pussy. Yeah. On some level or another, it's pussy related. Science, Even if it's math, lack of pussy. If you run the military. Astrology. You're not, all it's to get not pussy. a woman running the military, man. No, it's not a woman <laughs> running the military, but, but it's, a guy, running, but it's got, a guy yeah. running the military for, dude, everything guy. Everything, you get some pussy. Everything great that's ever been done. He bombed little brown been kids at for the pussy. Very, it's been at the very least pussy adjacent. Hope yeah. the great woman next to a great man. That, that no, thing. not that. Just, that was a cliche. No, okay. man. It's, it's our biological imperative. <laughs> no, I get it. I'm, it. I'm pro nuclear. I'm yeah. pro family. I just don't want to buy into that Tony marriage B is a is dead pro end. Pro nuclear family. I didn't. Well, look, that Peter. You, Peter's warning you. Ninety yeah. <laughs> percent. If you if you look at if you look at pre eighteen hundred right mm. pre eighteen hundred. Um, life was a lot harder. You had to work a lot harder to, to grow your food, etc. Yeah. So pre-1800, life was a lot harder. Things improved from 1800 to 1945. And after 1945, you got a lot of mechanization came out of World War II, right? So pre-1800, your average adult woman was having you know, a number of children. Your average adult woman pre-1800 was not of the strength to even support herself of living on the land, right? The, the amount of effort you needed to put in to grow food and farm cattle and, and all the rest of it, the average adult woman couldn't, didn't have the strength to do that. So what did she need? She needed a man to do that, right? To do that manual labor because pre-1800, pre about 95% of the people in the Western world were engaged pretty much in food production. This was prior to the Industrial Revolution. So that was when women were strong? Well, no, the men were strong and the women weren't, weren't strong enough to even provide for themselves. Were so they, for were they ever strong? To, sorry? Were they ever strong enough? They were no, women were never strong enough to provide for themselves. Oh, man. Not, not in growing food without, without implements, without uh, machinery, right? I mean, you know, this is the days of having a, a plow behind a horse and uh, this yeah, sort of yeah. stuff. This is pre, pre-industrial revolution, right? And, and so a woman needed a man to get enough food for, to sustain her. And then if she wanted to have children, then he needed to labor hard enough to provide for the children as well. And so, you know, the, the it- whole contract of marriage was the whole contract of marriage in nuclear family was about getting the man to labor far past his own needs to provide for the woman and her children. Well, wasn't it's marriage just kind of was marriage just kind of put there together to sustain the society long enough for the like Christian monarchy thing to kind of work like and propagate itself? Like, wasn't that part of, of those power structures? Well, not only that, a biological necessity. Yeah, biological it was, necessity. It was biological. It was, that, it was necessary. Yep. Oh, the, Pre-1800, the it was necessary to pretty much enslave the man and work him as hard as he could possibly work. I thought that's when women to, didn't have rights. Damn it. To provide for the, the women and children. And no, that's not true. Women had plenty of rights. The women only, the women only had a subjugation of rights to her husband or her father, right? Okay. So... The, 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 what women talk about as 
women don't have rights is when you married, yeah. the man was the man was held responsible for the welfare of the woman and children. The man was held responsible for the woman's actions. And so the man had authority over the woman. So, for example, if a woman went into a shop and stole something, the man would be put in jail, not the woman. Like a child. Damn, that's terrible. Right. No, not, not right. Yeah, yeah, it's terrible. What's going on with the Patriot? Where's the worst? <laughs> where's our privilege? Yeah, where's, where's well, that's, what's that's going like on? property. That's, that's like property. That's your dog. Hey, your dog did this. You're getting arrested. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what that is. I like uh, these quotes. Women. I know these quotes are going to resurface on you, man. <laughs> yeah. And so, because because the man was responsible, oh, then shit. that's what they called the women lost her rights. But if a woman wasn't married. She had no lesser rights than a man if she wasn't married. Mm. That, and, that's, uh, and you can go into the Bible and you can find passages talking about women owning property, right? Women talk about, well, women weren't allowed to own property. Well, they were unless they were married. When they were married, it became the man's property. So are women the true oppressors of mankind? No, the elders of the society are the true oppressors. Okay. Because the elders of the societies knew the young men had to be enslaved, basically. That's how societies ran. And it was necessary. It was in any human community of relatively small, it was necessary for the men to labor hard to provide for the women and children because living was hard. Growing enough food and providing for the women and children was hard work. And it was necessary. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so the whole idea of the love story and all the rest—it was all necessary. So, so really, what we are under the thumb of is the matriarchy. Yeah, I don't think it works that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so the larger agenda—you said, yeah. "Well, why are the courts like this?" And we uh, we talked in the Facebook group about Committee of Three Hundred, etc. So, yeah. why are the courts like this? Well, one of the issues is there's 7 billion people on the planet, right? Now, a lot, of, a lot of people believe that the European aristocracy just somehow magically disappeared after World War I. Yeah, yeah. If, if, we, were sitting around, if we were sitting around in 1800, we would be absolutely certain that there was a thing called the European aristocracy, and if we said too much about the king, he'll cut our head off. We'd be pretty sure of that in 1800, right? That the the kings, the monarchs uh, ruled the world pretty much with an iron fist and their reach in 1800 was very broad. Yeah. You're thinking about the, you know, the the various empires of the European aristocracy. Well, the European aristocracy was all inbred. They all, they all married each other, et cetera. And, and, and what most people believe is that Oh, just after World War One, just somehow the European aristocracy just disappeared after this big war, right? Because they became much less visible after World War One. Yeah. But they didn't disappear. They just you know, went out of the public eye for the most part, except for Queen Elizabeth. Like the British royal family yeah. is still very prominent, right? And they just went out of the public eye, but they still run the place. Yeah. And, and their view of the world is, well, there's just too many people here. There's, there's now like 7 billion people here. 
and we just want we want less people. Now, if you look at pre eighteen hundred, what was the fatality rate in children being born? It was about thirty percent. Yeah, just children died before they were five years old. So it was like a healthy then, amount. Sorry, it was like a healthy amount. Yeah, it was. It was about a third. Yeah, you know, depending on areas, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But it was a lot of children died uh, during childbirth or the first year of life, right? And then you look at the hard work that was happening to produce food. How many men died you know, in accidents producing food, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera. Lots. So the the death rate and the the fatality of infant rate was fairly high, and so the the population was fairly stable for or growing very slowly yeah. over the those 18 let's take you know 0 AD to 1800 yeah the population growth was very slow and some people postulate there was about a billion people in the world at 1800 right now yes. for whatever reason the european aristocracy introduced uh, technology such as running water fresh water Sewage, proper sewage, taught people about proper sewage and things like that. And as soon as you had fresh running water and proper sewage, the population started, excuse me, population started growing dramatically, right? And by 1900, there there was talk (coughs) about uh, two billion people or something else like that, two, two and a half. And then after World War II, we had, you know, penicillin and more medicines and things like that. And the population just started exploding after World War Two, right? So you now these people who consider we're running the planet, it's our planet. You guys, you serfs out there, you know, you, you're consuming too many of our resources, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We have to find ways of persuading you to not breed like rabbits, right? So, <laughs> yeah. what are the ways that the the ruling committee of three hundred picked? to have people not breed like rabbits. Well, they introduced, they, they did all this in the 50s. They worked all this out in the 50s. So in the 60s, this is why you saw the 60s be such a radical change. You had the introduction of the birth control pill, which was one of the biggest changes in uh, relationships between men and women. Uh, so the birth control pill made a massive change in how things went. And then you had the the, the whole free love t- area. Then you started to have the introduction of the idea of abortion. The, you know, in the 1960s, the idea of an abortion was abhorrent, right? And now it's quite well accepted. Yeah. You had the introduction of you know, gay rights and, and all the rest of it. And everything that's been everything that's been done has been done to the agenda of we have to slow down the birth rate and then we have to start reducing the population. So the larger agenda is uh, population reduction and the population reduction agenda is their number one agenda item. They have other agenda items, but it's the number one agenda item. Do so you ask the question, why are the divorce courts the way they are? Because you can't stop women from wanting to have babies. That's a very normal, natural thing for a woman to want, right? So if you're going to have less babies born, what you have to do is make the, make the process of forming families and having children so abhorrent and destructive to the men that the men start deciding they don't want to do it anymore. 
And that's kind of where we are now, the MIGTO movement and things like that. And the men are saying, well, this is so risky that I just don't want to do it anymore. It's not worth it anymore. So that, that larger agenda is at work. That's why you're seeing redefinition of terms and you know, gender reassignment and, and all these things. Gender confirmation. Based? Gender confirmation. And you're seeing this dysphoria of, of redefinition of terms, etc. It's all aimed at confusing people and having less babies born, basically. But it's all aimed at. So what is the true nature of women? Well, this is, uh, I did a story in my book um, called uh, How Are Men Enslaved? And it's the story of Og and Ogette. So, and the, the young guys love this story because it makes things simple and clear. So, so let's say you're living in a small community many thousands of years ago, uh, you know, like a hundred people in the small community, the caveman community, you've just discovered fire and you've got pointy sticks for spears, etc., etc. okay? And you've got all these kids running around and they've got to be provided for. And you've got these women who can't, uh, protect, even, can't even run out of sight of a predator. You know, your average saber-toothed tiger is going to chase down a woman and eat her, right? I Let's say so. you're living in that environment. So what are you going to do in that environment? What are you going to do? You have to make the young men be willing to go out and hunt the woolly mammoth because the woolly mammoth, if you kill a woolly mammoth, well, that's meat for a month for the whole tribe, right? But any individual man, he could go out and hunt a rabbit or something else like that and kill it. And that's enough food for him, but it's not enough food for the women and the children. So you've got to hunt the woolly mammoth. But what's the problem with the woolly mammoth? Well, the woolly mammoth doesn't like being hunted, right? And it's big <laughs> and it's dangerous, <laughs> right? So, but it's meat for a month for the tribe. So the old man persuade the young man that you've got to go hunt the woolly mammoth. Well, what's a young man going to go hunt a woolly mammoth? What, what, what inducement does he need to hunt a woolly mammoth? Pussy. Well, yeah. well he, needs, he needs to have that special <clears throat> one that is going to love him forever ever and bear his children because uh, his special one is entirely different to all the other women in the in the tribe right they're different <laughs> and and so they've got to invent the love story so that the the young men will love the woman and they're told the woman loves him back and that's his incentive to go and hunt the woolly but, mammoth but yeah. isn't wouldn't survival instinct be an incentive no but yeah, but, but yes. isn't, <laughs> yeah. isn't there a biological imperative mm -hmm. or biological drive even if it's in like our, our psychological makeup that we're we're that's just what we do we, we hey, you're asking for it <laughs> <laughs> we we yearn for it like there's this is the insatiable appetite thing you know like isn't just that what people Satiable do appetite. yeah i want to make babies <laughs> well, yeah, that's what people yes do. well well young men young men do like to have sex i will i will grant you that i was a young man at one point in time but we don't most young men don't yearn for having children. Most young men have are flooded with hormones and would like to have sex, right? I like a cream pie. The, the idea of having children and, and raising children is something that comes later, and it's a, a more of a cultural thing. Yeah. So you have this little tribe, right? You have this little tribe, 
And for the tribe to most easily, most readily survive, the young men have to be persuaded that their, their special woman, the one that they're married to, she's special. She's one of a kind. She's your soulmate. She's in love with you. All those stories that you've heard, right? Yeah. And, and she's different to every other woman in the tribe. And every man somehow has got this special one from the tribe, right? Yeah. So let's say, let's say one day, um, you know, Og, Og and the boys go out to hunt the woolly mammoth, right? And the woolly mammoth doesn't like being hunted, and he manages to stomp on Og and stomp Og to death, right? Yeah. So the men come back, and they've got the woolly mammoth, and Ogette is, oh, my Og, oh, my Og, where is my Og? You know, hooray, we've got food for a month. We're surviving for another month. But where's Og? And the other men tell Og, tell her, tell Ogette, well, Og got stomped on by the woolly mammoth, but he fought hard and he's a great hero and he's very brave and we're going to drink this funny stuff that makes us feel good and celebrate the passing of Og, right? And, and so, you know, they celebrate the passing of Og and all the rest of it. But what is Ogette to do? What, what is she to do? She needs somebody to take responsibility for her and her children. The next thing is the, uh, you know, the now single mother is sidling up to the next young warrior who's not married yet, going, oh, you're a big, strong man, aren't you? Right? <laughs> and, and so what's the, what's the true nature of women? The true nature of women is they're smaller and weaker and less able to physically support themselves out in the world. They want children, and it's their children. They're not your children. And they just want somebody to um, protect and provide for them. My That's what God. they want. And they'll say and do whatever it takes to get it. The best thing that I can do is just fulfill your fantasy and just, like, <laughs> allow you to experience that. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so, so unfortunately, the, the true nature of women, have you, there's, a, there's an essay by Arthur Schopenhauer called On Women, which is right on the money, which is exactly the true nature of women. And the true nature of women is they're smaller, they're weaker, they're wily, and they, their number one weapon is deception. And they will <laughs> yeah. say whatever's necessary to get what it is that they need. I'm a progressive. Well... <laughs> That's that's um, last. I think it was two episodes ago. The, there was a chick here telling us that men are stupid. <laughs> yeah. No, we yeah. are. Based yeah, on this are. theory, we yeah. are idiots. Well, yeah. If they if they manage to do all of this to us, then we must be pretty dumb. <laughs> well, a lot of a lot of men, you know, a lot of men don't want to believe that the woman that they love sincerely doesn't love them at all, and is just is just lying to you. To get what it is that you want, you don't want to believe that. It's a very nasty surprise to wake up to, right? Jesse Lee Peterson asked one of the ladies if, <laughs> if women could love. <laughs> no, not Jesse. Yeah, yeah, Jesse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's pretty good. Can and, a woman truly you know, love? They say I love you, but that means I love what you provide for me. Doesn't mean I love you, right? No, so when a woman loses her husband, she has to be able to, by necessity, in the past, has to be able to, quote, transfer her love very readily to the next young og 
is going to go out and hunt the woolly mammoth next uh-huh. month, right? <laughs> that's what he, that's what she has to do. So just basically, if you are going to get married, don't get stomped by the woolly mammoth. Amazing. <laughs> that's the that's the deal. Yeah. I mean, I think both sexes can be willy mammoths. I don't think it's exclusively women. No, there's Based women. On the legal system is explaining. There's, there's I women and men, but the woolly mammoth is not one. Uh, of no, those. fuck that. I'm the woolly mammoth. No, you're not. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> like, I, I'm not gonna fall into that narrative. Like, I, I don't believe that it's gonna happen to me, and it does happen. I, I have to sympathize. Like that, that shit's gotta change. But the thing is that we need each other. Well, can, this, it, can it that's change? That's it. That's fact. That's biological fact. We need each other. How are we going to continue our species if we, we, we single each other out like, oh, your side is all fucked up? <laughs> like, what the? No. We've done pretty good so far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've managed to make seven billion of ourselves. Yeah. So we, there's seven billion good. people on the planet, <laughs> and there's plenty of people doing, what reprodu- doing what's necessary to reproduce people. So the argument, how are we going to have our species go forward if we don't do something or other is a non-starter. The species will go forward because men and women will have sex and produce babies, regardless. Unless you fap to yourself. In America, there's a problem. (laughs) 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 Is that a segue? (laughs) There is is this depopulation agenda. And they do want less people. I have a question and about way- that, though, because that, that's, um, that's interesting. I actually am interested in that theory. But what, the, what about the immigrants? The immigrants are having babies like crazy. The Muslims are having babies like crazy. Oh, hell yeah. So the, the point is, is that they are trying to depopulate, but they're have, allowing the immigrants to have all these babies. Third world countries continue. I'm confused. Well, they're that- trying to stop it. And poor people just like to fuck. So only if you start, uh, you stop a certain population, but you enable well, another. A it's, it's a it's a plan. You got to trust the yeah. plan. Wouldn't it work better but if you? It's going to that 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 vast increase of in in particular Muslims, but it's not only Muslims. Like Hindu Indians also reproduce like crazy, right? That's creating uh, a cultural clash, and it's going to create civil unrest. What about and markets? You- what about markets? I'm interested <laughs> about markets. Whoa, whoa. You know, you know, hey, listen, I don't want to dive deep into fuck you. It's a committee of 300. Committee of 300. What do you want to know about the committee of 300? <laughs> that's, no, that, I just want to leave it on that. That's like, it? I'm interested in looking into it because I'm interested in markets. How do markets influence the depopulation? Oh, well, I mean. What, what do you mean? How do the markets influence it? Well, let's think about wealth and how it's, uh, it's spread out. Who is having the most babies if it's low income? Are the highest incomes having the most babies? So what, what does the markets have? What variable does that play? Right. Should, are, is our neoliberal system ideal? I already told you, poor people like to fuck. No, no, no but that, I, I'm thinking... That's all they can do. I'm thinking deeper in the political agenda, the economic agenda. Why is it beneficial for poor people to fuck? That way you have a, a class of poor people to do fucking... To pick your fruits. So are they trying to depopulate? <laughs> talked about this Are earlier. they trying to depopulate then? No, you, you control... You can't... You can't have, like, it's like the whole getting rid of the middle class. You know, you have to get rid of the middle class because the middle class is, is an un, like it's, it's an unpredictable variable. Yeah, yeah. You're a nuisance, damn it. <laughs> well, yeah, basically, yeah. you know, but that, that lower class is, is necessary. So what you don't want is these people who are in that, right in that bracket where they could have children comfortably, you know, but poor people need to pr- reproduce if we're going to keep the status quo and shit. That means you should get pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I will. I mean, the... 
the markets are well and truly control, etc. And what you what you'll have is you'll start getting more and more civil unrest. And you, you've seen all this happen already in places like Sweden. If if you look at Sweden, Sweden's kind of out there a few years in front of everybody else. And, you know, they've, they've had a couple of hundred bombs set off in Sweden this year. Yeah. Uh, the rapes and murders are way up, et cetera, et cetera. And this can't go on. So sooner or later, there's going to be conflict. And in that conflict, uh, you'll get um, a move on in the – depopulation program but they're not going to do the depopulation program as a, a big massive war like they tried with world war one and world war two they'll just keep grinding and grinding and grinding away oh, that makes sense. that's kind of what's going on which is why when people say well we need to get the governments to rewrite the divorce laws or we need to get the governments to do something well the government's agenda is a committee of 300 agenda which is depopulation so they're going to do what they're told and the evidence of this is, you know, I've been in uh, correspondence with lots of different people from lots of different governments over a long time, uh, and their answer was to throw my ass in jail. Are the <laughs> committee are the committee of three hundred like, you know, like the Illuminati, like the bloodlines, like these people that have been identified as that before? Well, the Illum there's a thing called the Bavarian Illuminati, which yeah. is a subgroup, right? Okay. It's a, it's a group that was set up to carry out certain functions um, by the then European aristocracy, right? The but it, it goes back a, a long way because you have the Freemasons. Everyone talks about the Freemasons. Yeah. But where the Freemasons came from was back in Egyptian times, you had the pharaohs and the pharaohs wanted uh, pyramids built and the pyramids were built by the Masons yeah. and the Masons were privileged by the pharaohs. So, you know, that's 3,000, 4,000 years ago. That whole power structure goes back. Yeah. And so the bloodlines come from that history. Now, you can go back the, the three or 4,000 years, but does it really matter, right? Because all these structures it, were set but, up. But it's the, the same bloodlines people. Have come through. It's the same people, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it a, it's a descendants. Okay, cool. Yeah, and then, so one of the ladies told us, we you know, we'll get you on with her one of these days, is that... Um, that it's these, these people come from the Atlanteans. That's her theory. Yeah, there's a, there's a guy called Michael Sarian, and he wrote a very good book called Atlantis and the Alien Intervention. And there's another guy called Lloyd Pye who wrote a book and called Everything You Know Is Wrong. And the argument is, that the Michael Sarian argument is that the Atlanteans actually came from another planet yeah. and came here and colonized uh, Earth, and then genetically and Neanderthals into Homo sapiens. That's Lloyd Pye's oh, theory. Uh, that's Michael Sarin's theory. Do you and think? Do you think Atlantean women were better? I have, I have no idea. I, they got I mean, the, the, the whole, the whole who came first thing, the, the gods that people talk about, yeah. and all the rest of it. <laughs> you know, they. Uh -huh. um, the argument is that uh -huh. they were non Homo sapiens, right? Yeah. So you know. So I they had no been... gender, probably, or maybe well, I don't that's. Know. But, I mean, yeah, they were like they were like they're trying to do what we're trying to. They were they were, they were what we're we're trying to be. We're trying to be like these like, a uh, one colored genderless fucking big head. That's what we're trying to get. Yeah. This progress. Yeah. See, there see there are two schools. The You're either that or fucking everybody lives separate. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, what, what one of the agendas today, <laughs> well, just stepping back, the, the, the theory is that um, Homo sapiens were genetically engineered from Neanderthals. And yeah. I actually agree with that theory. I think that's a, what happened. But I don't have any opinion about whether the people who did it were from here, from a prior civilization yeah. like the Atlanteans, or whether they came from another place. I don't know. Yeah. And I'm out on that, right? Because how can you prove it? Like Michael Sarian presents a lot of circumstantial evidence, but it's not proof that that's what happened. But there is proof that we were genetically engineered. And yeah. there's no doubt that we were genetically engineered in my mind, right? right? So if we were genetically engineered, whoever did the genetic engineering is a lot smarter than we are, right? Did, 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 they, did they have the whole woman thing figured out when they were engineering women? Oh, they just thought, yeah. like, we got to make sure these are a little superior. Yeah, just a little <laughs> bit, you know. Just well, a little bit smarter. Interestingly, it's interesting that you say that because the, a part of the genetic engineering uh, with human babies, you understand that human babies are the only baby in the world that takes like five to seven years <laughs> before they're actually able to protect themselves to any sort of extent. Yeah. yeah. Right? I don't know. Have you? I mean, I grew up in the country and I've seen sheep and cows born, right? Have you ever seen a sheep or a cow born? No. No. Well, they can walk in about four hours. Yeah, yeah. They stand up and walk in about four hours. After two days, they can keep up with the, the parents, right? Mm. Two days after they're born. Well, how long does it take uh, a human child to be able to keep up with the parents? Stupid babies. I know, right? Yeah, it's about seven or eight years, right? Yeah. And the, the, the head size of the baby, compared to every other animal, uh, the head size of a human baby is very large, compared to how the baby is born, right? And if we were the most uh, advanced animal on the planet, this would be very dumb ideas, the, the way that the human baby is born. But as opposed so, to what? what? Wouldn't, isn't just the amount of things that we could do, isn't that the reason why, why we take so long to develop? Because, I mean, yeah, like all these animals could walk in two days but they're fucking useless too <laughs> they have no possible uh -huh. thumbs or consciousness uh -huh. they're not useless they have a purpose <laughs> i'm gonna say it they, they no. just were genetically superior dogs dogs are quite smart like but dogs. not smart enough to build skyscrapers <laughs> and have podcasts <laughs> and do podcasts and build internet <laughs> so, uh. you know, human beings have a a very large brain by mm -hmm. comparison to their body size. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, how did we get this large brain? It didn't just evolve. It didn't just happen. It was, it was engineered to be that way. Mm. And it was engineered to be that way so that we'd make good compliant slaves. And the women, the women, uh, I don't know if you know, do you know that the, the amount of gray matter, in a man's brain is nine times the amount of gray matter in a woman's brain, and the woman's brain is 18% smaller on average than a man's brain. Do you know that? I've heard about that. I thought that was yeah. because and, of the size of the human being. Women's and are women smaller. have um, nine times more white matter in their brain da, than da, men da, da. do. What was white matter do? Uh, memory. White matter is memory. Oh, that's how they can always remember shit that you did. <laughs> well, they can always remember stuff. Yeah. 
That's interesting. Some right? shit you did I do get a lot ago. of shit about not remembering things. Yeah, every every woman can remember everything that ever happened in your relationship. <laughs> you and I, you and I, we can barely remember where we put our car keys, right? Oh, man. You've noticed this, right? Yeah, the, you know, this is why they got us. So I, I, today, I'd stop believing in the patriarchy. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but... You know, why Why are women the way they are and why are men the way they are? Because it's necessary to to raise the children, yeah, to raise the, to to raise make, the babies. Make more Neanderthal like, babies. Yeah, if you, if you think about monkeys, right? Think about monkeys or chimpanzees or something else like that. A female monkey can escape a predator by just running up a tree. And the, the baby monkey can hang on to the mother monkey at birth. So the female and the baby can escape predators at the time of the baby's birth. How about the male right? monkey? Yeah. Well, the male monkeys can escape predators easily as oh, well. Okay. They just run up a tree, right? Oh, yeah. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're saying like, like, fem- like female humans can't escape up the tree. Yeah. Now, your average female human can't climb a tree for a start <laughs> and certainly can't climb a tree with a baby under one arm, right? And the baby's... The baby can't hang on to the mother. So your average female human being and female and, and human children are completely defenseless. I mean, most much. Americans can't climb a what tree. What about Black Widow, though? I don't think anyone in this room could climb a tree. Scarlett Johansson can. Scarlett Johansson? She can. She Scarlett can Johansson can climb a tree. Yeah, yeah. She's bad. Oh, you, you, can, man. <laughs> you can see that. You can see that the average adult woman uh, with two or three babies is relatively defenseless against any predator, right? Yeah. Your average saber-toothed tiger is going to have a good meal on a woman and a couple of children. That's why every woman should have a gun. Yeah. That's Tony B supports the <laughs> second Can you imagine? <laughs> Look how much damage they've done with, with no guns. Now we're going to give them guns. Yeah. And so, so men, uh, it's necessary for the man to, the role of men has been to protect and provide, right? It's necessary for men to protect and provide for the small community of human beings to survive. It was simply necessary. Now there's 7 billion of us. It's a little bit different, right? Well, dude, that's, that, what are you, are you going to get, you, are you ready for this shit, man? For the getting married and the... Yes, I'm, I'm yeah. game. I think we could transform the society there you into go. the utopia what? from Netflix. <laughs> I mean, prime, prime video that we all deserve. There you go. <laughs> well, look, we got to talk to Andy. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, but this is this is why men are pushing shit uphill because there's an agenda to to cause men to not want to get married, and not they, want to have children. There's an agenda running. Luckily enough, one of our guests will never have children. Hey, you don't want any gay. You don't want any that has no. That's well, a preference. On. Let me let me bust yeah. into your shit. It's a really preference quick. to keep making assumptions about Andy. It's not fair. Yeah, <laughs> yes. that's not he likes to do. <laughs> And why'd you pick this song? Why not? Why are we talking well, about the gay, song? There are gay guys <laughs> adopting children. Elton John and his and his quote husband adopted a kid. Did they? <laughs> <laughs> Tony's dying. Oh god. Well, I mean being gay you still can have a child. Tony B laughs at gay adopt, people. But <laughs> I approved this message. <laughs> but anyway. it's just my personal preference of not having it. <laughs> Okay, but 
So, yeah, but for Tony, I understand a lot of young guys would like to get married and have kids, and it's a very difficult position that you're in now, right? <laughs> no, no, I, I feel confident. I'm telling yeah, he's you. he's good, um, he's good. The way I establish, I'm so I'm a social work profession. I'm a, I like politics, so my I, I try to understand a human being as best as possible. Hey, and listen, I, we're supposed to be it. understanding yeah, yeah, Andy that's right it. now. That's my thing, so I'm confident. I'll leave it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we, we could we could talk about that right now, but we're talking to Andy. Andy, well, Peter, I'll, what's up? I'll MIU or whatever oh, it's called. MIU. <laughs> he'll, he'll sneak in your DMs. Yeah. That one. <laughs> Don't leave him on red. I think it's <laughs> All right, Andy. <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> so, what a segue. There's no there's no good way to segue. It's like good segue. Yeah. yeah good transition. I tried with the Andy not having kids, but then you guys called me homophobic. Who called <laughs> I mean, he doesn't want to have kids. Why don't, don't you want to have kids? I don't. Because there's so many people? No, it's just because they're little fucking shit machines. <laughs> yeah, Fair enough, yeah. But you I, were, I can barely survive on my own, and I got to wait for a little shit here for 18 years. Now nah, I'm good. Yeah. That's a pretty simple solution. <laughs> like, nope. I'll probably be one of those people that go on on the news for beating their child. Oh, wow. They'll take them. You want to listen to little motherfucker? I brought you in. I would take you out. I don't believe Bow, man. Bow, bow. Do you abuse children now? (laughs) It's not about abusing. It's about discipline. Do you discipline children now? Uh, Yeah. So you'd be running around hitting kids and shit? My blood, Yeah. This guy's beating I up know, children. Just admitting, admitting to beating children. It's not about beating. Is no, 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 no. When I was younger, discipline. all my mom had to do is give us one look, and we knew. You're gonna give a little papao. Give a little papao. Exactly. And you with knew. my nieces and nephew, give them one look. They know. Was it because you got a couple beatings before you got the look? I never got hit actually. Nah. No. So was the look just the look worked? Yeah, because it would take my my uh, salary or my. Um, your allowance? Away, yeah. Your allowance? Mi domingo. That's have. what they call the domingo, the Sunday? Yeah, that you never got a domingo? It's called no. an allowance. We're white. Poor child. Sounds like privilege. I never got no allowance. You got what? Three out of four at least. My allowance lasted like that experiment was like a month, maybe two. And then I was all like, no, that's a bad idea. Peter's, well, old, my, Peter's older than us. I didn't get no allowance. It was just like whenever I needed money, I just asked my parents. Oh, that's a Sunday? Oh. Every day's a Sunday for me. Oh, look at that. Dude, Ice cream Sunday. I wanted a skateboard, and they, my grandpa took me to work, and I had to carry uh, cement bricks to get a skateboard. Base. Fucking allowance. How dare you? Anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> look at how he turned out with that allowance. Yeah. No, it I didn't work. <laughs> Yeah, both of them. They're privileged. Look at you got I an said, allowance. I Tony. said that experiment only lasted like a month or two. Yeah, right. Tony, you got an allowance? Yeah, I got an allowance. Yeah. Uh you know what? I remember it's like the Bernstein Bears theory. I remember my maximum was ten dollars. <laughs> but a I salary think in cap. reality it was five dollars. That was my ta- that was my cap. And then I I got a job. They put a salary cap I, on his ass, dude. Yeah, dude. That's why he's a liberal now. <laughs> what is fair tax? I'm a radical leftist. Get it yeah, right. Yeah, he's a radical leftist. <laughs> anyway, Andy's a radical leftist, aren't you, Andy? No. You don't believe in politics, man? <laughs> no. Are you going to vote? Probably not. Why not? For what? For Trump. Really? Yeah. <laughs> First of all, that's the last person I would vote for. Oh, why not? Why not, dude? We're fucked either way. Okay. 
What a, that's the easy yeah. answer. But what about Yeezy though? I'm writing in Kanye West on my ballot. Those Wrong. are going to be just thrown out. And why? Why? Because I believe in Kanye West, man. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. He wants a million dollars to raise a baby. <laughs> yeah. Ant- <laughs> anti-abortion stance. Hey, you know what? I admire him for being anti-abortion. And a and million he- dollars if you raise the baby? Oh, it's not plausible. But he I said it, admire, though. <laughs> I admire his, chi- I don't his know. childhood win. How his much? Look, win. If, we have, if we have so much money for the military-industrial complex. For real. Can we can we put a couple of them dollars in a million dollars per per happy fucking uh, uh like a couple of family that raises his child? Oh god! Or at least in the underprivileged, right? In the underprivileged communities, who are already having a bunch of kids anyway. But every household, though, I don't know how many of them are going to be. It got to be all of them, man. When you, you can't have, have that hatred when, when, amongst wrong, each other, when you <laughs> have when, when you have populations that have you know we're talking about ninety percent. Divorce rate, that means a bunch of single, you know, parents fucking raising kids right, and shit. Single parents too, man. What? What about them? I no, mean, I'm just saying what you were saying. So you give them a million bucks to stay together. Like, how, how many of them are still going to be single parents anyway? Oh, it sounds like a good investment. Try it out, man. Oh, yeah, I'm in for it. All right, for sure. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's why I'm writing in Kanye, yeah, Kanye West. Kanye West. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I brought it up. Andy? <laughs> so you're not you're not going in? So you're not going to vote? No. At all? That's cool. It's your right, dude. It's your right yeah. to vote. Don't let nobody shame you for not voting. I know. Democracy is a lie. election day? Democracy is a lie. I don't even know when election Look, day is. Look, all the women tricked the men into fucking doing all this no, shit right. anyway. I know. I won't tell you. <laughs> Isn't it like the second Tuesday of November or something like it's that? It's the third. You're close. Or something like that. Yeah. The third. The third. It's all right. She's gonna be the same. I promise. Exactly. I promise. Anyway, but we were gonna we were gonna talk about fucking you you getting shot, basically. Fucking you Trigger. brought up because I asked I asked you what do you want to talk about. That's what you told me. Yeah, like literally thirty minutes before we had to be here. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean that's a good topic. I've never gotten shot. Like, oh, let me think about this. You picked that shit out of a hat. <laughs> yeah, that was the easy. Right, What's like, the easiest thing to talk about? Let me tell you about my gangster life. I got shot. Yeah, never a gangster. You were gangbanging? Uh, no. At eleven years old, really? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Nowadays, sure. yeah, but nowadays back then too. Shit, what are you talking about? No, it's common. In the nineties? Well, I don't know. I guess I just never saw. Yeah, that. you were just a good. You were a good kid, man. Yeah, wow. a good guy. So what happened? Dude? I was caught in the crossfire, I guess. You were, crossfire. You were chilling because you. I've heard you tell part of the story before. You were chilling in front of your house, right? Uh, I was actually walking up yeah. my porch to go inside my house. Uh, it was. It was actually twenty years ago in September. Yeah. Uh, I was eleven years old. I was carrying my thirteen-month-old niece. Like, um, I had her sitting on my hip on the left side, yeah. so her leg was going across my stomach. And uh, on my last step to, like, go on the flat part of the porch, uh, they were, like, uh, down the street, like a city block down. Uh, they were shooting, and it was a straight bullet that hit my niece and I. Damn. So when I heard the the gunshots, like, you know, my reaction was just, like, I turned around towards the noise, and the bullet ended up going through my niece's knee and then into my stomach. Mm. And then it went through me. Um, there's bits and parts that I don't remember. I guess I blacked them out. Um, but at that time, I guess, uh, my brother was standing across the street, uh, my niece's father. And he told me that 
he found it odd that I literally just dropped Viviana down. Like, obviously, you know, like I shot like all my strength just yeah. went away. And I was wearing my school uniform still, so I had the white shirt. So, like, when I turned around, he's seeing, like, the whole blood on my shirt. And then he, like, ran down the street saying, like, my brother got shot, my brother got shot. And from what I was told is that I was trying to pick up my niece Viviana still, um, trying to, like, pick her up off the floor. Uh, and I guess that I couldn't. And then I stumbled into my house. So, yeah. like, I opened the door and I fell like, right there in the doorway. And, like, I was holding on to, like, my... Uh, uh, I guess the gunshot wound. Um, I was screaming, and I remember my mom, she was going to beat my ass. She thought that I was playing around. Like, you know, yeah. like, mommy, I got shot. Mommy, I got shot. And when she see, she told me that when she seen my face that I was white. Yeah. Um, Did, do you remember feeling it? Did you feel it? You don't feel it as you feel the pain afterwards. Like once, like once you're in the hospital and all that shit. No, no, you no, mean no, just no, like, no, like, like in, you don't initially, you know, like not when, not when the bullet goes through you, but like as you're like falling out and shit like that. Like, do you feel it the whole time? I remember the pain after I realized what was going on. Like, I knew I got shot. Yeah, and it was just like you know how like they brand the cows with like the little thing. Yeah, like imagine just someone branding you and it's going through your body like nonstop, like just in and out, in and out, in and out. Imagine. Like the it, bullet is hot. Yeah, like yeah. you know, like it was just burning. Um, and then I remember my mom, like when I took my hands off, like 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 I remember just my hands all covered in blood. Yeah, and that's when I seen my mom, and when I saw my mom's reaction, that's like, oh, I'm dead, you know. Yeah, like I was a kid. Like I looked to my mom, like if she's that worried, then you know, like <laughs> I'm dead. Crazy. Yeah. And she started, like, going crazy. And at the time, nobody knew that Viviana got shot either. Because mm. everybody assumed that her blood on her pants were my, was my blood. Um, and I remember my friend's mom from the street came. And they were trying to calm my mom down. And I'm just, like, trying to breathe and holding my wound. And I remember um, my brother's ex came down and picked up Viviana. She was like, what the fuck is going on? And... My friend's mom's like, go check uh, Viviana's leg. She has blood. They're like, oh, no, it's Andy's blood. So, but she lifted her pants, and when they saw the hole through her leg, like, she fell to her knees screaming, like, my baby got shot. And then when I heard that, like, like, I blamed myself, like, you know, like, I thought that she was going to die. Yeah. Like, so, on top of being shot and thinking that my niece was gonna die because of my fault like you know i was thinking like oh you know if i would have never carried her like she would this would have never yeah. happened like all right there in that moment that's what you were thinking about yeah it's like you know like like that it's a baby like yeah you know um and then i remember um the paramedics uh get well my neighbor came and he's like oh don't move because you don't know if the bullet's still in you and all that stuff you know yeah um and I just remember the paramedics getting there, like, when they put me on the stretcher thing. Yeah. Um, like, I remember when they lifted me, like, you can hear, like, how much blood was just tripping off the floor. And, like, I like there was a whole bunch of, like, a puddle of blood right there in my doorway. And I remember, like, the paramedic's name was Mike. Yeah. He's like, oh, what's your name? He's trying to, trying to calm me down. And I just remember telling him that I didn't want to die. And, I mean, it, it, was, it was intense. It was just... Like all I remember was like a real quick uh, uh, drive to Mount Sinai, yeah. And then like you know, as soon as I went into the uh, surgery room, like they put the mask and 
Like that's it. Well, you remember the whole thing to that point and shit. What do you mean? Like you remember? So you remember getting shot? You remember getting picked up by the ambulance? Yeah. The drive there, showing up at the hospital, and then boom, like that's it. Yeah, like. I mean, obviously, the initial shock of being shot, like in that during that whole process, like that was like a blink of an eye. Uh, but the aftermath seemed like forever, like because after the surgery, well, yeah. Um, I remember that after my surgery, they they took me by the 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 waiting room, and you know, like obviously, it was on the news that that by that time, and all my family like literally filled the whole fucking waiting room. Yeah, like my teachers were there and everything, and I just remember like barely being able to remember who exactly was there but like uh, me opening my eyes and like the nurse is like oh you know your family's right there yeah and then um like after that like i just remember waking up in my room like that same night and then like i saw my sixth grade teacher there miss taylor and she was like you know like rubbing my head she's like are you okay and i'm like uh uh-uh. like you know obviously like it was yeah. all drugged up and yeah i was like I was pretty much knocked out on meds for, like, almost two weeks. How? So you got hit in the stomach. That's, like, fucking lethal. Like, how close were you to dying? Did they ever tell you, like, what they had to do to, like... They had to reconstruct my colon. Uh, <laughs> reconstruct my colon. Mm-hmm. Uh, they told me, had I not been carrying my niece, I would have died. Yeah. Because since the bullet hit her first, she took the pressure off the bullet. Yeah. Uh, so the doctors pretty much said that she took the hit, but I took the damage. Yeah. Because she was in the hospital for three days because they only went through her baby fat. Yeah. And I was in the hospital for like seven seven weeks. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, that had to, um, I remember like they stitched it. I had two surgeries. The first initial surgery was uh, obviously the emergency one. And they had stapled me shut. And then I had to go into like two days after that, like I had to go into another surgery because it got infected. So they had to leave it open to close by itself. And, you know, obviously, like, again, like, the after recovering process, I feel like that was more, more will fuck me up in the head, I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's because that's after all that shit, like, you have to deal with that all the time, every day, like, constantly. Yeah, dude, like, I remember I would wake up in the middle of the night screaming, like, you know, think that I got shot all over again. Yeah. Um, And the fact that they left my wound open, um, every so hours, they would have to come and change the gauzes out and everything. And I would be awake for all that. So, like, sometimes yeah. they would be sticking to the insides, and you can feel them pulling it out. And then just looking down, and you see all your guts hanging yeah, out. Yeah, you would like, see it. You know, it was 11, I was 11 years old. Like, that's yeah. just traumatizing. Um, I had to learn how to walk all over again. Because um, I remember when I first started getting conscious again, um, like, my initial thought was, like, where's Viviana? Like, you know, we're like. Yeah, and when they brought her, I saw her in the cast. Like I, I blamed myself for a while. Like, yeah, um, you know, obviously my parents were like, no, it's not your fault, and this and that. That's a crazy ass fucking experience to go to as a kid. Yeah, it's fucking. Does it does it seem like all like surreal as hell now? Like when you think back at it, I mean, it just it still fucks me in the head. Like. Damn, I went through that, you know. But the, yeah, like does it seem like someone else went through it? Like you just, you, like you remember it, and you, it's just like, like it's not like it didn't happen or something. Well, now, like I guess I cope with it better when I think about it because before I wasn't even really able to talk about it without like having an anxiety attack. Yeah. Um, but there's still times where 
like Fourth of July now, like I kind of stay inside the house because I don't like the loud like booms. Yeah, you know that kind of triggers my memory. Like, and all I see is blood. It's like, yeah, I'm good. Does it, so that that type of shit like makes you fucking anxious? Yeah, like my palms get sweaty and everything. Like, like it kind of sucks. That's crazy. I don't like balloons popping in my face. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think anybody does. <laughs> no, that shit freaks me out. It's, it's a fear fun. of mine. I don't like balloons. They get close to me and it makes me nervous. <laughs> this real, no, yeah. What do you do about it? About what? About you know dealing with that type of uh, strike of anxiety. <coughs> What's your response? Maybe people go through that. I mean, everybody has a different um, coping mechanism. Um, mine is just breathing exercises. Honestly, I just heavily like breathing into a bag and like stress balls. <laughs> stress balls. Okay. Yeah. Do it all. Do all of it. Right. Yeah, like, honestly, like, what works for me, too, is, like, because when I am having, like, kind of, like, an anxiety attack, like, I can't, cannot have anybody touch me. Like, get the fuck off me. Like, don't touch me. <laughs> most like, people's instincts is to uh, fucking yeah, put hands you know, on like, people. Most people are like, are oh, you okay? Yeah, let me hug you. And I'm like, get the fuck off of me. Like, don't touch me. Don't look at me. Don't breathe near me. Leave me alone. And like, then you get mean. To a certain extent, yeah. Because then people are like, you know, they want to sympathize with yeah. you. But it's like, I don't need your something. I need you to get the fuck away from me. Like, I don't give a fuck what you think of me right now. Like, leave yeah. me alone. Like, you know, like I usually close myself in a room because, like, I just, like, curl up and, like, you know, breathe to myself. Yeah. Because um, in most situations, people are going to be like, oh, you know, like, I'm sorry. Like, it's okay. And I was like, I, I don't care what you have to say. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't give a fuck what you have to say. Like, leave me it's alone. It's okay. Everything's like, going to be all right. Like, fuck you, bitch. Get the fuck out of here. And, you know, those those people that just don't understand that. And yeah. it's like, I fucking told you to, like, you know, I turned mean. It's like, I don't want to be mean, but you're not listening. You're like, fuck <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, stop being mean to people. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, I... No, yeah, I defend my actions because it's like... <laughs> PSA, PSA because right I'm now. I'm telling you, like, you know, <laughs> this is what I need to calm down, and you're making it worse. And not only did that happen, they named the park across your street after you, didn't they? Mm-hmm. How did that happen? How, how does that even happen? He's a politician, dude. <laughs> yeah, but well, so how did it happen? Uh, Wait, it cannot have been what? How did it have nothing to do with you? So how did it happen? People saying that I got named the park that uh, named after me, um, because I got shot, but it had nothing to do with it. It was named after another fucking yeah, it's somebody else. <laughs> so what? Um, again in sixth grade, uh, you know how like the teachers have you write in your journal, and the topic that day was like if you were to ask the president for anything, what would it be? And my like since I moved into my house, there have been two empty lots in front of my house. My thing was, like, I would ask the president to build a park in front of my house so we can have somewhere safe to play. And it was during election time, and Miss Taylor was like, you know, if you write a letter to the town president, they might listen to you right now because politicians do anything to win. Yada, yada, yada. You were used as a political tool, you see that? <laughs> I mean, I got a park out of it, though, you know? Yeah. And I wrote the letter, sure enough, a... Uh, week later the president of the town at the time came to my house and but wait in was the it letter, betty, uh, betty lauren maltese yeah betty, tia, betty. So a, a crook <laughs> built you <laughs> a crook built you a park but did you <laughs> you didn't mention in the letter that you had gotten shot that you were that kid yeah well i said my story and i'm like yeah. you know like there's these two empty lots and 
I want to have somewhere safe that me and my friends can play. Like, are you, not are too long. Are ago. you insinuating that that tragedy caused him to get a park? No, I mean I don't know that lady. You know, she insinuating. No, I mean I use it to the. Oh, to my no, no, that's you know? cool. <laughs> the you agenda know? of the committee of three hundred. Yeah. So, <laughs> right yeah. So, so a lady politician built a park across the street. You can't trust. Oh, how do you? Well, okay. I was going to say the women in leadership. Yeah. Can't trust. <laughs> you see? It all comes back. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, right, that's crazy. I wish, I hope one day to have a park named, at least after the podcast. Oh, shit. The almost positive park. Damn. What can we have it? Where? What, well, what can, what's the park? Just a fucking regular just park. Just a regular park? Yeah. So man. is it going to be like half built shit in there? <laughs> no, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to. Now I'm gonna buy your park. I'm gonna buy your just park. Just change of a swing. <laughs> just one. <laughs> I'm gonna park your. I'm gonna buy your park and uh, rename it. Yeah. And threats. Oh, I have had threats written under under my name. Oh, that's right. Somebody uh, wrote. Something. No, not somebody. We all know who it was. <laughs> who wrote? Who? What's going? What? What did they write on your name? We don't speak ill of the dead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's right. after Andy took care of him. You're yeah, a poor okay, over let's not say that. He stuck his head in the mic. You're a poor... <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I feel that this is a good transition to talk to Tony B about... <laughs> oh, yeah. I hate this fucking transition. <laughs> no, don't even do it. No, Listen, don't do it. Don't we, do it. we still got to... You don't have to do it, Mario. Yeah, you do. We still, we still got to do the news, man. Yeah, we'll make it short. We'll make it short on my end. This guy's a political expert. Not an expert, but a local I, I want to be. Welcome. Tony B is an accomplished artist, and now he's running for senator. Yeah, Tony B for prez. Tony yeah. B for prez. I'll vote for you. Dude. I mean, I'm voting for Kanye. So, well, oh, I I appreciate being compared to Kanye. I mean, he is yeah. he's successful. Because being he's compared to Kanye, oh, I'm being compared to being successful. So that I'll take that. And he's yeah, my, I, know, I know what you're saying, Andy. He believes. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, man. I mean, Hitler was pretty successful. What he did, I mean, oh, <laughs> hell yeah. compared to Hitler. Well, I'll just be Kylie Jenner then. <laughs> what? Oh hell yeah! <laughs> All right. So what's going on with the fair taxes? Because I, I, I don't, I don't know how I, f- you know, I don't no, know I it's it's okay. It's it, it's understandable. So pretty much my political uh, independent political organization, I'm a part of. I said that like Joe Biden right now. Um, <laughs> it really it comes down to the fact that we're based in Cicero and Berwyn. We support fair tax because there's a wealthy portion of the society in Illinois. They aren't paying their fair share. That's the what's messaging. A, what's a fair share. Yeah, what's, what's a fair share? Mean? So fair share what is does fair mean every, the same for everyone. R- right. So it's it's propaganda, it, obviously, because fair is right now to people, which is the flat tax. Right now, the current constitutional amendment is if you charge low income people five percent, that means everyone has to pay five percent in income tax. That's pretty much what it is right now. That's what's fair because right? okay. it's, it's flat. The idea is to make a progressive tax. That way, the the richest people they pay more. Okay, so look here's 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 my thing, right? Uh, who makes more, you or your girl? Uh, right now, my girl. Would you be willing to pay less? Like split split rent and all the bills and all that shit where you pay less because you make less? Would I want to pay less because I make yeah, less? That, yeah, because that's, that's what the progressive tax is. If you make more, you pay more. Would you be willing to do that? Wait, wait, wait. 
in the relationship. God damn it. If you, if you, had, you know, like, if you like, get in a relationship with 50 50. Uh, no, it's not 50 50. But I understand what you're saying. Yeah. So it's a progressive tax domestically, too? You're for that? Like instead of oh, yeah, 50, if, you pay so like if your girl makes 20, more, she should 60. pay more. She should yes, pay. Yes, yes, I agree yes. with that. Serious. Yeah. How does she feel about that? She's fine with it okay. because at one point I was making, I was uh, the breadwinner, and then you were paying. Yeah, and now she has her opportunity. She doesn't mind. She doesn't question. She asks, you know, and that's that's just me as a human. So I see the problem in another scenario with another relationship. Where it's fifty fifty. Yeah, and no that matter doesn't. What? No, I don't believe in fifty fifty. Why not? Why would you do that? Obviously, one is gaining more. Take care of me. I don't want to pay shit. Exactly. <laughs> Look at that. If my okay. friends take care of me, please socialist. I'm not going to be yeah. jealous. I, 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 you know. You want to pay for it? Go ahead. But look, look, I, I don't want to go. I want to. I want to beat to the beat to the point of this. Uh, not the the CNN person kind of beat too. Okay. <laughs> you know, I want to get to the meat of it. Damn it! I keep doing it. <laughs> the meat and potatoes, bro. We're here for the meat and potatoes. Um, the fair tax is essentially for me. This is my ideology. It doesn't yeah. share Rizoma's position or anyone else. The point is, is that the wealthy are connected with the governance of the state, and those power players, the political actors, they have access. That access is a privilege that they use to make laws, enforce it on us, and give themselves benefits. That's the system across the country. And in Illinois, we have a chance to tax them for their privilege. I'm down to tax power because it's unequal. Wait, what the hell? Not everyone that makes money is, is that. Oh, but they do have access. What's Okay, so who's getting, who has to pay more? What's the bracket? What's the income bracket? Uh, right. It's uh, or more? No, um, it's two. Yeah, wait. $250,000. Yes, there you go. Sorry, quarter million dollars. Quarter to, million. To be taxed how much? Uh, what, they, I think percentage? the highest is like seven point something, if I'm not mistaken. Right now, it's 5%. They only get raised to 7%. Do you think that's good for industry? Do you think people want to deal with that shit? Uh, so I talked to, uh, I did a town hall yesterday under Rizoma Collective, and the representative that, I he says he does his homework. He's a state representative of the 21st district in Illinois, uh, Edgar Gonzalez. He said that the studies show. Yeah, I saw that. The studies show that peop- industries don't leave. They just say that. Because they don't want to pay more money a lot of times. Some of them, not all of them. Well, enough of them. They try to say, let's scare people because we're going to leave. But they don't leave. They're comfortable. They're comfortable with their wealth. That's what the studies show. Yeah, they're comfortable with their wealth, but they're not comfortable with losing their wealth. They'll stay if they can maintain. They won't stay if they're, well, they're going to lose. they for a amount of years and then eventually move. They're going to stay no matter what. That's what the studies show. Nah, I, and I, I okay, let's, follow, let's say the studies are wrong. What if you had a business and you knew that you could fucking run your fucking business somewhere else? For for like a sustainable amount of money, you're gonna do it. I yeah. think that's the current economic system, no matter what. So imagine if Illinois. So what studies are they talking about then? Well, I, I honestly, that's why I said he said it. I didn't look it up. Where's this <laughs> fucking guy at? No, this is a good point. Out. Let's just ignore that then. Let's All ignore right. that. Right. So let's say that these people want to leave Illinois. They could have left Illinois already if there was a better opportunity you don't somewhere think, else. You don't think people who had the resources already have? That's what I'm saying. They left. If they if they want if they had the resources to leave, they left already. If they can't leave, they're gonna stay behind anyway. Now that sounds like a dickish kind of attitude, right? It's like you know what? <laughs> if you if you could have done it, you would have done it, loser. You know. But it's it's just the fact that I feel that those that make enough can provide to invest in the society, and those that can't. They can't. And so we try to balance it out where we have a working class that could sustain itself in the future. Right now, they can't, dude. 
That's a problem. So I want to sustain working class people so we don't have these um, these kind of progressive uh, regimes that make certain pop- pockets of the population feel mm-hmm. like they're worthless mm-hmm. and they're being robbed. Right? That sucks. I get where that's coming from. That's fair tax for me. Let's charge them so we can build a better uh, society because they have political power over us. I don't know, man. It's hard. I know it's a hard sell, but... If you look at it the way the political system is set up. No, there's no, I mean, you don't have to sell. I, I understand the logic behind it. I am so blue no matter who. I just, <laughs> I'm, I just, not, I'm not blue no matter who. Don't I do just, that to uh, me, please. <laughs> I just wonder, you know, what the what the bigger picture is in terms of growth. You know, like just knowing that business has no loyalty to anybody, yeah. you know. I mean, what about there. examples like California where people are fleeing to... You know, other states with lower uh, tax rates. This is a good question because we had a list of questions and it was my fault. I blame, I take blame. I was going to ask about the success in other states. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because Edgar was prepped. We, we kind of had a conversation with him. Not the questions, but the conversation of, look, we're going to be coming at you from all these theories and these uh, what you call misinformation. Sorry, there's propaganda to say fair tax is a tax hike. So we told him, hey, we're going to come at you. And I missed that question. I missed the failures God of damn states. It, what are you talking about? I man? know. Uh, the, so California has businesses leaving. So wouldn't that happen in Illinois? That's the premise, right? Yeah. The, well, we already have some everywhere. going to Indiana. We have that's some what outsourcing was about. I mean, apart from having incentives, but that's what else. An incentive is not increasing taxes. I mean, even if you make an incentive to go to fucking India and do your telemarketing, it's still, you know, the opposite of a tax or whatever. Like, you know, people are just going to go where the money is and shit. And if I can maintain my business, which is my livelihood and God knows how many other people's, what am I going to be loyal to a fucking, like, piece of dirt somewhere? Like, I mean, that's just my logic, but apparently, you know, there's studies. I'm sure small businesses, I'm sure that there's a certain threshold of businesses that, that could be guaranteed to stay in a certain area no matter what but that's probably just because they can't leave you know but i'm pretty sure that any business that's lucrative enough to to be able to move and usually those businesses will be more stable and be able to hire wherever they go they're gonna go and shit i don't think it works that way i I like i like where you're coming from because that's that's considerate of a, a pocket of the population they're talking about that seems to be better off. So let's just say you make $249,000. And the moment you cross that threshold, all of a sudden you're a, you're a, you're a criminal. What's wrong with you? Why are you making so much money? You should be taxed higher. It's like, wait a minute. 100,000 uh, a thousand ago, I was cool. Well, either way, I mean, like cuz I, I hate cuz that that almost lends itself to the idea like the AOC idea that no one makes this certain amount of money without taking it from someone else. Warren. Warren initiated that. I don't like that idea, man. Well, that is, that's a society, though. That's a collective. You can't, you can, you could try to, to argue against it, but that, that's reality. People you, you got public education, all of us in this room, right? I mean, private? private? Oh, shit. Sorry, yeah, sparkle, motherfucker. to private school over I here. Allowance is fucking private and look school. look at you now. <laughs> look at yeah. you Just like Chan shit, you know. Viva la Just a ra- rich ass. Even private schools get governmental funding. Based. 
So it, it's still it's still like everyone collectively decided this. I hate social contractory, but I love it when the government gives money to Catholic schools. No, there's there's a certain <laughs> amount of all of it. There's a certain amount of fucking, you know, the collective being able to take care of itself and shit. Because we yeah, are yeah. a fucking collective. Like at the end of the day, you know, but it's just I don't know. Like it, it's there's just a certain element of that that's just you know. I don't know the slippery slope. People I guess that's will a, always find that's yeah, a logical fallacy anyway, right? But uh, but still, I I find it credible. Slippery slopes are possible, man. People will always find a way to not pay as much to the government and all that shit, or to make as much as they possibly can. Loopholes, no etc. Gaming if the system. If yeah. you're making so much amount on social security and you only have to work a certain amount of hours so that you can keep both incomes, mm-hmm. you will get to that what, specific what, point. What's the number? What what's Wait, what? the calculation like? What's it go like? Okay. Who the fuck decides why it's this much and and why not less or why not more? I, well, you know that's obviously in the bureaucracy end. Like how much based these on population? People, these people that we've already known we can't trust because they've got women to fucking enslave us for a thousand years, and they fucking created all these systems of drug wars yes, and fucking yes, phony those bullshit. People. So we're gonna trust I them. Mean, I didn't. I yeah, bureaucracy. Really so we're gonna we're gonna trust them to manage our wealth. Well, properly. yes, we already do. I don't know. <laughs> Bless you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna trust them. Well, no, no, no. So the, here's the, here's the caveat to all of this that makes that, that addresses your point. Yeah. Um, someone had mentioned during the live <laughs> event. So it sounds like we're being extorted because they're saying. If we don't tax the wealthiest in Illinois, they're going to come for the money somewhere. Guess where they're going to come for it? And so he put, he, I, I paraphrase him because uh, he had a long paragraph. That's where he was coming from. And it's true. This new amendment to the Constitution doesn't stop government from creating a regressive tax. Like, no, like a, an official regressive. Because they call the current flat tax a regressive system. I'm talking about real regressive. Imagine someone takes over and says, corporations and the wealthiest get a tax break. Middle class and lower class, you have to keep paying what you pay. That's regressive. Isn't that what's they probably wouldn't get reelected. That's what they compare it to. But, um... That that that's when the is that fear. gonna happen, bro? No, that, that gonna that's happen? what they're saying. The fear mongers are saying vote against fair tax because they're gonna do that to you. Yeah, but this, I mean, this is gonna I happen. think if they, I don't, if I, I agree with you. If you're stupid enough to fall for that, you don't even. You should you should be taxed that much. Then give me all your money. <laughs> the fuck? What possibly could you be doing with your fucking money that you're stupid enough to believe that shit? And you're probably in danger with all that money. And an almost give me your tax, almost positive tax. Give me your driver's license. <laughs> we're gonna have to. We're we're actually gonna have to look into you and see if you need to be fucking uh, sterilized for for a period of time. You'll be my director of commerce when I'm elected. I got you, dude. <laughs> I, I could be your HR man. You might need to be re-educated too. Yeah, you might need to go to a, oh, a under facility. Tony B's plan definitely. <laughs> Tony B supports a fair tax and he will make sure you're in internment camps. Just sensitivity training, cultural awareness. You know, things like that. No, no, but the, honestly though, that's why the fair tax is scary. <laughs> Because they're going to come after everyone and the rich are always going to win. Uh, I, th- I say challenge them. This is the chance to challenge them. Challenge them? Vote yes. Vote yes on the proposed uh, amendment to the I'm Constitution. Not, I'm not voting on, on the fair tax. You don't have but, to. I'm just Yeah, I'm, there'll be enough people, though. Yeah, there'll be enough people. Please believe me. But why? <laughs> why? Well, because, I mean, I understand why you would take more money from... I, no, from, why wouldn't you vote? 
Oh, no, I'm, I'm going to vote. Yeah, I'm going to vote. Based. Be the first time. Andy, ever. vote for the Fair Tax Amendment. Don't vote for anything else. Give me money. Fuck yeah. Uh, can I give you... Beer. Uh, I don't have anything. Weed. <laughs> like, yeah, you got shit. <laughs> That's what you can give I up. have nothing to offer. Hangy panky. <laughs> Text that, yeah. Text that. <laughs> All right, dude. Speaking of fucking masturbation, where's the news? Oh. <laughs> fucking transitions. You gotta give me like at least a little more fucking time. Dude. What the fuck is your fucking problem? <laughs> fuck. The, the song comes on. The song comes on, and Mario is usually late for his cue. He goes, "Oh wait, the news coming up. I don't know what uh, uh, topics. Uh, what what cue me in? He's always late for his cue anyway. So like, the news doesn't come on, on time. You know, I cue it in three times. The news is coming in late, and then the topics are like like the most like you know. Come on, come on, <laughs> come on, <Jesus> Christ." <laughs> <laughs> Thank God we have him on next week, dude. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Jeez. All right. So that's who I want to be on a show with, Carlos. With Carlos, you are your excited. Look at that, Carlos. Everybody wants to be on a show with you. Carlos, Carlos was extra last time. <sighs> that was from last time, right? Yeah, right when he was berating us about the fucking news. Hey, can I meet Carlos one day? You want? You never Carlos? met Carlos? No, I haven't. No, no? or Marlos. Oh, the, the twins! Yeah, oh, yeah. I I don't know them yes. that formally. Yeah, oh, I remember that. African American twins, one time. the only That's black. That African is the descriptor that no one else knows. I was texting Marlos one time in high school, and he, he didn't have my number. He's like, "Someone's texting me." So I just started fucking him. Like, "Hey, come outside. We're ready." He's like, "Who is this?" I'm like, "Stop playing." He's like, "This is Marlos." I'm like, "What the fuck is the Marlos?" Oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> what is the Marlos? <laughs> and then that's when I couldn't like. Where he's like, "What the?" Hell? This just said, "What the fuck is the Marlos?" That's when I couldn't. I lost and I started laughing. I'm, like, I'm sorry, bro. It's me. <laughs> and we never talked again. <laughs> <laughs> now that oh, Marlos, it, now. <laughs> Marlos, uh, he was on the on our first episode. Yeah, and we had back. both the. Two. Yeah, he never, he never came back, dude. We, I'm hoping to have him on once we do our year anniversary. Yeah, it's actually the there episode go, be sweet. that uh, is no longer. Uh, yeah, we we it's gone. It's a missing episode, episode Ooh. number one. So we might re-release it, and we're gonna get them back you on. Have, you have two missing episodes. Yeah, we had the episode that fucking got deleted. Why? One we fucking, aborted and one was a miscarriage. Mr. Van Rollington, he was a fucking aborted idiot. Aborted and miscarried. Yeah, one he, was he, aborted and one was miscarried. He tra- he went to transfer it and deleted the episode. Oh, uh, I thought you guys got like blocked or something. No, and then the other episode was removed because it was very controversial. What the first that? episode <laughs> with Marlos and Carlos. Yeah. It, it upset a lot of people. This guy so used some unsavory why. language. So your very, very first episode. <laughs> It was official. It was offensive. Time. It was offensive to to the people that were. I mean, what do you think? Wow. I mean, just being in the room with you guys and not being on the show. Sometimes of the things we talk about. <laughs> oh, That's well, why we those only have high off, class. Those are off the record conversations. Yeah. You, we can't. We can't be quoted. Those can't be used in court. Those are <laughs> off the record. This is highbrow entertainment. Okay. Mm. And if you don't find it funny or think we're offensive, then it's not for you. And obviously, it got canceled. No, he, we took it. We, we haven't gotten canceled. No, yet. he got removed. He 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 did. Oh, it. I removed the episode. Oh, you did? Yeah. yeah. I thought you said that they removed it. No, who? Who's they? I yeah. don't know. Whoever moderates shit. these shows, they nobody moderating shit, dude. We're probably gonna get sued for using all this music all the time. Probably. It's fucking the roll. We used the Rolling Stones today for Peter. <laughs> We're gonna get. Sued. Is Peter still on? Yeah, yeah he's here. 
We're yeah. gonna wait. Let's wait for uh for Tony. Tony went to pee, man. Where's oh, the? To pee? Yeah, man. You know, you have to like these transitions. There's no transition. You see to walk these away. It's the fuck transition you want. You need to like. He wants to fucking build up the sentence a little longer for me to be like. Oh, yeah, shit, you kind of go gonna... from like. Not because y'all want. Don't you understand fucking radio? Look, we 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 start talking about fucking one topic, and then we we end up talking about some other shit. What? It's like. I don't no, know. No, no, no. You just go on some bipolar shit. Like, ha, ha, ha. I'm angry now. Look, <laughs> how am I supposed to transition from the true nature of women to you getting shot? Like, I told How you. do you transition to that? Andy and how do you transition from you getting shot to the fair tax? What? Well, if there was more money in schools. <laughs> I, I think it should be said that the, the notorious transition blooper is like a signature for almost positive. Oh, that I'm never ready. That I'm <laughs> yeah, never ready. Yeah. Oh, this guy's that this guy's just fucking all like, hey, we're gonna go right into this now. <laughs> At least to the Are first. you ready? You're not ready? Oh dude, fuck, dude. There, there's like a certain amount of time that we could spend on each topic and you know what the fuck's going next because it's in front of your face. So why don't you have a little timer? <laughs> I don't want to put timers on everything, dude. What am I gonna do? Sorry, dude. So, sorry, Andy, you've gone past your five minutes with your <laughs> exactly. I know you got shot in his traumatized but uh, let's move on now. A, a punching mechanism might work. Listen, oh. you can always just hit Mario <laughs> before you say punch something. Him the, uh, we'll, we'll, listen, one of these days we'll have a smooth operation. Until then, we're just Bullsh- gonna fucking Bull- wing okay, it. Bullshit. But I, I like the blooper to be honest. Once it goes away, I'll always remember. <laughs> one day we'll just keep doing it for money because it's the thing. <laughs> and you won't like it no more. Bring it back. <laughs> Bring that shit back. All right, so so you know, like uh, last night we had the final debate, the second and final debate. God fucking! And to be honest, it was disappointing. It was uh, boring as fuck. Yep. They didn't get to fucking yell at each other. Nope. It was great when they yelled at each other. Yep. Rather see that shit. Mm -hmm. But they they did their scripted fucking you know thing. But which hey, it was nice. Yeah, I mean Biden was more prepped this time. He seemed like uh, he took the right amount of cocaine and the right amount of, like, other drugs to stay, you know, just enough. I heard it's Trump to be doing meth. Meth? Is yeah. that why his skin, skin's orange? I thought it was on uppers. Uppers, Listen, downers. Dude, I don't know what's going on. Anyone who's responsible for not taking control, in fact, not saying I'm, I take no responsibility initially, anyone who's responsible for that many deaths, should not remain as president of the United States of America. So they went on and on about COVID for what felt like an hour. <laughs> so we should hold everybody else. I heard nothing new oh. about COVID. I don't oh, know. I hate that they always talk about fucking COVID. Yeah, I'm, I'm sick of hearing about COVID. Everybody's sick of fucking COVID. We well, did hear a notable mention, though. What was that? Um, yeah, which uh, I think yeah. was hilarious. They, entered a, they mentioned ventilators, ventilating systems in schools. Joe Biden brought that up. Joe Biden doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Well, teachers actually brought up ventilating systems, ironically, in Cicero. The nice. public night district oh, like 99. What, like just air? Yeah, yeah. Quality filtration? air systems. Yeah, filtration yeah. systems. Oh, I, I was watching you uh, do that online, and I remember hearing a lady say that. Yeah, the teachers. The teachers all went. They got together, and they called the board of 99 in Cicero, the elementary school system. And they said, we need a better ventilation system, and you're putting us in the schools. How is you're, that going to prevent anyone from getting it? Oh, uh, the idea is to have a filtration system to breathe yeah, the best kind of air, the best quality. Child. And they also mentioned, like, plex- plexiglass kind of 
structures. Schools are already dangerous. You either get raped or shot, so you might as well get sick. I recommend that you go to El Milagro in Pilsen (laughs) here in Chicago where they took each table and put like a plexiglass cube around it. Yeah, yeah. So every single table is enclosed in a fucking plexiglass Mm -hmm. fucking container. And Biden recommended that and Trump shot that shit down. He said it's too expensive. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how much that shit costs. It look, I was like, what the fuck are these people doing? But that's a real debate right there. That's the real money. debate. Like, what can we do to open up and to try to protect people? And they just danced over each other. And that's what I call. That was a small snippet of the whole hour you're talking about. Well, look, we got more. <laughs> you have said a vaccine is coming soon within weeks now. Your own officials say it could take well into 2021 at the earliest for enough Americans to get vaccinated. And even then, they say the country will be wearing masks and distancing into 2022. Is your timeline realistic? No, I think my timeline is going to be more accurate. I don't know that they're counting on the military the way I do, but we have our generals lined up, one in particular that's the head of logistics. And this is a very easy distribution for him. He's ready to go as soon as we have the vaccine. Who's going to take the vaccine? Not I, Papa. So, what are they saying in Australia about COVID and the vaccines? I mean, wait, in oh, Fiji, what the fuck? Fiji. Guess a fuck oh, about Fiji's, Fiji's a different case, but Australia is gone batshit insane. And they've, <laughs> they've really pushed the police state in Australia over the last uh, four or six weeks. How about in so, Fiji? How, how, are they, how are they doing in Fiji with COVID and like... Uh, there's, there's not much here at all. There's, uh, the, the issue in Fiji is that the, uh, there's a large part of the economy based on uh, tourism, right? Ah, yeah. And they shut down tourism. Hmm. And the first case we had was actually an airline steward. So, you know, the, the, the airline steward came into the country. That was the first case. And there's been some cases, but there's a, not that many cases. But the issue is, in, in Fiji, you've got a you've got a country surrounded by water. You've got your majority industry tourism, and you've got COVID held down pretty well. But you know, what do you do if you open up to your tourism? You're going to get more cases, right? Damn. Yeah. And so there's a you know there's discussion here about you know what is it that we should do, and you know people who work in tourism want tourism opened. And people who don't work in tourism want tourism not opened. So it's a difficult difficult situation. It's like, damn, if you do, damn, if you don't. All they have to say is it's xenophobic and they should be able to get it there. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) This is the same fellow who told you this is going to end by Easter last time. This is the same fellow who told you that, don't worry, we're going to end this by the summer. We're about to go into a dark winter, a dark winter. And he has no clear plan, and there's no prospect that there's going to be a vaccine available for the majority of the American people before the middle of next year. President Trump, your reaction? He says you I have don't no think plan. We're going to have a dark winter and, at all. We're opening up our country. We've learned and studied and understand the disease. Oh, yeah. It sounds like Game of Thrones. But it's like, <laughs> yeah, they open up the country, but the country is also shutting back down. Like tonight, like I was supposed to work. I can't go to work now. Don't you know that there's a spike in Illinois, even though we did everything that we were supposed to do? Really? Did we really? Yeah. 
No, we didn't. No, bro. <laughs> no, not people. So? The I mean, government tried. I mean, you can't people, control yeah, people. Yeah, you can't, can't fuck, control people. Yeah, because people you, are going to do whatever the fuck yeah. they want to do. Look at you fucking okay. animals here. Yeah. Four people yeah. here sitting around a table. I don't feel, I don't feel Last ashamed. Last week, there was like six people in That's this That's why. Bitch. The government shouldn't even fucking try. Well, yes, they should. But How much? we shouldn't feel ashamed for being I have, human. You know, one of my coworkers had a family member die of COVID like a couple of days ago. I mean, I had COVID. I had COVID. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, why are these people? And this was like in April when it all started. Was in May, who invited these guys? Oh, these guys. You COVID people here. The, the message you sent. I didn't know you had COVID. I'm sorry. I told you. You don't have a vetting system. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you Where's our screening system? <laughs> We're, We're terrorists. <laughs> I'm, I'm all about the herd mentality. I want all of us to get sick. So. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. See, I'll switch mics with you when you leave. People are making it way worse than it really is, though. Because, I mean, for me personally, it was just two and a half days of feeling really, really fucking No, shitty. Andy, you could have died. Yeah, I could have, but how many? healthy. You had a 0.1% like chance of dying. Mine lasted three weeks. Dude, no, this like, guy, see, thankfully, like... Nah, he's like Trump. He's made of something. Yeah. It came to, the, <laughs> came to the point where like I couldn't even lift my hand or like my phone. Yeah, like, I yeah. went to the ER I was aching. I laid down. I sat down. I stood there. I was aching. Yeah. My body was dying. Mine just lasted two and a half days. Dude, this guy had regenerated. <laughs> I was bedridden for two weeks. Though. Like you. I was just like oh, okay. a week for like. Regeneron. My fever yeah, went away after two days. My sweats went after two days. My shakes went after two days. My headache. Man, like, yeah, I want your I want your system. I didn't even lose my taste. <laughs> You're superior, dude. For right? Real. He's older than me, too. But listen, well, it's because it's the gay privilege. Does COVID we'll affect gays disproportionately? We'll have to check the numbers. Yeah, we're going to have to follow the science. As fucking no, it's uh, just like people who have a lower <laughs> immune system, like the immune def- uh, deficiency systems, and uh, people who are older, respiratory problems. Those are the people who have really, really have yeah, to. So I have it. acute asthma, so I have there a respiratory go. problem. So that's why it hit you hard. Well, you like, made, I don't you have made it. You made it, man. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm blessed, I'm dude. I was scared. I denied it, though. I thought I thought it was going to end in May, and it didn't. I, You know, and Andy, Andy starts to see, man. I would have got it, dude. And my job, risk, I'd be fucking my fucking me. manager was telling everybody that I was faking it. I'm like, how the fuck do you fake a doctor's note from Rush University? Like, I'm literally saying, how did you fake it? Right people. How did you fake it, dude? Apparently, you know I the right how, how did you do it? All right, so you know, fucking, they were getting dramatic about the whole COVID thing, and fucking, uh, this guy <laughs> Biden was being a politician. I gonna skip over the COVID thing. <laughs> what? There's not another serious scientist in the world who thinks it's going to be over soon. President Trump, your reaction? I say over soon. I say we're learning to live with it. We have no choice. We can't lock ourselves up in a basement like Joe does. We have to open our school and we can't close up our nation or you're not going to have a nation. He says that we're, uh, you know, we're learning to live with it. People are learning to die with it. You folks home will have an empty chair at the kitchen table this morning. That man or wife going to bed tonight and reaching over to try to touch their out of habit where their wife or husband was is gone. Learning to live with it. Come on. We're dying with it. But that's what we're doing, though. We actually are learning how to live with it. Like, no, yeah, and that's his point. Is we're, he Trump is right, but Trump Biden is we're learning to die with it. Yeah, he, I mean, he's trying to scare the public. That's exactly what he's trying to do. It's so you're like, saying that you support Trump? 
<laughs> I don't support him, but in this particular what he said topic, right there, right there. Well, yeah, yeah. Just that one sentence. I've always said that though. Since this shit came out, like there, the number of cases that they falsified, um, you know, they were inflate. Yeah, like well, what numbers were in flight? The hospitals were inflated. claiming how much money. If you, inflate, yes. if you go out and die in a car accident and you had COVID, you're technically a COVID death. Yeah. No. If you get no, no, yes. Yeah. Well, even, you you get, don't remember that? If you get I shot and go to the hospital and die, no, that wasn't that wasn't like a conspiracy. I know that it sounds crazy, but no, that, that was true. Because yeah, uh, well, if you had like asthma, is that no, accounted? If you died out of anything, they're pretty much dude. No, like out of out of. Just if you so, like, if you were literally in a car accident and you had COVID, they classified. So as that's COVID fucked death. up. But what if I had cancer and I got COVID? Doesn't, it yeah, just, doesn't matter, any, bro. So even if I had thing. cancer, they would document yeah, yeah. that. Yes, and that's considered. Yes. Yeah. So I would consider that a COVID death. Yeah. Like you, anything, bro. If you got shot, if you got in a car accident and you had COVID and died because no, not the not the shot in the car accident. I I, I agree. Just the cancer. Just yeah, so the can- any, any pre-existing condition plus COVID. That's they COVID death. COVID. That's COVID death. What but if, if you it's have a, a heart attack, if it's an accident. It's because you have COVID. Um, you might have had a, some kind of condition. Do you sound like a fucking Biden supporter? Bro. What? What's going no, on? But I put it this way: I, I, like, I had a Tony B supports lockdowns. Tony B wants to destroy our economy. Dollars that they got, and for every that, I think it was like fifty grand that they will get. Listen, I don't know what the fuck There's either one of Andy said something, you ignored him. Well, what are you, who's getting 50 grand? Like, come Andy, on to the and, show. Andy was basically citing there's incentive to inflating the numbers. Oh, yeah, because certain hospitals will get more funding yeah. for certain. Yeah, You know, but I'm just saying that COVID plus pre-existing conditions is a COVID death. I mean, that's, and some people, I mean, like, this is like really, really thinking about the body. Like, some people are saying, like, this is the way of the new world order, supposedly. Everything is. If you have cancer and then you have a heart attack, it, did you die from cancer? All right, dude. Uh, here's, uh, cancer, here's fucking cancer Biden. Cancer contributed to your health condition. Listen, you know, more, <laughs> importantly than co- more important than COVID, you know, the Russians have a cure already. <gasps> But uh, they're interfering with our elections again. I'm done with COVID. I'm fucking sick and tired of hearing COVID. Just fucking stay away from people and uh, wash your hands. Fucking lick doorknobs, goddammit. All right. (laughs) It's been overwhelmingly clear this election. I won't even get into the last one. This election that Russia has been involved. China has been involved to some degree. And now we learn that that, uh, Iran is involved. They will pay a price if I'm elected. They're interfering with American sovereignty. You got three and a half million dollars. Your family got three and a half million dollars. And, you know, someday you're going to have to explain why did you get three and a half. I never got any money from Russia. I don't get money from Russia. Does anyone know why he got three and a half million dollars? Foreign investments in Chinese uh, industry. He said from Russia. Oh, from Russia? Yeah. Oh, the that's mayor. Hunter. That's Hunter, isn't it? Yeah, the mayor of uh, some Russian city basically had funneled some money w- through uh, Hunter, and then Joe gets a cut of everything. The big guy. I mean, the big guy gets a cut of everything. You, Trump so you said, think, I think you're the big guy. I don't know. You might yeah, be the yeah, big yeah, guy. Right, right. <laughs> you so might be the big you, guy. You think he's the big guy? Hey, you know, somebody's the big guy. Joe's pretty big, and he's a guy. He's the vice president of the United States at the time. Well, Trump says that uh, no bigger guy, <laughs> Trump, Obama. Trump says he doesn't favor Russia. Oh, and Trump. There has been nobody tougher to Russia with between the sanctions. Nobody tougher than me on Russia. 
between the sanctions, between all of what I've done with NATO. You know, I've got the NATO countries to put up an extra $130 billion, going to $420 billion a year. That's to guard against Russia. I sold, while he was selling pillows and sheets, I sold tank busters to Ukraine. There has been nobody tougher on Russia than Donald Trump. Sleepy Joe. He's telling the truth. He did that. He actually well, did yeah, that. What is that about? The pills, pills and shit? No, sheets? no. He, so he's saying like in terms of trading or giving something to another foreign country, a foreign country, he's saying that I gave them military equipment. I equipped the Ukrainian resistance to yeah, Russia. Yeah. And you, what did you do? You gave them aid. I gave them weaponry. <laughs> uh, I yeah, thought this guy had aid. a company where he was selling pillows and sheets, man. No, it was aid. aid. They did get pillows and sheets because that's aid. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> See, that's why we need more smart people on this show. <laughs> no, I just, I just <laughs> read. I'm sorry. But, you know, Biden wanted to know. Biden didn't give a fuck about no shillows and Pete. About fucking pillows and sheets. He wanted to know about the fucking secret bank accounts and shit, you know? We learned that this president paid 50 times the tax in China, has a secret bank account with China, does business in China, and in fact is talking about me taking money. I have not taken a single penny from any country whatsoever, ever. That's a very carefully crafted line. I didn't take money from any country. I took money from my son. Yeah, that's, yeah, I mean, you know. Oh, but that's allegedly. It's alleged. I have released all of my tax returns. 22 years. Go look at them. 22 years of my tax return. You have not released a single solitary year of your tax return. What are you hiding? Why are you unwilling? The foreign countries are paying you a lot. Russia's paying you a lot. China's paying you a lot. And your hotels and all your businesses all around the country, all around the world. And China's building a new road to a new ga- a, a, a golf course you have overseas. So what's going on here? Why don't release your tax return or stop talking about corruption? Yeah, That's pretty he, cool. Like, pay, like, a stupid amount? Who, Trump? Yeah. Yes. Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, if you believe some of the the reports that are out there, Trump had prepaid some of his taxes. So that's why he only got charged seven fifty, I forget in what year. But everybody was hung up on the seven fifty, like Yeah, well how no do you shit, pay? that's how much he's gonna pay, but that's how much at the time he had to pay. Yeah. And then it's also a stupid argument that people are all like, Oh well, uh he should be paying his fair share. I'm all like, Bro, if you were able to fucking Is that scam allowed? Yeah, if you were able to, pay to your taxes ahead of time, I don't. Yeah, that, I, this is the first time I hear about that. I'm sure if you work out a deal with the IRS, you can. Tony, why don't you know about paying your tax taxes? Tax laws are very complicated. Oh, okay. but I'm just there's saying, a like, bunch yeah, of loopholes. Yeah. Situation is like back then. Let's say he only had a million dollar and it grew to a billion. Like, why would they do that if it's not going to benefit the IRS See, or is, whatever? And is, then no. yeah, and then wouldn't I want to look for any? possible way any loophole to keep as much money as possible but that's like what i'm saying with the government allowed that well like, that's the same there. logic with, with welfare recipients and everything yeah. like it's yeah. on the same spectrum it's like you know what if i could benefit from a system why wouldn't i do it why wouldn't i do it yeah. and so yet people shame wow. the poor but we don't this shame guy, the rich what's going on with this guy today tony b does not support the welfare <laughs> yeah. no that's Dude, this, oh, guy's came in, this guy's came in today and just been like on a For fucking real. rampage yeah. <laughs> so i like republican tony dude no no no, no, no. I'm not. See, today he's republican tony <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> you sound like, dude, a couple of weeks ago, my girlfriend came in and she was Republican. She just came in all crazy, talking about some crazy shit. Hey, I like, I like Republican Tony. <laughs> no, Republican Tony. Republican, not Republican Tony. That's what's up, dude. Anyway, speaking of Republicans, <laughs> fucking Chinese, Chinese, Trump wow. explained this fucking account. <laughs> China. <laughs> First of all, I called my accountants, underwrote it. I'm going to release them as soon as we can. I want to do it. And it'll show how successful, how great this company is. I asked them a week ago, I said, what did I pay? They said, sir, you prepaid tens of millions of dollars. I prepaid my tax. Tens over the last number of years. Tens of millions of dollars I prepaid. Because at some point they think it's an estimate. They think I may have to pay tax. The bank account you're referring to, which is everybody knows about it, it's listed. The bank account was in 2013. That's what it was. It was opened and it was closed in 2015, I believe. And then I decided, because I was going to do, I was thinking about doing a deal in China, like millions of other people, I was thinking about it, and I decided I'm not going to do it, didn't like it, I decided not to do it, had an account open, and I closed it. So, like, is that what's going on? Do you know, does anyone know if that's what everyone's freaking out about, that Oh, account? yeah, yeah, so he had a bank account, apparently, based on the attack, the New York Times. Thank you, bro. I appreciate it. I know, I saw you struggling. I'm all like, bro, here's a bottle. You were trying to <laughs> open it, your beer. I did, it the, I did it the first two times, like, shit. Quit being Ong. Ong got smashed by the fucking woolly mammoth. No, yeah, in, Peter, in Peter's world, I would have died. I can't carry a baby and swing. Yeah, you can't you can't climb a tree and carry a baby. <laughs> can't. What fuck. the fuck? This guy just ordered pizza. Andy just walked in with a pizza. <laughs> and then you're gonna eat it all by our equipment? Where can you fucking Where, put it? All right, listen, listen. We have important things. To fucking so handle. so let me let me get to the point of uh, that whole tax thing. Yes, uh, Trump had a bank account in China when he was doing business in China. And he, he claims to have closed it. The New York Times said he still had one based on the reports because they can't see if he closed it or not. But he said he disclosed it. That's the situation. That's what he's talking about. And if yeah. he said it's true, it's true. Look, they would have fucked him any which way during the, the Russiagate probe. He still has business, though, in China. Like I said, well, if yeah. anything wasn't legit, they would have fucked him. He's got business him. in Russia, too. He's violating the emoluments clause of the Constitution. Right away. No, he, didn't he turn over those businesses yeah. to his children? Yeah, and they're still politically involved in his campaign and in his old presidency. Everybody who's they're involved advisors. in campaign. Well, that's what they're, that's what they're, they're trying advisors. to accuse Hunter of at the same time. No, no, no. No, 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 no that's different. Hunter doesn't, it's not involved in Jared and Ivanka violence. made millions of dollars by, their, by the father and the father-in-law being in office. How did they make that money? You're saying the influence of the presidency did nothing for the Trump no, family and the Trump industry? Not direct. Not not where like, oh, now I'm involved with this fucking. Now we're doing business in the Ukraine, and here's an energy company, and here you go, buddy. Fucking take this position. But in this the company. sons that are running the Trump towers that engage with foreign adversaries, maybe. Yeah, but they're doing or business. allies. Dude, it's like if your dad was some sort of powerful fucking businessman, you'd assume, yeah, you're going to benefit from yes. that. Yes. But that's not the same as like literally being the vice president, involving yourself in a country and putting your son in a, in a fucking biz, in a company that he has nothing to do with ever. You're shit. right. There's a big difference, right? The one is well, the one he had no business in a single. <laughs> okay. Dude, so well, there's a big difference. Talking. He was in an area where he, 
was just a single area, and the Trump Tower industry is stretched across the world. Yeah, but dude, that's, <laughs> like, that's apples and oranges. You're right. No, I agree but with there's you. a difference between you having an influence. It's like if you're Mick Jagger's fucking son. Guess what? When you decide to go do some shit, someone's gonna take that into account. I'll draw. As opposed to yeah. Mick Jagger going into a company and being like, "Hey, I want my son to take that position." So very look, fucking big difference. So here's the thing: I'm not. I'm trying. I'm not trying to make the Hunter Biden and the Biden situation look innocent. Yeah, you are. They are and corrupt. He's a child they are corrupt. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, isn't he allegedly. like? Oh, I agree. They're corrupt. But and I'll a crackhead. You, I'll give you a specific. Pol- I'll give sure. you a specific example. Go ahead. Biden's are corrupt but so are the trump family and them okay the china the one china policy the u.s started backing the one china policy as soon as they did that and and then afterwards suddenly trump licenses were passed in china based the director of the hong kong consolatory this motherfucker came out pretended to have covid and started pushing Regeneron, a company that he invested <laughs> in, in, two, in 2017. Yeah, I get it, man. You see what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. So they're guilty of the, the same crimes. The corrupt. Uh, that's all, just, that corruption. part is relative. I don't know if he faked do, it or not. I believe he did. Do we know he but still point has- is that he came out. As soon as he came out, he did a whole fucking three-minute <laughs> yeah. video about take Regeneron, and they're going to try to push it for emergency release. And guess what? He invested in it in 2017. Do we know he still has money in it? it? Oh, he could have withdrawn? I don't know if he's got... Or give it, it to his matter. sons. Or give it yeah, to his sons. It, that's irrelevant. <laughs> that's irrelevant, bro. <laughs> Hold on, though. This last debate, the past debate yesterday, he called it the thing, a therapeutic thing. He yeah, didn't, he didn't name, name it, it anyway. Right? Yeah, I told this guy, dude, chill the fuck out. Well, you did a two-minute commercial, bro. They said that supposedly he became positive, so he wouldn't have to go to the debates. Nah, he, nah, that's no, nah, he's not afraid of it. He, he became he's not afraid of it. He, he, he admit or he this whole to me the whole thing was like, I got fucking COVID. I'm seventy years old. I beat it in two days. It's the martyr. I'm fucking martyr yeah, effect. I'm fucking super Trump and shit. Which you know he is super Trump. Yes, we'll find that out later. <laughs> Look. One day, one day. I got over in two days. Yeah, I'm saying that's what I'm saying. Super Andy. He came out and he's like, "I'm a fucking uh, physical specimen and shit." Have you seen what he eats in one day? Yeah, uh, taco bro, bowls. I don't believe he, that, dude. He has a chef. He has a private chef. He doesn't eat McDonald's every day. That's fucking retarded. Anyway, I believe that. fucking so Trump. Trump said that there's he's a reason thick. why he got elected. You know, there's a reason why he's bringing up all this malarkey. There's a reason for it. He doesn't want to talk about the, the, the substantive issues. It's not about his family and my family. It's about your family. And your family's hurting badly. If you're making less than, if you're a middle class family, you're getting hurt badly right now. You're sitting at the kitchen table this morning deciding, well, we can't get new tires, they're bald because we have to wait another month or so. Or are we going to be able to pay the mortgage? Or who's going to tell her she can't go back to, to community college? They're the decisions you're making. And the middle class families like I grew up in Scranton and Claymont, they're in trouble. We should be talking about your families, but that's the last thing he wants to talk about. I want to. I want to talk about North Korea. Me, I do want to turn to ten seconds, Mr. President. That's ten a typical seconds. political statement. Let's get off this China thing, and then he looks the family around the table, everything. Just right. a typical politician. When I see that, let's talk I'm about not North a typical Korea. Politician. Okay, that's President. why I got elected. Based. That is the best line. It's kind of true. You yeah. know, it's not. He is. He, he is standard bearer of look, a politician. He's, not, he's been the same Donald nah. Trump. 
His Dude, Twitter is more, different. That's he, it. He was more politically correct when he was just running his businesses. I've seen him interview in the fucking 80s and 90s, and he was far more politically correct and fucking meticulous that, no, with what that. he said. I agree with that. Dude, he's smart. Guy, he, yeah. he knows he knows what I guess he knows what works and he uses it, but he's not gonna sit there and be like he tells you what the fuck it is. Like yeah. you Donald Trump is Donald Trump is Donald Trump. Biden's doing all this fucking ballet and all this so looking into the camera and fucking trying to talk Being about heat Yeah, I'm saying Donald Trump doesn't. I mean, yeah, he, not, he he no. he caters to an audience, but there's but not he just caters one, to an audience yeah. that wants Donald Trump. Donald Trump isn't new. That's what is what I mean. No, he's not fucking new. He's, he's a political Reagan, figure. He's Nixon. Yeah, I mean, even his rhetoric. I'm saying he knows a popular a fake populace. He has a fake populism stirred to it. We the people. Like, what do you mean, we the people? What about us? Oh, you don't. You America, don't, you're not bro. included. But that that's the that's Who's the idea included, of populism. Bro? Who's not included? Immigrants. Well, you, when he when he who's, talks, who did Donald Trump? Blue states. He excludes blue states all the time, dude. Let's fuck them. These blue states are <laughs> spending money, and we yeah. shouldn't take care of their mess, dude. Blue so, states. He's the United States of America. Yeah, that's a divider in but, chief. That's but, not a, un, a united captain for all all of us. I yeah. recall Biden doing the same, where he was all like, you know, there's no red states and blue states, but you know what, the red states. They're the ones no, who are doing bad with he, the COVID. He did say that, and then Dude. later he's like, well, but we're I mean, together. He did yeah, that. He because did that. It, it, because it's fucking po- You can't say well, that this- there's not a difference, and you can't say states' rights and not have accountability. And then you can't say that we have a federal pool and be like, you guys wanted to do your fucking fancy bullshit, and now we all got to pay for it too, you know? So I don't give a fuck about the red state, blue state. There's people handling things differently. There's going to be different outcomes. And what? We should just ignore that and be like, oh, we're all Americans now all of a sudden when you guys hardly want to be part of America and shit. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't always like that. That's the that's the nation. We're I'm not so- we're not as divided as we were there in our history. No. We're divided more today than we have been in the least past couple of decades. Only because we've been escalating this, division. this election, this can be like some kind of revolutionary war? or uh, Cultural know. revolution was prevalent. I don't, I don't think it'll get that violent. Civil war might be the peak. Uh, we were divided on People things. will keep killing each other. Like the way the, the, like the Antifa, Black Lives Matter protesters are clashing with Trump supporters or anyone on the right. They're killing each other now. Antifa is an idea. Okay. Yeah. People are killing each other based on ideological uh, political spectrums, but so, it's okay I mean, when one is a Nazi. Listen, dude. Well, that was two questions. I couldn't. Oh, <laughs> I said it's okay when one is a Nazi. It's yeah. not okay. It's okay to kill Nazis. It's not okay. Oh no! No, oh, I don't wow. Think so. Tony so B says <laughs> it's not okay to kill Nazis. No, dude, because it, it look. No, Tony B says Nazi lives matter. I think. This. Dude, you gotta you gotta give human people the idea that they matter no matter what, right? Base. That's the point. I don't like this identitarian, but if we look past even in Europe and everything, they were identitarians. They were based on their identity, not even on demographics, country. It was really on identity. And this is not this is not old. This is not new. I mean, this is old. And so I'm more of the belief that we got to reach across to the Trump supporters, man. They yeah. believe whatever the fuck Steven yeah, Crowder, to- Candace Owens, the Hodge twins. Whoa, that, whoa, that, whoa, whoa. Now you're just attacking. Yeah. No, but what they the believe anything they say that's gospel. And like, dude, I listen to them well, too, but well, holy shit. Well, I believe black people. What? No, oh, I don't do so, that either. No, I don't believe that. <laughs> like, what's wrong with the Hodge twins, man? No, no, no. I'm just saying they take their their opinions as, as gospel. As opposed to what? Well, you should listen to a variations 
uh, within the public spectrum. Why not? Yeah. I listen no, to I Ben agree. Shapiro. Uh, I listen to Noam Chomsky. I know you cringe on Ben Shapiro. I get no, it. I like Ben Shapiro. <laughs> I well, I think it's just he's he talks cringe. really fast and I'm slow. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, dude, Trump had respect for the moderator, which is a first, and I think she handled it well. But then they also had her fucking mute button which got used a few times and yeah. one time they turned i think trump's mic off by mistake i think yeah it's pretty funny but anyway so trump <laughs> sentence trump trump gave her a shout out and by the way so far i respect very much the way you're handling this i have to say like, yeah he he i don't know i mean she kind of was budging too they but they gave them more time to talk and rebuttal than the first time so she did a good job that if she went after Trump on a claim that he made, she did the same with Biden. I will give her that. That she Yeah, she called eager. Biden out yeah, hard. She called Biden out, which a lot of people are upset about. How dare you? No, nah, she called she yeah, yeah so, so she gets the the she gets almost legit. positive stamp of approval. Do you do you approve that message, Tony B? Was she uh decent as Was a she moderator? A good journalist? I or think, do you hate her because she's a woman? No, I, um, I read somewhere that she's interrupted Trump more than Biden. Oh, they're just going to start counting? Yeah, Tony, they counted, so, they counted. So I was just like, well. Well, because Trump was interrupting more. Uh, he was, he was. You know? But that's Trump what I'm thinking. They do that to Trump a lot. So I, I guess I'll, I'll, write her, I'll write her fair. She was better than Chris Wallace. Oh, God. Oh. Anybody's better than Chris Wallace. Give him a chance. Hopefully so, we can be better than Fox Chris Wallace. So then they got <laughs> into fucking one. Chris Wallace. Yeah, they should have got Tucker. Tucker Carlson. I'm still waiting for the Joe Rogan one. We we, we still have time, guys. No, it won't happen, man. Maybe in the next two decades. Speaking of Joe Rogan, they got into the minimum wage. Do you think this is the right time to ask them to raise the minimum wage? You, of course, support a $15 federal minimum wage. I do, because I think one of the things we're going to have to do is we're going to have to bail them out, too. We should be bailing them out now, those small businesses. You got one in six of them going under. They're not going to be able to make it back. One thing very quickly, but I he said we have reaction. to help our small businesses by raising the minimum wage. That's not helping. I, I think okay. it should be a state option. Alabama is different than New York. New York is different from Vermont. Every state is different. It should be a state you, option. You said very we recently. Have to help. It's very important. We have to help our small businesses. You, you How said, are you helping your small businesses when you're forcing wages? What's going to happen and what's been proven to happen is when you do that, these small businesses fire many of their employees. You said, Thank you. So, and then Biden was like, nah, bitch, there's studies that prove that that's not true. Yeah, but what, what states are those studies done in? I don't know, but I'm like, every business fires people when they don't have as much Especially money. Especially when if it's a mom and pop shop, too. Like, the, Yeah, no. Every, any, if the business doesn't have money, then it gets rid of I mean, what McDonald's did, and they're like a multi-million dollar company. They started doing the, um, where you can ch- check yourself out. Like, you don't even need a cashier. Anymore. Oh, the kiosk? Yeah. That's good. I'm down with that. I'm down with but that, I'm, too. You know, that's but I'm saying, like, that's what's going to happen, and it's like... Yep. But, but I was small business. Well, that should fun. always happen, though. That should always happen. No, no, but no, in no, the no. Center, wow. So Tony, <laughs> no, 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 no. Tony B no, 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 no. hates industry. No, wants, get rid of I'm these talking, mediocre I'm jobs. I'm talking about wow. mom and pop shops. Like, get rid of this mediocre They're not going to be able to pay the $15 <laughs> that they want them to pay. Yeah. They're going to yeah, end yeah. up sh- uh, shutting down. Yes. McDonald's, who's a multi-million dollar company, they're able to find other resources to do that. Right. Like, all right, we're not going to pay them. We're just going to hire a machine. Yeah, I agree. That's going to happen no matter what. And it should happen. That's always going to happen. 
You can't stop it. Why would you stop it? Because you know why that kiosk can't fucking come in and kill somebody or have an attitude. Yeah. Or fucking yeah. throw it's it my at you. <laughs> no, no. Get it's just you. more efficient. Markets are about. Ooh, no, I think you guys are missing my point. I know. I get what you're saying. I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> the, well, the mom and pop shops they can't afford that kind of technology. Yeah, like, to what make Trump was saying work. is like. But it's gonna happen no matter what. Tony B wants to automate your. Uh, jobs, but a minimum but like wage. Okay, minimum wage. That's what we're it's, talking about. It's different in every state. It is, but the economy keeps growing, and suddenly everyone's stuck on certain wages. Meanwhile, the shareholders and the owners yeah. put it this way: based, you're what selling your labor for very cheap. You're exploiting. Yeah, you're what I made last year in revenue. Yeah, like here. Yeah, I can probably get an apartment, live comfortably. Like, oh yeah. And Kentucky, I can own like fucking two houses. Yeah, that's that's the whole thing. Like, it's like. You can't force businesses that live in that are are running in states that where like a seven dollar minimum wage or someone getting yeah, paid like ten dollars an hour is Chicago, livable. Okay. You can pay for a mortgage in Kentucky. That that's a good example. So here here's here's what should be promoted then. Well, so we have two different spectrums. Both are losing spectrums. Meanwhile, you guys present something logical to include state considerations about their economy. Meanwhile, Trump says, no, let's not do anything. Let the states take care of it. Well, why aren't you promoting that in the states? And then Biden comes in. Well, everyone should be at the same level, which uh, Andy's saying, well, that's going to be hard. Yeah. It's not hard. It's just going to fuck a lot of people over. It's going to fuck a lot of people over as opposed to doing nothing. I mean, he's saying like. Trump is saying let's do nothing. That's why I'd rather do nothing than with what Biden is saying. I'd rather rather do the opposite. How is choice? Biden is like. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Now you know how it feels. No. Well, how is choice nothing? How is every every state doing what what is. Because no one's approach. promoting that in the states to where it matters as well. They don't need it. What no, they do talking? need it. People Dude, live but in then poverty. That's for the states to figure out. Was but it? they don't do it. What are you talking about? Like, no one's promoting Illinois has, it. Isn't it Illinois? Not everyone's doing it Dude, though. Then fucking vote people out. Vote people in. Go yeah, yeah, that's cool. that's, that's, so that's like, what the fuck are you talking? Well, about? that's what we're saying. Vote Trump out because he has no plan. Trump. What do you mean Trump? What does Trump have to okay, do if your state vote isn't Mitch taking McConnell out? Vote. Who else? Well, Lindsey Graham. Dick Durbin? Oh, wait, we're run by Democrats. Let's run Dick Durbin out. Yeah, let's run him out. Like, we're saying it, 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 it should be flat all across, but it's like, in reality, he's talking about helping these people out and building them out, but he's really going to fuck them over. Like, all right. Listen. While you guys are talking about fucking how much money you make to live in the greatest country on God's green earth, where even if you're, <laughs> even if you're poor, you can get fat and have a smartphone. No, thanks. There are children in cages. Oh. <laughs> 500 plus kids came with parents they separated them at the border to make it a disincentive to come to begin with they real tough we're really strong and guess what they cannot it's not coyotes didn't bring them over their parents were with them they got separated from their parents and it makes us a laughing stock and violates every notion of who we are as a nation. It's criminal. So, um. Wait, so we're upset about babies now? They shouldn't be in cages, first of all. And they, second of all, Mario, like, how many kids went missing and how many kids were sexually hey, abused? And Trump, how many Trump, kids- Trump dodged the whole, uh. Like, how are you going to get the kids back to the parents and shit? Of course, it did because it's not an easy answer. It's like how how are you gonna how are you gonna explain for those kids that went missing? I saw an article earlier that said that one of the Trump um, 
cabinet members said that those parents don't even want their kids back. I mean, it might be true for some. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, that might be like a good, what, 4 or 5%, but come on, come on who's not going to want their child back? Or if I, a bunch, probably. Right. <laughs> I know, yeah, I know yeah. plenty of people on the South Dude, Can you imagine? There's probably going to be a, a, a good majority of people that No, like, not a good majority. Come on, don't give me that. Hey, he said, hey, tell me why this motherfucker said, like, 4% to a good majority. <laughs> Don't give in. Uh, when I play space, no. I'm like, I have four, maybe eight. <laughs> yeah, dude, that shit, that shit was a quick shot. Hey. No, 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 no. But, hey, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Okay, maybe not four percent, but it's probably gonna be not a big number. But like, it's significant if it's any amount. It's significant if it's any amount. No, but it, listen, it, motherfuckers are sending. The their harsh kids. of the reality is that there are gonna be those people, though. Yeah, you know, maybe, that don't want yeah. their children. And what if that is what people are doing? Sending. I mean, there's people that still turn that through human traffickers. Come on, it's true. yeah, it's possible. Oh, how dare so you! So we're saying talk? ICE and the U.S. government under Trump is nefarious. I agree. Uh, you can't be using words. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, I don't know how he got that. Who's, it. who's running it right now? Isn't there a oh possibility? Oh, yeah. so so suddenly we yeah. put certain oh. identities to it. It's a problem. I have no idea what you no, guys are talking about. Because, dude, I've I've worked. <laughs> I'm smiling at. Listen, I've worked for organizations that were in charge of people's welfare, who aren't even national organizations where you're like fucking 10 20 100 people removed from the actual underground people who the the directors the people fucking four or five positions up don't know what the fuck the treatment of the everyday people are so i don't i'm, I'm not gonna sit here and so be like oh it's trump's fault that fucking children are being raped somewhere that is no, dude, they're, just, they're, they're, doing, they're doing that to joe biden left and right you're right maybe you shouldn't have who's doing that to joe biden oh, the whole QAnon movement joe biden is part of a satanic pedophilic oh, yeah, he's got an island <laughs> but that's true though there's a water island and hey, it's hell, on animal island. farm <laughs> i mean yeah that sense that's what you said that's though. proven <laughs> No, in that sense, but you said it like, yeah, obviously, like maybe the CEO or whatever doesn't know what really is going on on ground level. But if you start hearing rumors and everything, don't you think you should take the initiative yeah, and yeah. be like, and Trump didn't do really? that? Yeah, exactly. Trump didn't do that. So in a then sense, he, he started is responsible. renovating these cages and making them actual rooms. No, it'll how does that deter <laughs> them from going missing <laughs> and getting abused? <laughs> yeah, did he? Dude? I don't know. He actually did. He that's got rid of the cages. That's good. He didn't get rid. Did he get rid of them? They have fucking rooms now. Like, they play Xbox. Are there fences? Or so they have no, rooms they have rooms. I didn't know that. Of course not. It's not convenient for you to know that. Oh, what? Oh, and then, you know, I have a friend who just tells Why me. Why doesn't he true. say it, though? Why doesn't Trump say we got them in rooms now? Because know. how, how slow no of a transition is it to, to give everybody, every facility a room? So why not say... We're working on getting them rooms. He knows how to use simple words. How, how, <laughs> how disadvantage? How how much disadvantage would that get him against hard, diehard Republicans who want to deport? Oh, so let's oh, so appease the white supremacists. Dude, yeah. oh. The white supremacists. <laughs> it's not white supremacists to be like, no, these people don't deserve our tax Critical risk the there, people, though, listen, Racism one on one. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's right, to so appease to people who don't want the children to have their own rooms. Not Damn. white supremacists. I thought we were supposed to save our children from the satanic pedophilia. Hey, I mean, that's amazing. If they're giving them rooms, though. Like, hey, so people that don't like pay that. into the system, into the fair tax system, do they get the same amount? Uh, no, I don't believe in open borders, if you're, that's what you're asking. Well, okay, so in the sense, like, okay, we're going to, all our resources are going to these people. Wow, to, hold on, Tony B does not. 
Don't believe even, it. it does not believe. <laughs> no open borders. No In open borders. No. I approve this. There's message. a large reason, but Mario, I understand. In, what you're in the sense that they are not contributing because they're not a part of the system. That's but what they're yeah. still taking resources. Remember when so I so you yeah, can see yeah. how somebody who's be like, well, no, yeah. fiscally mm-hmm. that doesn't make any sense yeah, for us to be taking care of people who uh, aren't going to benefit our system. It's irresponsible. Okay, so. they're responsible. So that's so why that's I come. Why with, I come with. Remember what I started with. We need to create a condition for those we rely on in the labor force. We need to create conditions for them to survive economically, where they don't have to rely on the systems that are like welfare. It's they called make Mexico great again. Little Mexico great again in the United States. Um, what? what? <laughs> all right, all right. Like all right. Little Village, so, make Little Village Tony prosperous. Tony B That's wants Mexico to take over the United States. So no, but make it prosperous so those those people can live there. The, it sounds uh, like uh, Pilsen. What? Who, who uh, the remodeling? Get him oh, Pilsen. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> listen, bro. These people are fucking over there. Pilsen's a fucking mess. Look, Last time they were so fighting racist. about half the people didn't want no development because fucking it was going to cost too much and it was going to run the Mexicans out. Then the other half of the people wanted fucking schools. The other the other people didn't want schools. Pilsen's a mess. They're trying that to do so a. Racist. They're trying to declare <laughs> it a landmark. Fucking whatever oh, the fuck. And if they declare it a landmark. Uh, what is it like where they declare all of Pilsen? Oh, they can't knock shit rent. down and remodel it? No. Oh. Each fucking landowner or fucking property owner is going to have to spend, what was it, 25% of what the property is worth to renovate it. See, that doesn't seem fair to those that can afford it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. So. I thought that was your point. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Progressive. <laughs> Try to wrap it up. And <laughs> no, yeah. No, hey, listen, that's what's happening right now. It's just, it's just weird to see these communities that. You know, like, what do we want to go back to the '90s, or like, like the whole rent, the notion, like rent control, like people want development, but they don't want to spend money on the development. That to me, that's strange. And it's not that it's strange. I guess there's social economic barriers. Well, they want they want to be rebuilt, but it's like financially they can't do it. Well, they can't afford it. No, well, that's what they want. They They want want all the white people to pay for it. They want all the white people to pay for it with their fucking progressive tax. In Chicago, though, like, you're going to tell me that they spent all those stupid million dollars on those stupid-ass lights on fucking Congress instead of putting it in schools. Listen, all I know is that motherfuckers... It's a major uh, commercial area. Motherfuckers want shit. Motherfuckers want shit, and they don't want to pay for it, and they don't want to study. If if lights going down Congress <laughs> like that, that, that. <laughs> did that fall apart? That made sense. Right? No, that was a list. That was a list. That was nah, a but list. listen, I don't give a fuck about any of this shit. Just like Joe Biden, Mr. Tony B wants fucking a uh, pathway to citizenship. Don't compare me, please. Okay, yes. Oh, don't, no, no, please no. don't do that though. <laughs> like, I don't want to be like Joe Biden. Yes, a path to citizenship for the immigrants already in America. That's what, wanted, that's what they want to do to Pilsen. What is it? Put lights on the street. It looks like a blockbuster. It's just, it's just a modern fucking piece of shit fucking building. All right. So, uh, speaking of modern pieces of shit, mm. transition. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not. You know, I'm, I was fucking around. There's no transition to that. Uh. But a uh, pathway to citizenship. <laughs> I'll be president of the United States, not vice president of the United States. And the fact is, I've made it very clear. 
Within 100 days, I'm going to send to the United States Congress a pathway to citizenship for over 11 million undocumented people. And all of those so-called dreamers, those DACA kids, they're going to be immediately certified again to be able to stay in this country and put on a path to citizenship. That sounded like he threw some shade on a black man. Who did he throw shade at? At Obama. Because he won't be he won't be vice president. He'll actually he get shit done. He, he did. Is that what that was? That was a slight dig. Yeah, Whoa. yeah. Van oh. isn't wrong. No, he did. Oh. I like to start the. I thought the first. same thing. Uh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, that's no. what triggered in my mind when he did that. That yeah. little that that two one second quote. Yeah, but that that you know that's like a big because immigration has never really been like a thing for me because I just you know it's not like in my sphere. Yeah. But, like, it's, like, some people's, like, entire whole shit, you know? Yeah, no, I understand. I, I've been around those people. Um, I, I advocated for I raised money for scholarships for we, dreamers. We, 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 for a little bit, at what we do, we raise money for uh, DACA applications. Yeah. Um, something like that. Fucking a bunch of shit. We helped, uh, <laughs> we helped raise money to reunite uh, families together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that were being uh, separated, you know, when Obama was yeah in by Obama. So you, yeah. so you guys did a lot of good work, but you never knew the actual like labels. No, we just did. We, we, we don't need to fucking. <laughs> we don't need to fucking get too much educated. We just I'm, do shit. I'm not explaining this to anyone. Uh, it, <laughs> it was. It involved. It involved like punk rock shows. It involved a lot of weed oh, showing up shit. at places. It's something you love, yeah, and a, someone know. else benefited off your your affair. Yeah, there was not like a deep exploration of what this is all mean. It wasn't because it hit home. So you and he's yeah. racist now, anyway. So, so it's you could, yeah, like fucking, you could have supported you know. Water Island. It was all about the punk music. Possibly, yeah. We <laughs> <could've> <laughs> been. I was making films. This guy was there for the punk music. So you know, we all know that Joe Biden is a strong advocate of prison reform, oh. and uh, <laughs> so that's what he was going on about. That's why I'm offering $20 billion to states to change their state laws to eliminate minimum mandatories and set up drug courts. No one should be going to jail because they have a drug problem. They should be going to rehabilitation, not to jail. We should fundamentally change the system, and that's what I'm going to do. But why didn't he do it four years ago? Why didn't you do that four years ago, even less than that? Why didn't you? I am you were vice president. You keep talking about all these things you're going to do and you're going to do this. But you were there just a short time ago and you guys did nothing. We did. You know, Joe, I, I ran because of you. I ran because of Barack Obama because you did a poor job. I mean, in that sense, Trump is right, though. Like, how long has Biden been in office? He's barely wants to start changing things. Biden was fucking, but so one of the biggest things that hit me. Like what's going to change now? If have you been in office well, for X that, amount of years, then that he has to say what he has to say to get in office. Exactly. But one of the biggest things that have hit me out of all the whole election and Biden was when he went on that rant about I don't give a fuck where these people come from. They need to be in jail because they want to hit my mom with a club. Uh, well, well, I brought it. Because I, I I just like that one just hit a spot with me because it's like you you're mean? you're you're talking about because Biden was a big part of pushing this bill that that fucking like ninety three crime bill right that that was like the mandatory minimum sentences was involved in that no like fucking uh, like these no mandatory harsh, minimums was later like these harsh, I think it was three strikes and you're out these harsh sentences for fucking people with like 
drug charges and shit like that. Yeah, so yeah, if you get charged with a one, carrying an ounce of weed, that's one strike. You do it two more times, that's it. You get a felony kind of charge, shit, you know. And those there were there's people you know like working like working in social work like you meet people that are older, who, who ended up dealing with all of those types of laws, who are now like you could see how that started, their being in that position, being homeless, whatever it is. Like if I'm working with you, that's probably the case, and like just seeing seeing his disregard for like because it's. You know, to say that you don't care what the circumstances that created it, that's just a complete, like, I don't give a fuck about this person. And I don't think that in a lifetime, maybe I'm cynical, you can really change your perspective on what the value of life is. I really don't. That's cool if you want to. Like, can we? do we think that Hitler could have really changed what, <laughs> like, redeemably changed his opinion on what human life is? Like, and I don't give a fuck. So if at any point you've been like, this human life is worth less than mine, and now all of a sudden you're, oh, well, you know, I've grown as a person. Fuck you. I don't give a shit. I don't want to hear it. We used to support Hitler. We? Us? <laughs> yeah. Joe Biden. Joe Biden. Biden. Yeah, and yeah, no, I remember, yeah. Yeah, I did. We did, though. Yeah, we yeah, did. We liked, the whole world liked that guy. It was like, Actually, oh, you know what? I saw an article world. today. Companies that are in business today yeah, yeah. supported Hitler. Volkswagen and Fanta. Based, yeah, Coca Cola. <laughs> That's why I got a, a Volkswagen and I drink Mercedes. Fanta. But and I got uh, what is that? Uh, what is the shit that you wear? IBM. No, the fucking. Oh, yeah, you're, you're, listening, you're running a list. Yeah, IBM, <laughs> IBM set up mobile computer systems and shit to keep track. That's what the numbers that the fucking people had were for a IBM computer systems. You know, then that's that's constant in human behavior. Where that's what I'll have to say. I don't. That's why I hate Joe Biden because yes, exactly, you're right. He's a fraud. All of a sudden, he transformed. I don't believe it. Uh, the only thing I'll say is, based on my studies, political convenience matters. I mean, it's like, about the atmosphere, what the public agrees well, to. It's and like Hillary Clinton, though. And the same thing. She's a hypocrite the day, too. Fraud. Back in the day, she was like, "No gay marriage." Yeah, no, no, right, no. Yeah. exactly. Like, oh, and they, but they married. they assimilated to the political climate. But they're chameleons. All of them. I'm with Not all of them. See, I'm with that because because when I argue about the foundation of this country mm-hmm. and how yeah we we had slave labor and we had all these things, but the people that founded the country knew what it would turn into. They knew that that wouldn't last long because people like. Thomas Pu- Jefferson yeah, the public. already knew that this was the conversation. This was what people mm-hmm. wanted. Really but it was though? not the platform. Yeah, it was not the platform. Something that, it was a basis, right? Dude, politicians, just the same way that politicians now say crazy, ridiculous shit. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. There was people back then. Uh, slavery shouldn't be in place. But that wasn't a platform you ran with. Just like we've had politicians since the fucking yeah. 60s advocating for gay marriage and gay rights. Bernie Sanders. It was not a fucking platform that you could run Base. on. It yeah. took all it took all the way to now for that to be safe to say. Back when there were slaves, there was politicians, the same people that founded this country, that wanted slavery to end. But yeah, it wasn't the place. It wasn't politically yeah. convenient. It wasn't no, convenient it wasn't. for them. You weren't getting anywhere weren't on that platform. Yet. I'm not going to win. The people don't care. Yeah, they, they had critical for- race theory back then, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they don't. Well... Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I they, don't had, know. they had race they had, theories, they for had sure. Race theories. For and sure. And they critically thought about things. They, they did just a fucking. Lot. There is a theory that racism, authentic American racism, was invented. 
here. Like, there's an authentic American racism. Certain okay. brand. Yeah. Maybe. It's a theory. Once again, yeah, brand. It's a better yeah, way it's to say you, listen, it. We man. have the best brand of racism. Yeah, we had the best racism. The best, the best racism. racism. You've never seen racism you, like you our racism. You couldn't believe. It's huge. Saying. You've never imagined this type Bigly. of racism. Dude, the thing he does with his hands, where he, it looks like he's telling you how big a chick's ass is when he's moving his hands <laughs> and shit. It's crazy, dude. Her but anyway, so fucking Biden uh, had a lot of opinions about race because he gets to because he gets to tell black people that, that they're, black. they're not black oh and they no. don't vote for him oh no. and all this shit okay vice president biden abraham. let me ask you very quickly and then i have a follow-up question for you abraham lincoln here is one of the most racist presidents we've had in modern history he pours fuel on every single racist fire Every single one. Started off his campaign coming down the escalator saying he's going to get rid of those Mexican rapists. He's banned Muslims because they're Muslims. He has moved around and made everything worse across the board. He says to the, about the poor boys, last time we were on stage here, he said, I told him to stand down and stand ready. Come on. This guy has a dog whistle about as big as a foghorn. Dude, he just has lines up his fucking pocket, like, <laughs> and he doesn't even cor- uh, cite them correctly. Yeah, that's good. But I mean, what you know, the guy's doing his best. <laughs> He's doing his best. What's what's going on? I didn't say I'm Abraham Lincoln. I said not since Abraham Lincoln has anybody done what I've done for the black community. Now you have done nothing other than the crime bill. Which put oh God tens of thousands <laughs> of black men mostly in jail. All right, let me, you let, know me what? Not, let me they ask Vice President Biden. Because if you look at what's happening with the voting right now, let me ask they Vice remember President that Biden you treated them very, very badly. The, Just the, take a look at what's happening out there. Vice President Biden, let me give you a chance to respond within this context. Crime okay. bills that you supported in the 80s and 90s contributed to the incarceration of tens of thousands of young black men who had small amounts of drugs in their possession. They are sons, they are brothers, they're fathers, they're uncles, whose families are still to this day, some of them suffering the consequences. So speak to those families. Why should they vote for you? One of the things is that in the 80s, we passed 100%, all 100 senators voted for it, a bill on drugs and how to deal with drugs. It was a mistake. I, oh, God. Am I, <laughs> I'm at least glad that he kind of said it was a mistake. Finally. Oh. But uh, still doesn't change. Like, do you get to come back from like, like literally, like a person whose life, like their entire life, was fucking ruined but by that? These right things, there right? already shows you that he's not. It's politically convenient, right? Yeah. He's not capable of actually making big decisions. Like, well, that was a big decision. Exactly, though. that's what I'm saying. Like, so he is do capable. You want someone and it's to be president who made that decision that is a mistake. Well, yeah, it's it's not like the knowledge that we oh, have. I know what you're the knowledge that we have now in terms of psychology and, and social development and cause he actively dismissed that knowledge when he said, I don't give a fuck where they come from. I don't mm-hmm. care what disadvantages right. they had. So it's not like we had some leaps and bounds in science and psychology. Yeah, yeah. It's consistent. He yeah. just didn't give a fuck. And the knowledge is consistent. Right. Yeah. yeah, it's we we know the same shit. They got the same. They got just more information. Your circumstances yeah. change your outcome. Mm-hmm. He didn't give a fuck, but I don't give a fuck. Right. You don't get to not give a fuck all of a sudden. That's why I'm or so anti give a fuck or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, and I was surprised when I was watching you live stream and you said that Trump was the lesser of two evils. Thank and you. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't, I didn't catch the whole reason and all that, but it right. was just no, cool. Bless you, by the way. But 
you know, even if you look at Trump when he was just a businessman, yeah. he never actively caused that for people. There was the lawsuit about the fucking, you know, um, profiling or not renting to certain people but his whole fucking empire was based on have most of it was based on low-income type shit and mm-hmm. developing property so like see so yeah, he was gonna push someone out eventually he if he had that system he hasn't caused active damage even even if you say if you go like okay biden, let's right. measure what biden has done in his time in office and trump then you're fucking on a whole different like mm-hmm. it's over because oh, Trump has actually actively done some good, even if it's for a small amount of black people, which it's not. It's a good, a decent, respectable amount. Like, just in bad and good, it's not even comparable, man. Yeah, right. Comparatively, I'm, I agree. Biden has done the most harm. Fuck yeah. Uh, people won't say that, <laughs> right? It's hard for the leftists or liberals to accept that. But it's true. Uh, the thing that I would say to back my own argument, because I hate defending Biden. It makes me throw up on the inside. <laughs> I'm being very honest. It's very hard. So um, Trump, he represents this idea of ignoring any disparities, ignoring the science. And I just don't like what he proposes on the issue because he doesn't propose anything. This motherfucker didn't say anything to propose. All he says is we're going to boost up the markets and create jobs. Well, Biden has a, has a not so good idea, but he said he wants to give first home home buyers $15,000 for first home home They're buyers. They're already the plans They're like already that dead. for first. No, the idea is nationwide though. That's yeah, not a statewide thing. I know that's why I don't like him because it's not, I? it's not far enough. Imagine I'm a radical leftist. Remember I don't agree <laughs> with either side. It's just that Biden is closer to what I want compared to uh, Trump when it comes to the color of issue, when it comes to the environment, Dude, but, college debt, you but incentivizing, name it, minimum wage, incentivizing home ownership, first time home home ownership, it exists already in there. States. Yeah, we have it here. Like it, it exists. I think in most states, and even when it doesn't on a state level, it does on a fucking financial level with banks and shit, where where they look for shit like that. Dude, oh, so you're saying Biden's promises means really nothing. That, that things like that already exist. Well, they and, exist, and but that is, it, is if, it that good? Is it that if good? you already have a good economy, do you need that little fucking extra boost? Some families do. We don't know the circumstances of families. We know that the disparities exist. So, yeah, maybe it works for some people. I'm for helping the most amount of people ever. I hate greater good uh, ethics. But when it, that's the system, yeah, I want ideal. I want the best. I uh, hate Biden, but the thing is Trump is not trying to help. He relies on the stock market. Yeah, he, he's got a more trickle-down mentality type thing. Yeah, Biden squashed him on it. He said, in Scranton, Pennsylvania, not everyone owns stocks. And then he was like, bro, you don't even live he's in Scranton. He's not even from there. Yeah, he must have out. He's like, bitch, from the hood. But, it's, but even though it's true, he got him, Biden had a point. And it got drowned out by, bro, you're not even from why, Chicago. Why, why don't people fucking, <laughs> why don't people from Scranton have fucking stocks? Why don't they own stocks? What? You know what? That's cultural, right? I mean, who in the room has stocks? I don't know. Some dude was telling you me. You have a 401k? Look, no. Andy's got Aren't fucking stocks. I've always been public service. Andy's got stocks. So no company you've ever worked for has set up a retirement Yeah, I'm giving a fuck have, about I, you. I have goddamn. SIRS. Have you ever heard of SIRS? It sounds like a general. I have SIRS problem. Okay. 
Does that money that you Are you, you okay, invest, bro? Are you going to be all right? Yeah, Do you, you need medication yeah. for help, that? Help me. That money, <laughs> that money that you pay for whatever it is, yeah, uh, yeah, retirement yeah. or whatever, whatever you want to call it. Do lawyers handle it, and then do they reinvest your money in order to make it grow? No, 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 no. It's a, it's a, it's a system run by a certain private company that's mm-hmm. managed through the state. You know, it's it sounds, it, sounds, it sounds like they play the stock market yeah, too. Yeah, well, maybe I, I don't know if they do it that so that's, like obvious. That's Trump's point is that All everybody has an investment in the stock market because that's your retirement plans, that's your four hundred one ks. No, that's this is public your, service. Public service doesn't have a stock interest. Even if your company, even if you yourself have not signed oh, up for okay, it, your company is already setting up for your retirement or at least to take care of you. I think it's a state run enterprise, so I don't think it's possible. But you might have a point. Sirs, it's a There's, state. There are state. There are public things that go into the stock market. As oh, okay, well. so I don't know enough. But, uh, but a, that's not. But Tony B doesn't don't know. Say don't don't say Tony things. B doesn't know don't, enough. Don't say those things. Well, I know you're things. already really thinking about <laughs> duplicating everything I say. <laughs> and it's fine, especially when you drop everyone else's volume. Yeah. That way, it's just a clear sound. It's fucking gold. Did you capture Gabby very well? I'm like, <laughs> all right, maybe all right. A wop, maybe wop. Maybe we're afraid of a wop. <laughs> I don't want to get uh, lost in the fucking in the sauce, man. I mean, that's is that is that not an option on the table? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Trump. Trump's trying to warn us about fucking windmills and, <laughs> and tiny windows, dude. This is the craziest plan that anybody has ever seen, and this wasn't done by. Smart people. This wasn't done by anybody. <laughs> Frankly, I don't even know how it can be good politically. Right. They want to spend a hundred trillion dollars. That's their real number. He's trying to say it was six. It's a hundred trillion dollars. They want to knock down buildings and build new buildings with little, tiny, small windows. <laughs> Wait. So let's give a little bit of context. What? What's the context? I don't got context for that. I think there's a sir. There's a charge on windows. Oh, I know in Mexico they did that for a while. They taxed the fuck out of people for fucking windows, how many windows they big have. Big windows? I don't know why. I haven't looked into it. I just thought it was ridiculous. Uh, well, I think it's just the amount of energy that, or the amount, you know, like if you have a house that's got heat and things like that, like your oh. heat and, or why air conditioning and. The government is really sounding like an insurance agency. Well, it's all like, oh, no, even his sister, my friend, got his windows replaced because they were with tiny windows. windows. Oh, just good windows, tiny. yeah, good windows, like so double layered TV. windows, yeah, with uh, that gas in the middle. Well, you know, and then <laughs> not only do windows need to be tiny, we got to stop the windmills because I don't give a fuck all the How birds, all the chickens, bird lives matter. We are energy independent. I know more about wind than you do. It's oh. extremely expensive. <laughs> kills all the birds. It's very intermittent. It's got a lot of problems, and they happen to make the windmills in both Germany and China. And the fumes coming up, if you're a believer in carbon emission, the fumes coming up to make make these massive windmills is more than anything that we're talking about with natural gas, which is very clean. One other thing. Find me a solar. Say that. I love solar, but solar doesn't quite have it yet. It's not powerful yet to to really run our big, beautiful factories that we need to compete with the world. So False. it's all a pipe dream. False. He said a False. lot of things that are very important. Like what? It's hard to keep up because <laughs> he just keeps throwing shit out there. Uh, so he said, 
What did he say before he said natural glass is clean and and Joe Biden was like, prove it. I don't know. You think I'm listening to any of this shit? I'm trying because he says so much, man. It's hard to keep up with this guy. kills the birds? The birds, no. <laughs> oh, windmills causing more carbon emissions. Oh, that it takes, oh yeah, yeah. So, oh yeah. So that to that point, because later on he says, or I think before, that they have the lowest carbon emissions. They had the best record numbers. Yeah. And it, to me, I'm thinking like, wait a minute, though. That's I remember of, he was of, sitting down with a bunch of people, and he they asked him, "Are you going to take climate change serious?" And he was like, "No, the science, they're wrong." That's what I think. And then he's quoting. Carbon emissions are a record low. What do you fucking believe, bro? That shit makes me mad. Like, I don't get it. It doesn't make what sense. Are you, He's, what are you trying to figure out? What's so, well, you know, first off, he's saying climate change and the science, the science behind it is, he doesn't agree he with this. He just wants clean air. But then he quotes about carbon emissions being low. But yeah. why does that matter if you disagree with it, the science? It matters if the argument is that we need to reduce them and blah, 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 because of climate change, when he can just be like, look, we've had the lowest amount, we're already doing a good, we don't need to fucking sign up for any fucking climate change fucking bullshit. And I get, I, get why he does, I get why he does it, but then later in another interview, he'd be like, bro, fuck science, what are you talking I about? I mean, does it say fuck science? <laughs> oh, yeah! Well, it's not, it's not, I think he just doesn't believe that, that the climate is... Um, then why like do they acutely care? being? Then why do they care about keeping be, carbon records part, low? Why does he care about that? It's I part of the conversation. Cares. But why? Because he wants clean air and water, bro. He said he wants clean air <laughs> and what, water. What do carbon emissions have anything to do with clean air and water? Then I don't know, bro. If there's more carbon no. emissions, there ain't, ain't as clean, ain't it? Exactly. But he says. But well, he says he wants to breathe times. clean air. He doesn't give a fuck about the environment. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> he just saying. wants to breathe clean. Listen, <laughs> listen, listen. If you want to breathe, if you want to, if he wants clean air because he just wants to breathe nice shit, and you want clean air because you want the fucking world to not end in twelve years. If we're gonna get clean air, we're gonna get clean air. That's it. It's all we want, yeah. right? We want the same thing. If he doesn't believe in like, like he's deregulating certain industries, but he's also fucking putting money into some of those. Industries that like Biden said he doesn't invest in solar and all this bullshit when they wait when they have maybe they haven't as much as oh, yeah, I don't know. as Biden and them would but it's not like he's ignored any of it and shit it's just it's not a complete fucking sharp turn from what this, we've been this doing this guy is the same guy that said I support clean coal which is a joke Trump supports clean coal I don't know about clean coal man well, he said I don't clean know about coal. dirty coal clean coal no, <laughs> no, no, no it doesn't make sense it's Burn the coal but more importantly fracking. Everybody's got opinions about fracking. Apparently. Rid of your oil industry. He was against fracking. He said it. I will show that to you tomorrow. I am against fracking. <laughs> Until he got the nomination, went to Pennsylvania. Then he said, but you know what, Pennsylvania? He'll be against it very soon because his party is totally against fracking it. Fracking on federal land, I said. No fracking you and said or oil on federal land. Let me ask I to never said I oppose fracking. You said it I, on tape. I did. Show the tape. Put it on your website. I'll put it on. Would there be any place for fossil fuels, including coal and fracking, in a Biden administration? No, we would, we would, we would work it out. We would make sure it's eliminated. What about, say, stopping fracking and stopping yes. the pipeline infrastructure yes. and, 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 
exactly. No, no fracking. You got to transition away from it. Look, you're going to ban fracking all across America right now, right? I would love to. Yeah, I'd love to too. I'd love to make sure we don't use any oil or gas. Period. So look in my eyes. I guarantee. I guarantee. We're going to end fossil fuel. We are going to end fossil fuels. <laughs> I mean, I'm cool with the transitioning part. Yeah, and that's but, what he stands for. But then the whole banning thing. Yeah, no, but then he tries to cater to people. He does. That's the thing. Dude. How close are we? To nowhere. to complete. Yeah, oh, no, I don't think he'll do it anywhere. in his administration. No, but no. that's what I'm saying. Why we're are we so trying far... to fucking like make like, leaps and bounds? I, I I don't want ban. I don't want. I do want to ban fracking, but uh, I won't. I won't defend Biden because he does flip flop. But in the, in Bro, the one put... thing you had in that video, he says, "Yeah, I would love to ban fracking." The rest of that conversation is with an environmental activist. From like uh, the sun, the sun, the sunshine movement, I think, and the sunshine movement activists was saying, "Let's ban it today." Then, and Biden was like, "No, nah, bro, come on, man, we can't, we can't do that. We have For to real. do it. We have to phase it out." And yeah. I, I agreed to phase it out, but you got to have a strong stance. And he flip flops, so I hate him as a Why radical. Why do you have leftist. to have a strong stance, bro? Why can't you be realistic? You be well, I have a strong, life? I have a strong stance. What are you gonna do? Ban fracking, bro? Yeah, why not? Tony B will ban fracking. Do you know what fracking does to certain communities? I mean, so that's right, fracking that's a- is like kind of what the reason why we gain independence in terms of oil, no? Or uh, that and that they also went into oil reserves. They so was like, fracking oil reserves. We don't, we don't, <laughs> motherfuckers don't want to be in the Middle East and endless wars. Yeah. but they also don't want fracking. So like. We're still in the Middle East. We're still in Syria getting oil preserves. But not for oil. We're in the Middle East no, for other reasons. No, Donald Trump said we're there. We're going to take the oil. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't, don't confuse your listeners. Don't do that but, shit. But, but what? Is all of it coming from there? Are we as dependent as we were before? I couldn't tell. No, well, Donald Trump said we're more dependent on America than anywhere else at the at the moment, right? Right now. Yeah. So we're self-dependent, right? That's like, what that, I want to say. Is that bad? I think that's good. Like, would you rather go, like, eliminate fracking at the expense of having to depend on other nations for oil? No, I'd rather eliminate fracking to depend on solar, wind, geothermal, yeah. hydrochlor, whatever. How about blah. nuclear? Nuclear? No nuclear? I'm Are for nuclear, nuclear until you can phase it out. That's the what? point. Phase it out into what? Into uh, all the other complete stuff? solar. The sun is fucking... We dark. can't even... We can't gather all the... Are you the, saying the, we're the never going to be spectrum. able to? When? Okay, when that happens, Develop can we get rid of nuclear? Yeah, you phase it out. Then that's what I agreed to. But, <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't By the time that, we harness fucking black matter. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Wait, that you're nuclear, doubting the scientific minds of today. Why don't we invest in it then? Bro, you're talking about some long-term ass yeah. shit that ain't okay, before, half, by the time, fiction. Okay, fine, but let's start pushing towards it. All Why right. are we stalling? I mean, listen, my listen, point. listen. Why stall? Stop looking listen. Um, Stop talking roll. I'm done with this fucking goddamn debate. Bullshit. Bull, okay, <laughs> bullshit. I'm done with the debate. I think he lost after, um, Biden lost after he said that he was going to uh, move away from oil. And that was pretty much the... Uh, when, the when Trump... Okay, here. There, 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 there. I have one final would question. Would he close down falls, the oil industry? It falls. Would you close down the oil industry? By the way, I have a transition from the oil industry, yes. Oh, I would that's transition. a big statement. That is a big statement. That's a because statement. I would stop... Why would you do that? Because... The oil yeah, industry pollutes significantly. Oh, I see. Here's the deal. But That's you a big statement. That. Well, if you let me finish the statement, because it has to be replaced by renewable energy over time. 
over time. And I'd stop giving to the oil industry. I'd stop giving them federal subsidies. He won't give federal subsidies to the to the gas. Excuse me, to the to uh, solar and wind. Yeah. Why are we giving it to oil industry? We actually do All give right. it to solar and wind. We and that's maybe the biggest question. statement in terms of business. That's the biggest statement. Okay. Because basically what he's saying question, is he is Mr. going President. to destroy the oil industry. Okay. Will you remember that, Texas? Will you okay. remember that, Pennsylvania, Oklahoma? Vice President Biden, let me give you 10 seconds to respond, Ohio. and then I have to get to the final question. Vice President Biden. He takes everything out of context. <laughs> <laughs> If no, not, come on. Kind of doesn't Trump has a point. A Trump yeah. has a point. He does take a lot of context a lot. Dude, we we can move as sharply as we should. Sure. That's what I mean. Like, if we could, we we should. But if we can't, we, obviously we should we should put effort into transitioning, but yeah. we can't just stop everything exactly. right now. And we can't disrupt fucking econo- the economy. Like as much as people like to say that the economy isn't everything. No, 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 no. This it's level basis, yeah. of lifestyle that we have in America is completely dependent on the economy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. If you want to live like you're in fucking Mexico, sure. We could compromise a little bit. You know, if we want to give up our smartphones and just kind of like gas being something that we just fucking shit out and we just drive to places, take road trips, vacations, fucking yeah, why are we, all this nonsense. Why pay, are we converting poop into energy? Pay fucking. Why aren't we? Yeah, why aren't we converting, <laughs> converting hey. poop into energy? But Maybe. either way, fucking no Trump. Thanks. Trump is still <laughs> number one hero and, you know, he sometimes is overwhelmed by the by the feeling he gets. Thank you. Thank you. You know, there's never been that chant before, seriously. We all like Ronald Reagan, I guess he'd be. But he never had that chant. We love you. Thank you, Beth. We love you. <laughs> You're going to make me cry. Don't do that. I don't want to cry. I don't want to cry. Make me cry. You'll destroy my image, and then you won't love me anymore. That'll be terrible. <laughs> I appreciate it. Now I do, and I feel the same way. That's why I'm doing this. I had a good life before I did this stuff. Believe me, my life was very simple and very nice. Have you ever watched him through like the '80s, '90s, and early 2000s? No, I've seen some of his interviews where he's creepy. Uh, like, but I haven't seen his good highlights. Like, talk really? There's yeah, I've seen a lot of his bad highlights. Like, uh, like talk- a Native American one. No, I is there that. a compilation that He's, I can watch? No, <laughs> no, I, I see him said, but he was in court and he was telling the judge. He's like, Your Honor, they don't look Native American to me. Why do they get a tax credit for their casino when I don't? They don't look Native American to me. Were they Native American? I mean, what was the measure for Native American? That's then? been a historical battle throughout Native American history. The Everyone's right to own a casino. It's like the bloodline. No, but I'm saying, like what, the what was the measure? Like, I if don't we know can't, back then. if we can't spit into a tube and send it to 24 well, and me, imagine his time. They, you could do that. I mean, all <laughs> what would your argument be though? Like, you can't do a DNA test to to measure someone's name. So it's like, 
that would be the only measure you have. Like this motherfucker doesn't look native to me. That's bro. it. Yeah, that's, that's, I would be in court saying that shit. Yeah, but that it's kind of creepy. It's kinda creepy actual-ish. is him saying that he date his daughter if it wasn't his daughter. That, no, that I'll was, that was that. creepy. That was a creepy part. I'm saying it was part of his xenophobic attitude, right? It was this idea that that's because of a way a person looks, but Native American but and what whiteness. What was the measure? How else would you have measured that in but that I'm context? S- no, I'm, what I'm, I agree with what you're saying. If you make a law that says yeah. this person coming from this descendants Simple logic. gets this fucking benefit. Simple logic would say, let me look at you and you describe well, everything. Simple logic, but I'm saying what Thank other you. what else did he have at his disposal to prove or disprove well, that? Wait for the, oh, and the law. What was the law using? It was a blood system. And genetics based back then that's existed for hundred years. That, that's so just his grandpa. Black codes and whatnot, right? Yeah, man. It's the I mean, same thing. Native Americans went the same thing that Native um, um, Black Americans went through. So was 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 Pocahontas Native American enough to you? Yeah. Not the oh, real. Oh, you talking about Elizabeth Warren? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. The, yeah. The Not enough to matter. We're like, oh my god, you're enough you're a minority. to get enough to get the. Casino benefits? No. Enough to get well, a scholarship? Well, I don't know. No, I don't know, man. So how white was this person that Trump was saying didn't I look native enough? I don't know. God damn it. But that's why I said I don't I know. I need some stuff. Listen, I watched Trump say all the creepy shit, walking around the, the lockers and watching the bitches change mm. and fucking, you know, the, all the shit he'd say on like shows like Howard Stern and Ooh. his daughter. She wasn't my daughter. Yeah, I yeah. date her. <laughs> and yeah, like. That creepy stuff, right? Yeah, but but he's got. He's been talking about all this stuff in a really well-informed way for a really long time and shit. Before it was really beneficial to him apart from just being a businessman, an international businessman. But I think he's smart. He knew what he was doing. I I think he orchestrated this whole thing. I think he was switching parties back and forth till he knew exactly when the right time to run was. And he knew that after Obama Mm -hmm. would be his best shot at being able to run. He read the crowd, right? He read the crowd, dude. He was he was a supporter of Kamala Harris. And Imagine he, that. He was like uh, Matt, just completely making the media his bitch for the longest. Dude, yeah. Like they he, fucking he, ran with it. He put out stories about himself. And it was like in the 80s and 90s. He put out stories about himself just to keep his name out there. That's why I think the whole COVID thing was just, he just said he got it just because. Uh, well, Chris Christie came out and changed his mind about COVID. So I think the fat guy. Gives me the indicator that Trump actually did have COVID. I don't believe it. I no, just no, do because no, no. Chris Christie, all of a sudden he came out. He's like, hey, I was wrong. Wear your mask, everyone. I was sick. And he was there. when Maybe he got COVID. What the fuck does that got to do? Well, I'm saying he was around Trump. So what? Once I, Trump dude, got I was COVID. Around, I was around people in my job that got right, COVID. Right, right. But uh, it was a coincidence that like 20 plus Think people about the political. Got, what, 20 plus people got COVID-19. To his supporters. To his supporters. Imagine the implications. Right. No, I agree. I agree. That's getting possible. COVID, getting over it in two days and being like, here I am. Well, look, he said he's Superman, bro. My evidence is Chris Christie. Your evidence <laughs> does not stand here. go with the audio. <laughs> but I woke up and I felt good. I said, get me out of here. Boom, Superman. <laughs> Through Operation Warp Speed, we will have 100 million vaccine doses before the end of the year, and our military is going to distribute them, and they are, there's nobody like our military. Oh, 
you offended a bunch of people right now, Van. I, I really do think. <laughs> I really do think his supporters are fucking idiots, though. Oh, I mean, not all of them. No, not all of them. Man. But those, but there's a very specific. Yeah, yeah. cultists. Usually, the rally c- crowds are just like cringe as fuck, dude. Yeah, the uh, uh, Van's favorite person in the town hall with Trump, the person that was nodding, that black girl that was the nodding mm-hmm. I the entire her. time. <laughs> I saw her. I saw her in an interview. I think she's like Dominican, dude. Yeah, she is. She's cringe worthy. Oh, Why? Damn. That's sycophantic behavior, like Barry White no. said. Yeah, that's the type. She was nodding to everything. <laughs> See, I watched her in an interview, and I don't think she's cringe like the people I'm referring to. In the, 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 the town hall, she was, though. At least, I'm she sorry. Was agreeing. I she apologize was to her, her and everyone else that was offended. I'm offended. But in the town hall, she was not into everything he said, dude. No, she wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking tripping. Okay, I'm exaggerating. You but are. almost all the time, she was just like, that motherfucker <laughs> knows what's up. Well, Trump doesn't <laughs> want to get beat by the worst candidate ever. Uh, I shouldn't jump. I shouldn't jump. Because you know what? Running against the worst candidate in the history of presidential politics puts pressure on me. Could you imagine if I lose my whole life? What am I going to do? I'm going to say I lost to the worst candidate in the history of politics. I'm not going to feel so good. Maybe I'll have to leave the country. I don't know. So, like, I saw that on a on a headline, mm-hmm. and it was like, they, they, to leave yeah, the yeah. It's like Trump might leave the country if he loses election. He's avoiding getting locked up. Yeah, so I was like, damn, like, that's fucked up, dude. Like, fucking, that's not cool, man. And I looked it up, and it's a video of him doing a whole comedy routine and shit. <laughs> Everyone's laughing at him because he's fucking being ridiculous. And I was like, why does the media do that? Why do you guys do this to me, man? They make you defend Trump? Not defend Trump. It's just like, if he was making a joke, why don't you just say that? Instead of making it seem like, I mean, it's clickbait, I guess. They're making traffic. money, dude. They they care about the profits. Oh, it's embarrassing. Say that again. All of it is embarrassing. <laughs> you know, P- Peter's still here with us. Uh, how do you feel about Trump in all of this this whole situation, Peter? I'm actually oh, quite shit. pro-Trump because he pisses so many people off. Peter, what, what he's done, what he's done over the years. If you look at five years ago, um, people would badmouth and criticize and slander. Uh, conservatives or people on the right-leaning side, right? Yeah. Like Mitt Romney was vir- literally Hitler, you know, when he was uh, running for president. And like Mitt Romney's literally, literally Hitler. I mean, he's he was as milk toast as they come, right? He had binders and, full of women, and uh, yeah, he, put he had his binders dog full of women fucking, uh, on top of his car roof. Well, I think yeah, I think that yeah. the the only. And, the real measure that, like, you know you've arrived, like, you've made it as a politician when you've been you're compared Hitler. to Hitler. Hitler. At least once. Not Base. Mussolini. Forget yeah. Mussolini. No, no, no. <laughs> and they also, I mean, I was no fan of John McCain, but they also badmouthed John McCain. So, you know, what happened with Trump is the Republican voters said, well, we want someone with a bit of backbone and someone who's going to fight back, right? Yeah. And, and there's been literally 30 years of just bad-mouthing uh, conservatives and, and slandering them and lying about them, and Trump's not taking it lying down. So I love that. I love that he takes them on and uh, gives it back to them. Because if, if you look at my situation, I'm in a similar situation where you know, people lie about me, slander me, bad-mouth me, et cetera, et cetera, and I'm just supposed to tolerate it, and they hate it when I, when I give it back to them. 
and so Trump is doing doing that same sort of thing. And you see now Republicans have got a bit of backbone now. I yeah, you know who's the best indicator of that thing that who embodies that the most? What's this guy's fucking name? Uh with the be he's got a beard now? I'm not sure. Oh, fucking um Ted Cruz? Ted Cruz. Yeah. He went Ted from Cruz, super yeah. clean cut, super fucking watching what he said. <laughs> Super Mr. Nice Guy too. Like now he's got his beard. He's talking shit all the time. He's doing skits and shit. You haven't seen him. He's been drinking more monsters lately. Dude, he yeah. went. He went. He completely after Trump. He completely changed his shit. But yeah, uh, he, he uh, Ted Cruz became more aggressive in pushing back on people. Yeah, thank the, you. The one who's been the biggest change has been Lindsey Graham. Yeah. Lindsey Graham's moment in the Kavanaugh. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Thing. I was like. Hell, Lindsey Graham 2.0 has arrived, right? I was shocked. But, but he tapered. See, he tapered down. But I think, uh, I think, uh, what the fuck is his name again? Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz. He's just. He's still not very memorable. He's the Zodiac killer, don't you? Yeah. Know? Yeah. No, I remember. <laughs> but Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz is still riding that wave and shit. You know, he grew his yeah. beard out, and he's like, "Fuck it, I'm a bad." He's boy gonna now. go back into hiding. He stood. He's just. He's still a fucking. Um, what is it? A heel. Oh, he's still he heel. switch heel and he's staying heel for. He's a, while. a tweener, as they say. He's like <laughs> he's in somewhere in the middle. But what you've what you've got now, what Trump has done, I mean, there were so many Republicans who didn't want him around, and that like no Democrats want him around, and he's rubbed everybody the wrong way, and I just love it. I think it's great. No, I do too. A lot of people's heads explode. I I think that even on an abstract level, I love the idea of Trump because fucking he he really did put whether it's for good or bad he highlighted these elements of politics that are something that we need to be more aware of you know the way that the media the media manipulates things yep. the bias that exists in that the way that people just kind of go along with things the flaws in democracy like he just highlighted so many fucked That's up things that even if he is the devil good Here's what happens when you guys fuck around and let the devil get into office. That's bitch. why Trump's presidency is a good thing. Yeah. Tony, do you disagree? Sure. Oh, oh Tony's not here. Oh, you don't disagree, Tony? I'm not here. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> so Tony, <laughs> Tony, Tony B approves this message. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. No, so, I don't. I don't. Hold on. So there's there's a bunch of people it's endorsing late, Trump. Damn it. Left and right. And <laughs> shit. One of them was Tony B. One of them, no, apart, no. From, apart from Tony B, fucking... Um, 50 Cent is yeah. now endorsing <laughs> fucking yeah. President Trump. Are you serious? But you, you, and I, you and I are old enough to remember the 91 to 93 recession, right? No. no. I, was, <laughs> I was one year old. Really? Yeah, tell me about the I 91. <laughs> oh, okay. So uh, I was around, I started working in the 80s, and there was an absolute massive property boom in the second half of the 80s, right? And then you had uh, the war, the 91 to 93 war. And I, I was working in the at desert? IBM in, the in desert? that period. And, you know, things were so good coming out of the 80s. Everyone's like, you know, the world is our oyster. Things are going well. The economy's booming, etc. And you had guys like Trump. That was when Trump was really on his ascendancy as a New York real estate mogul. Yeah. And then 91 to 93 was so bad. Uh, if if you went around, um, occupancy rates in buildings 
went down by about 25% in that period. And so owning a building was suddenly a really, really bad idea. And, and Trump was like the guy who owned lots of buildings at that point in time. And he was um, many billions of dollars uh, underwater. Yeah, I now, do remember IBM, that. IBM, if you try and imagine what it was like then, IBM was like the world's wealthiest company and it nearly went out of business during that period. It was stunning what, what was happening. And I was like, wow, how is anybody else surviving? And everybody thought Trump would go away, right? Nobody thought Trump could come back. And the fact that he came back from such a deep property recession, you know, those of us who were around were like, wow, you know, he even got through that. Well, that, that's, where the, that's where the story comes from, where he's walking down the street and he sees the homeless guy. And he gives him a dollar, and he tells whoever the fuck he's walking with that, you know what, that that guy is one dollar richer, or he's he says what well, he's five million or five hundred million dollars fucking wealthier than I am, or some bullshit like that. Damn, is yeah. it like Jesus? You never heard that story? No, it was so no, deep in a- debt. He was so deep in debt that he's like, well, that homeless guy is still worth oh okay. five million dollars more than I am and shit. What it was a, it was a couple of billion. He was down. He was below water. Go, Tom, a couple of that's, a good, that's a good story. Donald Trump's a hero. I'm sure Tony B agrees with American that. American hero. I'm sure his wealth had nothing to do with okay. him bouncing back. Listen, bro. <laughs> I'm not uh, taking away from anything. <laughs> adding variables, bro. Just like I respect Kamala Harris turning her relationship with, what was that guy's name? Uh, Willie Brown. Willie Brown into a vice presidency. I respect Donald Trump turning his da- his dad's $2 million, $4 million investment loan. I think Willie Brown caused her to be a senator or attorney general first, one of those. Attorney Whatever general. it was. I, I she was Monica that. Lewinsky with more ambition. No. <laughs> Top cop of the Blue Lives Matter. Yeah. <laughs> but now, before uh, we continue, you, you want to say bye, Andy? Yes, because I am tired. Andy, Andy, awesome. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for sharing your story. I want to go eat pizza. <laughs> yeah, that's what you want to do. He's going to sit and he's going to go lay on, on Van's couch and eat pizza. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us, Andy. It's been a doozy. Go eat your pizza. <laughs> oh, take that, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Andy. Yeah, fuck Andy. Yeah. Okay. okay. It's great. It was really He got pizza. pizza. He yeah. brought us pizza. Thank you. Thank you, Andy. All right, pizza. Pizza. So, anyway, fucking, um, you know, 50 Cent is endorsing <laughs> Donald Trump. Based? Um, which is uh, monumental. Super based. Well, one endorsement from President Trump. 50 Cent is now endorsing President Trump, urging his fans on Instagram to vote for the president's re-election because of Biden's outrageous tax plan. New polling, by the way, by Nate Silvers, 538.com, suggesting that Donald Trump has jumped over 10 points with young African-American voters. Here with more, former NFL player Herschel Walker, radio talk show host Larry Elder. Uh, Larry, you've been seeing this and calling this for some time. And we see it with Hispanic Americans, now African Americans moving to Trump 
doubling and in some cases tripling numbers he got in 2016. Absolutely. It's tough to beat historically low black unemployment. It's tough to beat choice in public education when inner city parents, black and brown parents want, but white uh, Democrats do not. It's awfully tough to do to beat what Donald Trump is doing about illegal immigration on the grounds that unskilled illegals uh, take jobs that would otherwise be held by unskilled black and brown workers and puts downward pressure on their wages. So for all these reasons, black people are rethinking their allegiance to the Democratic Party and looking at what Trump has done in, in prison reform, what he's done for historic in black colleges. Uh, this man has, has a record that he can run on, and in my opinion, he's going to get double, if not triple, the amount of support he got in 2016. Last week, we had we had this dude who was telling me that that wasn't the case, and I, it, I get it if you're like a Democrat, you don't believe that's the case, because you're probably like insulated with a bunch of other left-leaning yeah. black folks and minorities, but if you look at the trend of left leaning i mean i'm sorry right leaning entertainment that's you know uh minority or black or whatever male dominated for most part yeah there's a reason why candace owens is at the white house there's mm -hmm, a reason mm -hmm. why the hodge twins the skinny black dude with the big ass head and all these motherfuckers <laughs> that's, that's how you describe him yeah. i don't know his name and all these motherfuckers are have a big audience because there's yeah. an and and I was trying to explain to him. I work with people who are in the social work system, not providers, but like homeless people and people like that. And they are even upset about Obama and the way that went. And they look at Biden and they're like, yeah, I don't know about that. You know, and, and indifference, you know, just the same way that people like to be like, oh, if you're not anti-racist, you know, it's not enough not being racist, you know. Like, there's times when indifference does kind of allow for, you know, like the other side or whatever and shit. So, like, there's just the conversation has changed in a way that, like, yeah, I think that that, that, that minority vote really is looking at Trump differently. And this is as someone who... I hope she doesn't get mad at me, but like, um, <laughs> oh, here it comes, here it comes. <laughs> I I think this whole episode's gonna be, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get beat up at home. But uh, even my girlfriend is like recently kind of came around to like, yeah, like I don't know what, like I don't know that Trump is what they've painted him to be. You know, like it's is that that kind of veneer of like Trump's just evil, just just completely evil. It's like, as opposed to what? As opposed to being looked at as inferior or being less than or like, of course, those people are going to vote for us, you know? Like, there's a certain attitude that, like, you're pushing people away from the Democrat Party. Like, you're pushing people away. And it's not it's not good for them anyway. I don't, you know, I don't give a fuck one way or the other. But, uh. like, in a very realistic way, people that were deeply rooted in that left-wing lean are now being like, wait, I don't know about this. Mm -hmm. And I'm it's in, crazy. I'm indifferent as well. I just want $20. Because I made a bet that fucking we were going to get uh, around 60% of the black vote for Trump. Yeah, the guy last week. <laughs> well, so the, so our guest last week, he, he, he was like, the black vote will be 80% for Biden. And this guy said 60%. So that's You mean 60% for Biden or 60% for Trump? 60% for Biden. Can I? Oh. So it won't be that big. It won't be like it's usually... But it's a it's a good yeah I get what you're saying like there's a huge movement mm -hmm. right the to Blexit the right. Candace Owens Blexit yeah 
And not black, Hispanic. Tony B supports Blexit. I don't. Uh, no, well, <laughs> you do what sh- you want. You should. Oh, you should. Yeah. <laughs> no, he, he got hard. Yeah, no, that's a hard one, Dad. I had a brain fart. Like, uh, uh. It's like Black Lives Matter. <laughs> no, they, wait. Yes, yeah. they do. <laughs> Just support independence, bro. Support people. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I don't judge people. Like, Van could be a white supremacist. Based? And I would be like, yo, what's good? When are we going to eat pizza together? <laughs> Yeah. Tony B hangs out with white supremacists. Yeah, Tony B eats pizza uh, with white supremacists. You guys, I think you guys did an episode about him, but I, I, I about can't be who? certain. Uh, about, about this one guy that he was a, a older black gentleman that played the blues or jazz, and he did. Um, he reached out to white a Ku Klux Klan Yeah, dude, he reached out to them. That shit brings tears to my. Yeah, dude, oh, that's man. the kind of person I want to be. Yeah, exactly. I want to reach out to people. Absolutely, dude. Because you like know, Peter's important to change their minds, and people can judge him, but Peter's important to change their minds or to know them as a human. To being? get to know them, yeah, and to help help each other understand what's going on. Exactly, so change his mind. Well, I hope to win him over. Yes, no, yes. there's no yeah. people. I don't try but to I'm not going to force mind. an ideology on people. I just no. want to. I hope I could do that. There's, dude. There can only be that if pe- there. There's very few instances, and I've had the, these these experiences where that whole the whole racist, the whole hateful mentality, whether it's yeah. from one side or the other. If you sit there with someone for mm-hmm. 20 minutes, 40 minutes, an hour, and just really talk as people, yeah. that shit breaks down, bro. Mm-hmm. It breaks down. It's just people Amen. like to insulate themselves, and they don't like to expose themselves to that shit. But that dude that did the whole, like, traveling around and, like, making an effort to fucking show people that, like, you know what, these stereotypes or these notions that you have aren't the only thing that exists. Like, there's more to it. Mm-hmm. That's that's the only way. Like there right. is no other way to beat or get past or this whole racist thing. There isn't because there's no way that that you can go to any community and be like working hard isn't going to be good for you. Fulfilling, you know, fucking your family. That's what matters. Like there's these fundamental things that all people have. That if you were to be able to sit down with someone who you disagree with, you you'd come down to those things. Even if you're sitting with a fucking crazy ass fucking wild feminist, there's just elements of human existence mm-hmm. that are shared that everyone wants. And they understand and they practice they practice by it. Well, maybe not feminists. Maybe not well, women. Well, there's some Maybe not women, you right? You said at the beginning. You s- oh, no, you, oh, no not, not women, I don't I don't think. But by the way, did you see the? Did you see what Chelsea Handler had to say about Fifty Cent? What she say? Oh my god! I'm sure something she, wildly she put, reasonable. Oh, she she put out this tweet with quite foul language, but she said, "You know, you got to vote for Biden, and I'll pay your taxes for you if you don't want to pay your taxes." Wow. The tax increase. I re- Fifty Cent was complaining about the tax increase. Yeah. I respect oh. that. That's <laughs> buying votes. And everyone's like. Talk about a woman white liberal offering to pay a black man's taxes because she, he's not going to vote the way that she oh, wants. Dude, Chelsea Handler <laughs> is fucking super like a tone deaf, bro. Yeah. She did that yeah. whole fucking uh, white yeah. white guilt documentary where she like found her ex, her ex who used to sell drugs, and she went to give them money, and she wanted to like learn about her white privilege from the black people. That whole shit felt like a fucking circus zoo. With this fucking white lady condescending everyone. It was, she did the opposite of what she set out to do. It was a capitalist endeavor. Fucking yeah. white oh, She's looking to make a profit. God damn it. God damn it, white people. 
This one, I I, oh, I do sometimes have, get angry at white people. I have yeah, the I actual mean, uh, tweet here. It says, "Hey, fucker, I will pay your taxes in exchange for you coming to your senses. Damn, happily, Black Lives Matter. G unit, you fucker. Remember, G unit. And she 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 put out another. That is so condescending, though. Yeah, no, she's 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 racist. But this is what I hate. I will respect you. If you tell me you're you're racist, if you tell me you think you're superior, if you tell me you're trying to protect the white future, cool, that's fine. But if you're going to sit here and be like, uh, you know, uh, no, I believe you're equal as me. It's just you're dependent. I'm, like, you guys don't know any better. Like, we have to kind of cater. You know, you, you got, we don't have the same standards for you and shit. Like, you don't have to respect women. Her, we uh, do because we're white people, you know, but yeah. you guys can make these songs and act this way and well because you know systematically we've created these systems by just existing where you don't know any better i think that's what biden said it during the debate he said don't judge people on their intentions or their you're right something like about intentions judge them on their judgment what yeah it's only it it sounds like a clusterfuck right but what he's saying is critically attack what they're saying and don't demonize the person Ad hominems, whatever. Yeah, don't do ad hominems, you know? So, yeah, so we can disagree and let's come to the table and talk about it. He can't have a conversation. But then he's doing the political move, of course. John Biden can suck my dick. That's his name, John Biden. Is it John? Joe? (laughs) I thought it was Joseph. (laughs) Anyway, so, dude, listen. Speaking of people who are highly logical individuals, there was a guy dangling. Wow! <laughs> off of Trump Tower, and I actually got—I have an app on my phone called Citizen, which is not racist, I promise. Um, where you get like all these reports from like crimes in your area and shit, and um, that's how I heard about it. But there was a guy who was dangling off the Trump Tower in Chicago, saying that he was going to kill himself if he didn't speak to Trump. A man in Chicago is now in custody after hanging off the side of Trump Tower for more than 13 hours. Chicago police said that man, who was in his 20s, had been dangling from the tower's 16th floor balcony since 5.30 Sunday afternoon. The man reportedly demanded that he speak with President Trump. He was hanging over the edge of the the building uh, connected to a harness. He did have a knife in his hand that he threatened to cut if we pulled him up. Again, after about 13 hours of negotiations and de-escalation efforts, Chicago police now say the situation has been resolved peacefully. No one was injured. That's, no, that's wild, man. I I can't even sit. Like, I, we come here and we sit for three or four hours. That's just hard. Imagine dangling off a building. That would suck. Imagine standing behind a cash register for seven hours. I do it at the DMV. <laughs> I wait fucking seven hours out there. Because <laughs> of fucking COVID. Yeah. yeah, COVID's made a mess of the DMV. But the guy, yeah. once he was brought down, he was so he was successfully brought down. The The negotiators that uh, dealt with him for 14 fucking hours had actually dealt with the night before with another guy for 17 hours. Damn. So these motherfuckers got off a 17-hour shift. And I went to deal with this fucking little Asian dude that wanted to talk to Trump. And he explains why he wanted to talk to Trump. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. Here's the problem. 
Noam Chomsky, he's like the intellectual of the world. People not let him to talk. I'm here, I'm, I use Bill of the Rights. I was protesting and trying to say the world let intellectual to talk with people and let them know what's going on. We have the nuclear problem, we have ecological problem, and we need to solve this. Human, human being need to solve this. If we will stay and if no, look, guys, how we will look to our childrens like next generation? What kind of world we will live for them? And you... if everyone will stay quiet, world will. Yeah, yeah. We people should do something. Just what I came to Trump Tower in I'm asking. I'm asking Mr. Trump before the election. All people should be responsible for children who will stay after now, after us. Peace. Is that peace? Do you disagree, bro? The yeah. children, man, the children. isn't that what what almost positive is about? Oh, we're all Save about our children. children. Save the children. And Wu Tang. Hashtag. I don't like the Noam Chomsky part. <laughs> yeah, dude, I was like, "What the fuck is that?" Shout man? out the intellectual of the world. I was like, "Dad, dude, did he say that?" See? Yeah, he said he's the intellectual of the world. Oh, I thought he said let the intellects talk or something. No, no, after that, no, he was talking about oh, the, <laughs> yeah. Noam Chomsky is the intellectual of the world. No, he- if he say so. Yeah, he was calling Noam Chomsky an intellectual, so he obviously didn't know much about what he was talking about. I remember in, when I was Fuck working yeah. in Karlsruhe, uh, Noam Chomsky came to speak in uh, Karlsruhe, and all the guys at the office were all excited. Oh, we're going to go see Noam Chomsky. You want to come along? I went, I don't think Noam Chomsky has got anything that I, anything to say that I want to hear. And they're like, why? And I'm like, you do know his background, don't you? <laughs> you do know he. It's very left-leaning, and uh, so, you know, this kind of Noam Chomsky's been talking for a long time and hasn't done very much very useful. Yeah, oh, he's, he's kind of got that Biden thing going on. No, no, actually, Noam Chomsky is actually more accurate. He has a lot of integrity. Yeah. He stands by what he's saying. Joe Biden is a chameleon. I could agree with that, sure. I mean, yeah. Noam Chomsky well, believes yeah, in course. what he believes in. It's like, a, like a, what's his name? Sanders. Bernie Sanders. I respect he believes Bernie in Sanders. what he believes yeah. in. He's, he's 100. He's, he buys his own bullshit. He sniffs it. He you know, he swallows it. He smokes it. No, see, I can't, I can't do Bernie because he'll talk mad shit about fucking a person being corrupt, but then turn around and be like, oh, well, you know what? I'm endorsing this person now. Oh, yeah, that political game. He even yeah, said he that Joe it. Biden is the most progressive candidate that we've had. Well, technically, well, the, the Trump and everyone else is saying the same thing. He's a socialist. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> like, not going to happen. So who's lying? you gotta rem- you got to remember Bernie Sanders has been railing against the millionaires and the billionaires for like 50 years. And suddenly he's a millionaire and it's all the billionaires who's <laughs> in trouble now. But his book. Is, but his book. Since he's become a millionaire, the millionaires and billionaires is kind of dropped off no it didn't it actually I mean, didn't that's actually not true even though he became a millionaire he kept railing against millionaires billionaires that's no he's dropped the he's dropped the millionaires no, Just to he dropped thing. it because he hasn't campaigned yet but i've been listening to him since april and he's been consistent no he dropped it through the primaries he did not 
Yeah, he did. No, he did it. No, he did it. He did it. Audience, if you know, you need to let us know. Obviously, we can disagree, but the audience has to determine that. That's a full full front fiction. He has not stopped railing against millionaires. There are a few things that he says that I like, you know. The American people are tired of women. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, fucking... um, Speaking of uh, confused people, <laughs> what? <laughs> I used to throw Gabby's in whatever. Gabby's not gonna like that. You just call Bernie Sanders confused. Well, I was actually referring to us because <laughs> oh, okay. this whole Hunter Biden thing mm. is getting pretty confusing. Because you know, I got some reports from the left and from the right, and they're both kind of like, "Damn, what's going on?" And I hate the fact that all information needs to be like filtered through this nonsense and we got to figure out like all right what the fuck's going on but fucking you know hunter biden and his laptop and the crack pipes and the potentially the children and i don't know what's going on the new york post published an apparently scandalous scoop driven by trump's senior henchman rudy giuliani featuring all the usual suspects hunter biden mysterious emails ukrainian businessman dot 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 But the story did not quite land as thunderously as Giuliani may have hoped due to the lack of verification of the New York Post's claims. Meanwhile, the Washington Post reports that according to four sources, the White House was warned last year that Giuliani was the target of a Russian intelligence operation with the goal of having him feed misinformation to the president. Uh, A Fox News research desk early this year uh, basically warned its journalists against relying too heavily on Rudy Giuliani. Uh, And last month, uh, Donald Trump's own Treasury Department identified uh, a a Russian figure as a Russian agent, a figure that Giuliani had interviewed on the OAN network and had relied upon information in other ways. What is that, crystal ball? I don't know who any of these motherfuckers are. <laughs> oh, she's, she's, she's decent. They're, I mean, they're, lefty, news, I, they're established news decent. people. Yeah, no, they're established uh, news she, people. She actually the, rails. Rise, right? Rise. Yeah, yeah rise. Yeah, the Crystal Ball is legit. She's oh, they're legit. legit. Okay, so yeah. I, I take She's on Ben Shapiro level. She attacks left and right politics. So the leftist though. That was that was the whole thing. They've been warning these motherfuckers that, you know, Giuliani can be trusted with his info. And, uh, you know, the left is leaning pretty hard on, on, on this aspect of the whole story. Uh, it was a story that relied upon emails that haven't been verified uh, from a laptop whose ownership has not been proven uh, to prove a meeting that has not been clearly proved to have taken place and uh, was given to the computer repair shop owner uh, who couldn't then identify, even by the New York Post's own account, whether or not it was Hunter Biden who dropped it off. Uh, the lead reporter on this is named Emma Jo Morris. Uh, she didn't respond to my request uh, to talk to her about this story, uh, but uh, the sum total of her bylines in the New York Post uh, uh, in her role since joining the paper as deputy politics editor is uh, this week in all these stories about uh, Hunter Biden and this cache of supposed emails. Uh, her previous job uh, was working for three years and eight months for Sean Hannity, the president's best friend, one of his closest advisors, or at least one of his best friends, uh, and, uh, you know, a, a leading figure on the president's favorite television network, Fox News, a safe, warm embrace. You know, that's kind of shady. Verified, so, verified in how? Like, 
that it's not Hunter Biden's laptop that he didn't sign, that there's not a witness who witnessed him so, drop off the laptop, that he didn't sign off on it, that his lawyer hasn't requested for the laptop to come back, that they didn't find hundreds of personal pictures, including him smoking crack, on that said laptop? I don't know, man. Well, well who has the answers? Apparently, yeah, you they- have to look at uh, have to look at what they did for the last four years and the evidence that they had for Russian interference and all the rest of it for the four year period, which was mostly fiction. And now you've got something relatively solid, and it's like, oh no, 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 this is fiction. That's uh, that's yeah. the balance. The balance <laughs> oh, yes. is to look at yeah. look at what they've been doing for the last four years and the basis for the last four years, and then look how they're doing it now. Yeah, I like it how. Uh, uh, unverifiable sources like with this case are like a thing that we can't you know verify or whatever the fuck but during Russiagate fucking everybody like oh no this is 100% credible <laughs> yeah like, dude this uh-huh. anonymous source is 100% credible dude and that Stupid. was I was like my one of my English yeah. teachers was like hardcore about like Russiagate Russiagate yeah. Russiagate a lot of educators right and I'm like They're dude right like there's like no place for this. Like, cool, but like, what are you doing? Like, Dude, I had, yeah, I knew a every, teacher. Yeah. Every assignment was like, read this article oh, okay. and write about it. Damn. Like, damn, bro. Like, mm-hmm. you're really going to make me read this article about yeah. Russiagate and how well, legit you, it is? Like, you weren't young and impressionable like the rest of the fucking normies. Fucking there. last year. But anyway, so, you know, they the, the liberals got a lot of shit to say about the fucking laptops and shit, you know, laptops. <laughs> And there is a further analysis of the subpoena's handwriting. That's the right-wing lady, I'm sorry. Oh, uh... And there is a further analysis of the subpoena's handwriting, and it suggests that the subpoena was served by an FBI agent uh, who, uh, his name is Joshua Wilson, and over the last five years, he has been working on child pornography issues. Connect the dots. If an FBI agent is working on child pornography issues for five years, why is he uh, subpoenaing the uh, laptop of Hunter Biden? Is there a connection here? Should this suggest that there is a child pornography issue here on that laptop? Well, I think you just made the connection. Again, this is what the FBI, I think, has to come clean about. This, This isn't a standard investigation where, you know, if the FBI doesn't indict somebody that that everything remains confidential. This is something that, as we were talking about, relates to national security. And if, if there's criminal activity involved that could be tied to, to Hunter Biden or his business associates, or even possibly tied back to other members of the, of the Biden family, and as some of these emails indicate that Joe Biden was fully aware of this. He was taking his 10% cut or, or, or requiring 50% from his, his family member's salary. Uh, this needs to be known before Americans go to the, to, uh, the polls. For what though? It's like if I'm running for president and my son's a crackhead, like bro, come on, I'm run- I'm running for president. Yeah, I mean, the just crack- the crackhead part. The crackhead part is just that's that. a pro- that's, that's a problem. Nothing. That's a family deal. That's a family. Deal. Yeah, that's yeah. my it's my business. But it's I, benefiting off of the office. I, I, yeah, what his corrupt. crack? No, 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 no I'm saying crack. if he got the other issue, he got money. Yeah, 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 yeah. Off yeah, his daddy. Yeah. That's the one that it's I, corruption. Really Chinese or Ukrainians and all that shit. It's fucking wild. Like, I got mad respect for him, man. I wish I could be a crackhead millionaire. I wouldn't want to. Be, I would want to be a pothead millionaire. There's some potheads don't get anywhere. Do, yeah, that's yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> like I, I feel like a crackhead millionaire gets shit done. Damn, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
I feel like pothead millionaires. Like, oh, fuck, man, I got to make sure I got enough for the next fix. Well, I'm, let's say I think that because I think Hunter Biden and Joe are they're guilty. I think they're corrupt. They benefited off the office. I just don't see this helping Trump. I don't see it hurting Biden. Every, they're ignoring it. Remember, New York Post got banned off Twitter. Dude, yeah. I feel I feel that Biden's like the 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 people that are that are on the fence on Biden, yeah, are far. I feel like it would. Basically, just one in a sense so. that you are. I feel like reluctant. it'll hurt. I feel like that'll hurt Biden more. Like I feel like Trump's not gonna move. I feel like Biden's really yeah. fucking on thin ice. Well, and that's what sucks. More like, thin ice than Trump. I I just I just feel that the ninety three crime bill point should hurt Biden more than yeah, of course than yeah. his his crackhead son. But, but it's two thousand. You know yeah. It's not current news. But the, yeah. the thing is, we're in twenty we're in twenty twenty, and crackhead son would have been more of a deal during the Clinton era. Yeah. Remember Monica Lewinsky? That was a but big deal. You know how people come on. You're no. you're a millennial. You know it's it's what's happening. Yeah. Now. Obama no wore tan. He wore tan, and it was a controversy. Do you think? Do I you, remember all the controversies. Like when when you're talking about like what the media is putting out there. Do you think that anyone's putting anything out? About Biden's fucking crime bill. Not something fair and, and biased. His, his, clips, fair his clips talking the shit that he was talking and shit. No, like, no, the hill is the hill is with the uh, yeah. But no one's watching the hill. The I'm mainstream <laughs> though. You're right. I agree no, with you. No one's watching that shit. They do. They're being biased. Yeah, they're anti-Trump, but they're making money off of it. At the same time, they're pushing him out. I still think he's gonna win, but they're doing everything they can to make money and be anti-him to push him out. Based. Like there's a market for him being yeah, president, yeah, dude, and a market to push him out. There's a double market. <laughs> yeah, it's all like we need this motherfucker in office because you know what? What else are we gonna fucking talk about? I mean, yeah, it's more important things. Hopefully, no. Peter's fighting for fucking men's rights. Van, we'll go. We'll go <laughs> back to puppy dogs and fucking balloons and shit. Uh, once Trump is out of office, is hopefully, that, is hopefully that, was that was an happen? important. That was an important issue. Oh, puppy dogs like, hey, you know, come down to the animal shelter, guys, and adopt little Fuzzy right here. Who's traumatized from Hurricane Katrina. (laughs) But look. In the meanwhile, don't worry about what's going on with China and the international trade deals that we're sending up to fuck you over. No, because, uh, you know, Joe's in. Joe's a good guy. And it's satanic child pornography. Yeah, we trust those It's too complicated. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Pizza Gate was a lie. Well, you know, while you guys are making light, we were making love, not light. Whoa. <laughs> well, you guys are making Gary. light. Well, you guys are making light of all these serious political issues and current events. There are people that take it very, very seriously. So far as to even threaten to kidnap and rape John, Joe Biden, it's not John Biden, mm. and Kamala Harris. <laughs> Our Maryland man arrested by federal agents accused of making threats against former Vice President Joe Biden and Senator Kamala Harris. Secret Service agents say James Reed of Frederick was captured on a doorbell camera, leaving a threatening letter on the doorstep of a Frederick resident who had Biden and Harris signs in their yard. Among several things, the letter said it was a warning to all Biden-Harris supporters they will be targeted with violence. Reed later admitted to investigators he wrote and delivered the letter. If convicted, the 42-year-old faces a maximum sentence of five years in federal prison it took me a lot of effort to find the the whole letter yeah. but i found it oh shit 
Oh, we got root. This is a warning to anyone reading this letter. If you are a Biden slash Harris supporter, you will be targeted. We have a list of homes and addresses by your election signs. We are the ones with those scary guns. We are the ones your children have nightmares about, the boogeyman coming in the night. We will not comply or give anything up to Grandpa Biden or Harris, especially our guns. They will have to take them from our cold dead hands. We will not let Biden slash Harris turn our country into a communist wasteland. Now for anyone who supports Biden slash Harris such as Gabby Giffords, I will personally finish what the retard in California failed to do. I will personally put my Glock 17 to her head and make damn sure her brains go out the back of her skull, as well as any other anti-gun group leader. Now as for Grandpa Biden and Mrs. Harris, she will be bent over and anally raped by my rifle barrel. Then for the grand end, both will be executed on national television. I would prefer CNN than every Biden slash Harris supporter will understand what the Second Amendment is all about. If Biden slash Harris want a war, they will get one. Of course, that means Black Lives Matter and Antifa. I don't pay attention to LARPers fan fictions. I mean, it was the letter that was supposedly posted on the people's. So. Yeah. No, I mean, in the sense that he's developing this whole story of what he's going to fucking do. He ain't going to do shit. Yeah, he's probably not. The writer, uh, the writer, yeah, the writer. Yeah, okay. the, yeah. Um, <laughs> crazy yeah I, I've noticed that we've got a lot of these letters going out. I know that uh, yeah. people got a uh, proud boy letters. A uh, a a poor boy. A poor, poor boy. boy yeah, <laughs> poor <laughs> boys went out and fucking delivered letters with letterheads saying that they uh, were telling people that they better vote Trump, otherwise they're gonna kill them. And then it turns out they came from Iran. Was it an email <laughs> or a letter? No. Um, so on on peop, on the um, websites where you kind of uh, donate money to, yeah, mm-hmm. there's certain laws that you know if you donate to a candidate, your uh, name and address gets posted uh, on some database, and then fucking somebody you know did 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 the due diligence and developed a whole fucking list of all the Trump supporters in the area. So they hacked or whatever. No, they didn't hack. They it's got va- access. It's it's available on the internet. Oh, 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 oh. So people's doxes are essentially out there. I ran, took advantage of it, and was all like, oh, let's go, let's go stir some shit. Yeah, that sounds like propagated shit. Like the, the way it, the letter read, yeah. the way the letter read, it yeah. sounded like quote after quote after quote. It just screamed glow in the dark fucking to me. I don't think the, the, the poor boys did that. No. My God. <laughs> <laughs> this is how you know when he gets the low energy low energy sir on the on the fucking show listen speaking about masturbatory gestures oh fuck um someone who i whose name i've never heard of jeffrey tubin tubin which is cool i like his name tubin because he was tubin and shit tubin. um got in trouble recently for fucking um just being inappropriate CNN legal analyst Jeffrey Tubin has been suspended from The New Yorker uh, following an incident where he reportedly exposed himself during a Zoom call with employees of the magazine and WNYC radio. And when the story was first reported, you know, we didn't have some we didn't have the details. We didn't know what really happened. It's it, it seemed like there was just some sort of mistake where He thought his Zoom video was off, but it turned out it was on. And look, people are working from home. Some people are like super cash. Sometimes when I'm doing the production meeting with the homies, like I don't want to, you know, change out of my robe. So I'm wearing a robe, but like I'm never naked while I'm doing my production meetings. And then it turns out, according to Vice, based on people who are present during the meeting, uh, he was 
more than just, you know, he was allegedly pleasuring himself. Rubbing out a bean. I mean, who hasn't not? <laughs> Keeping his prostate nice and healthy, you know? You know those first couple COVID episodes? I was actually masturbating. <laughs> you were masturbating the whole if time. If you go back to those shows. You can listen to it. Yeah, you can you listen to it. it. It's faintly back there. We were talking about sex dolls, and I was just all like, you know what? I think I can do it. I think I can rub one out real quick. Thinking about Becca real quick. so he has uh, released a statement saying the following I made an embarrassingly stupid mistake believing I was off camera I apologize to my wife, family, friends and co-workers I believed I was not visible on Zoom I thought no one on the Zoom call could see me I thought I had muted the Zoom video I don't know how to feel about any of this Uh, I'm it's disturbing like meetings do not turn me on Meetings do the opposite. <laughs> like that's no, no. one of the most disturbing things I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Wait, I don't well, know, he man. Could. Like when you're having a meeting for work, you- go ahead. Dude. He, that was good, but he could have been masturbating to something else. He was masturbating to the women. A multi-screen way. kind of situation. Oh, so he's watching porn now. Maybe uh, Tony B. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. justifies public masturbation. Uh, I didn't yeah. do that. Tony B endorses pornography. I think the fact that he's (laughs) Tony B will fap his way to the White House. He didn't masturbate to a Zoom call. It might have been some pornographic video on top, and the Zoom call simultaneously. You gotta, you gotta be present, and it's just like I get that we all get distracted. You know, if we're working from home, there's your family's there. There's a bunch of stuff going on. Porn. I get those distractions, but you can't. You can't be jerking off during a meeting. Like, you just, even if you're doing the meeting from home, right? Like, just don't do it. Just have your meeting. You guys are talking about some dorky election simulation. Like, do the meeting and then have at it, right? Have at it. Even if you're on the clock. Like, go, do you, boo? He was committing company theft at worst. Yeah. Company theft. He was stealing on the job. He was mad. Well, you know, he was who, stealing nuts. Who hasn't busted a nut at work before? I haven't. I don't know. You never busted or not at work, dude? Not purposely. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. You can't, Tony B has busted a nut. Yeah, Tony B. That was Tony when B that said that. That was just Tony that said that. When he gets into <laughs> office, he will bust nuts yeah. for America. He will let the clock get in the way of his clock. I'll be a, uh, Mr. Ga- a Mr. Oh, Garrison. A Mr. Garrison. That's cool, dude. I Fuck them all that. in the ass. <laughs> Damn. New Yorker has suspended the longtime writer. Tubin himself asked to be taken off the air at CNN while he deals with a quote personal issue. All say, what happens to Tubin now? More time. His best-selling book about the O.J. Simpson trial, the run he of his life, was the basis for the star-studded FX movie. Tubin had other books in development for Hollywood productions, and as you can imagine, this has received huge headlines all around the world. And the question many people are asking, especially in this climate, can Tubin's career survive? It is one of the fastest and furthest falls one can possibly imagine. So will this staple of the media, both in print and broadcast, vanish forever? Or is there some path back? It's impossible to, to rank these things. There's another CNN colleague who had a deeply embarrassing and public scandal who reestablished his career and is on the air today. For their part, the New Yorker says they're conducting a complete investigation, but the whole thing's scary and sad for the many, myself among them, who really admired Jeffrey Tube. 
Yeah, wait till he finishes. You gotta wait. Respect. So, <laughs> I think he'll be all right. Yeah. Um, if he's good at what he does, he'll be all right. So, it kind of reminds me a little bit of a story with another journalist called Kirk Eichenwald. Oh, where okay, he that guy. Ended yeah, up and we all know who he is now. He ended up showing <laughs> fucking uh, his screen. I forget to to who, but it ended up having uh, tentacle porn. Like, he had tentacle yeah. porn open on the side on a little tab. That's hot. Anime tentacle porn or, like... Well, I mean, is there other kind of tentacle porn, Tony? I hope not. <laughs> that oh, okay. sounds fucked up. Tony B endorses tentacle porn. <laughs> <laughs> I love his apology is... I, I made a mistake. I thought the video was off. Right? That's <laughs> right. his apology. Yeah. Well, I, thought, he, I thought the video was off. You know what? I, I respect that because that's... Honest. That's what he's sorry about. Like, I'm sorry you caught me, bitch. <laughs> that's it. I'm not sorry I was beating off. I'm sorry you caught me. That's honesty, bro. I respect See, I respect honesty. Is it sexual harassment, though, if he was masturbating to his coworkers? He didn't intend to. Intend but to they didn't that, say though. that. They didn't, he didn't intend to, though, either. Yeah. He might have, though, so that might have... There you go. But wait, they wait, weren't wait. on video anymore. The call was over. If if they were still on video and he started beating off, then yeah, you know, that's bogus. Oh, problem. that was a circumstance? The, the call ended? I don't know if he circumcised. What? <laughs> what? I don't know, dude. <laughs> what? what did you hear? <laughs> well, listen. <laughs> what did you hear? Yeah. Of, I didn't ask about that. And why. <laughs> guy, speaking of a bunch of fucking... fucking got cock on the brain. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of a bunch of uncircumcised fucking uh, people, man. Listen, in Nigeria, they're shooting protesters. Uh-huh. And it's crazy because fucking. <laughs> what, dude? That wasn't a good sound. <laughs> what was that? Uh-huh. Spe- speaking of. Well, anyway, so they, they are. And so it's strange. I just thought this, this story was strange because, you know, I've, I've always observed that throughout history, these movements are global. And even, like, during our revolution, there was other revolutions happening all over the world in fucking France, and all these people were doing all this crazy shit. And it's crazy to see that in Nigeria, the whole fucking um, police brutality thing is, like, a serious conversation. In Nigeria? In they Nigeria. got Black Lives Matter out there? Well, I think in Nigeria, Black Lives Matter is All Lives Matter. Oh, okay. I think, because... Everybody's but, pretty much black. Stop. I'm not stop. sure. He said stop. <laughs> Tony's going to come to us in like a month and be like, hey, man, you have to take that down. <laughs> Soldiers opened fire on Nigerians protesting against police brutality on Tuesday in the major city of Lagos, according to four eyewitnesses who spoke to Reuters. In a video obtained by the news agency, people are seen running amid the sounds of gunshots. The witnesses say that at least two people were shot. Their condition was not immediately known. Thousands of Nigerians have demonstrated nationwide for nearly two weeks against a police unit called the Special Anti-Robbery Squad. That came after a video that began circulating earlier this month, supposedly showing officers shooting a man in the country's southern Delta state, which the police later denied. Rights groups have long accused the squad of extortion, harassment, torture, and murders. The unit was disbanded earlier this month, but the protests have continued with demonstrators calling for a raft of law enforcement reforms. Rights groups such as Amnesty International have said at least 15 people have been killed since the protests began. The Lagos state government has said it would open an investigation into Tuesday's shooting, while a Nigerian army spokesman did not immediately respond to requests for comment. 
But in a Twitter post, the Nigerian army claimed no soldiers were at the scene of the shooting Tuesday night. Authorities on Tuesday imposed around-the-clock curfew on Lagos after the state governor said protests had turned violent. A spokesman said the national police chief has also ordered the immediate deployment of anti-riot forces nationwide following increased attacks on police facilities. So this is one of these things, like I grabbed that story because I've seen it, and, you know, I hate having these conversations based on the context of fucking race you know mm-hmm. so like if police brutality is a racial issue in america then why why is it an issue in nigeria i is, don't know if that's one of those logical why fallacies it, you, mean, you mean why isn't it why why is it why is it a problem in yeah. the united like, states and why isn't it why the fuck are nigerian police beating up black people uh, when okay. they're black themselves too? i thought you meant a rate why is there a racial issue in nigeria no, I'm just trying to figure out, like, I don't think that the police issue is a, it's a racial issue as much as it is just there's a bunch of dudes with guns and, like, positions of authority running around abusing their power. And in Nigeria, there's no class of, oh, well, here's black people, here's white people, you know, so there's that difference. It's just, I don't know, you know, people that go into positions of power abuse it and we need to regulate it. And where are these facts? Hey, dude. Who? Well, you did the Nigerian government. The Nigerian government is one of the most famously corrupt governments in uh, Africa, and the Nigerian crime gangs are notorious across Africa. If you go to a place like Ghana, I mean, I worked in Ghana, and one of the jokes is they really hate Nigerians in Ghana. <laughs> so, and and of course, all black, right? Yeah, no, that, that's so, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I feel. I just feel that there's so much emphasis put on race in like America that most of it could probably be explained through social economic circumstances. And I understand that certain that poor people in this country look a certain way, but like you really have to look at poverty, crime, policing, and social economics in a, in a larger fucking picture than just race. Like it's so minimalistic. Like it's so limited in, in it, it takes power from the people and, and it, it limits the actual fucking measure that you can take to like eliminate these things when you're stuck on this, on this thing. And when you convince everybody that that's the bane of their existence, like you are your skin. That's that's yeah. all you are. Well, that's in the bad. U.S., in the U.S., you had this concept called the black community, right? And it doesn't matter where you came from, uh, you're part of the quote black community. And you got Kamala Harris pretending to be part of the quote black community. But if you if you go to a place like Africa, it's very fract- fractured and fragmented, right. and the different people from different countries see each other very differently. Yeah, and and so you know. You come to America and and it's called the black community, despite where wherever it is that you came from. If your skin's dark, you're part of the black community. Well, that, that, that's because that's those Americans were, yeah. got robbed of their identity. Yeah, yeah, black yeah. Americans are robbed. But yeah, but the the point is by putting everyone in the same bucket, it sucks. You're creating more division, right? And you're well, creating groups for division. I extend that to white people. Is that and that's what we were talking about earlier, that they distinguish between white people and then just minority races. And in America, you can't be 
like there's only <laughs> and I hate to be one of these people. Sorry. <laughs> no, but in America, you can only be an American if you're white. And if you're anything other than white, you're uh, African-American, well, Latino, your question, your question. Latino-American. You could be American, Asian. but you're questioned. You're questioned it, about you're, it. you're a subcategory. You're Latino-American, Hispanic-American, yeah. fucking Asian-American, African-American. So even just in the language itself, it kind of inherently tells you that, well, you're a classification of American. You know, and and I I don't want to be one of them progressive crazies, but that does something (laughs) because, you know, coming from Puerto Rico, like I'm Puerto Rican. When I grew up in Puerto Rico, there was no distinction. Like we were all like Latino, like you didn't go like Mexican, Cuban, this and that. But when you come to America, you have to identify as one of these people. And there was like this conflict. Oh, oh, Puerto Ricans and Mexicans don't get along. I'm like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Yeah, they do. Like, well, guess what, bitch? Not here in America. And it's interesting that America does that to people and it and it it forces them into these categories where you can't just be an American. Like you have to yeah. be a category of American. Yeah, they're trying to they're trying to divide and conquer and trying to right. create conflict. But like in white Americans, I mean I've been to the U.S. many times. I've never heard anybody say, well, I'm a white American. Right. right? No, never. They say, I'm Irish American. I'm Italian American. I'm, I'm Greek. I'm German. Really? They, they, they verify, they identify with their heritage, the, the white people. And if you go into Europe, I mean, nobody, no white person in Europe says, I'm a white European, right? <laughs> they identify with the, the country and their culture. Yeah, but I see the difference is, is that yeah, where well, you're correct. I've seen the same thing, um, Peter, that these European-Americans do identify with their culture. But when it comes to a new person, a person that's brown-skinned like me, if I come into your community, you're going to more likely to question my background than you are to someone. Like imagine you're Irish and a Polish person comes in. You're more likely to question but where that fucker's you from. Say, you say you study psychology, right? No, 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 no. Wait, no. did I say psychiatry? I said social work, psychology. sociology. No, you study. You didn't study psychology? I, I study psychology to the extent of social ethics. 101, 101. 101 in early childhood, but okay. not enough. So not in enough. psychology, you learn that people just inherently gravitate towards people that look like them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a deeper emotional thing than, than just to be like, you know, whatever. Like, I grew up in Puerto Rico, and I grew up with black kids. I grew up with white kids. Like, Puerto Ricans look like all sorts of colors, and I grew up with that shit. And then coming here and seeing, like, the emphasis, how much people talked about this shit was fucking crazy. To me, it was strange as fuck, you know? And America does that. And it is the divide and conquer fucking strategy and shit. You said you're brown. Looking at you, you don't look very brown to me. (laughs) But... You know, either way, what really matters, and Andy's gone. I really wanted to, <laughs> this was the one story that I wanted Andy to comment on, and he's gone. So uh-huh. uh, we'll just assume that he's all for it. I, I actually, <laughs> no, actually, he's not. He's not for it. Yeah, ask for, him. For what? For marriage? It's not marriage. Oh. Pope Francis shaking up the Catholic Church, supporting same-sex civil unions in the new documentary, Francesco. The Pope says what we have to create is a civil union law. That way they are legally covered. 
I stood up for that. He had said something like this before when he was Archbishop of Buenos Aires, but it's quite another thing to say it as Pope, and to say it so publicly and so clearly in this documentary. But the Catholic Church calls homosexuality disordered. Rhode Island Bishop Thomas Tobin asking for clarification, writing the Pope's words clearly contradicts long-standing teaching of the Church, and that it cannot support the acceptance of objectively immoral relationships. The documentary director says the Pope was not talking about Church doctrine. He won't try to change the doctrine of the Church. He was talking that the people not should be discriminated. In the film, Francis says, homosexuals have a right to be part of the family. They are children of God and have a right to a family. Nobody should be thrown out or made miserable because of it. The Pope is not opening up the door to a gay marriage being celebrated in a mass, um, but he's opening up the door to people being approving of same-sex civil unions. And courting controversy in an already divided church. You know... I go from extreme to extreme. Mm. Is that so? I I mean, I believe in, you know, I believe that we should be able to own a fucking AK, Based. fully automatic. Based. Extendo clip. Based. Laser sight. Super based. Silence if we want it. Recreational nukes. But I also believe that if gay people want to get married, they should get married. And if they want to um, adopt then i guess oh that, hell yeah that's fine too um and i, I like, don't give a fuck i like how he called them homosexuals if homosexuals want to do that then that's fine the gays the gays like I, I really do i believe i believe in in human freedom i I've, I've seen like dude i've seen like how how people like having to grow up in an environment where you're just ostracized and hated just because you're just what the fuck you are like I've seen that shit, dude, and it sucks, man. I, I wouldn't wish that shit on anybody. Yeah, no. And so, you know, good, cool. The Pope, the Pope, fucking endorses, you know, whatever. But he's, you know, it it goes kind of like uh, against the text, you know. I like well, it. the marriage part. So he like didn't say marriage, so he just says unions. But <sighs> I like it that uh, no one gives a fuck about religious figures till they agree with them. Slippery slope on the, on like, the endorsement. Um, the fucking what's the buddhist fucking guy the dalai lama everybody quotes the dalai lama fucking when you know he says something nice but when he says european uh europe is for europeans suddenly everybody loses their shit it'd be like that dude. and what what do you think about what do you think about the case uh P- P- peter we haven't asked you officially no well my my uh thoughts on that my long-standing thoughts on that is that marriage is between a man and a woman for the purposes of having children, establishing a family. That's always been my uh, position on that. And the discussions, you know, guys say, well, what about gay marriage? And, I, and I've always said, just call it something else. Call it garage if you want for gay <laughs> marriage. I don't care. But the, the concept of marriage, as it has been for a very long time, has been the union of a man and a woman for the purpose of establishing a family. Right. But but aren't but it wasn't marriage evil? The ma- marriage as uh, the religious union that we've been used to is you know, it is the enslavement of the man for the benefit of the woman and the children, right? Yeah. That's what it's always been. Well, right? I mean that's what we learned today. 
Yeah, that's what we were discussing. And that's 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 what it was and it was that out of necessity for a very, very long time. So so do we want to keep holding that system up? Well, the the question is whether yeah, do we want to do we want to have a system where men are required to work very hard, drop dead early, raising right. and supporting women and children? Do we want to keep it? That's a that's a good question. A lot of young men want to keep it, or think they want to keep it. Personally, I'm uh, I would like to see it uh, a little bit more balanced and fair over the years, something I, like that. That's why when I talked about it, I talked about having a marriage agreement. Yeah, the yeah. two parties, the two parties making an agreement about what each party would bring yeah. to the deal. Well, that's a good solution. Uh, I was thinking being gay was the solution. This. Your, your solution is always, I wish I was gay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I was telling these guys last time that I wished I was gay because it seems a lot easier. What? Yeah, but when you when you get to the whole question of, well, gay people have a right to have children, right? Well, that's not so because two gay people can't have a child. So it's not a right because that child has to be introduced from some by some other mechanism such as adoption. Yeah. So you don't have a right to adopt a child because there's a child involved. And in fact, even to a man and a woman don't have a right to have a child because it can be that one of the parties can't have a child. So Wait, wait, hold just, on. I want to ask though, is it's a right to someone to try to adopt a child though, right? No. No, it's not a right. Well, you have to qual- you can just show up. No, you can you try to show it's your right to try. I mean, no, there's I, a Nothing it's can like be a pro- right where there's a third party involved. Well, due process is a, is essentially that right, right? You go through a due process system, whether you're being charged with something, being gu- of guilty of something, or access to a right that others have that you don't have. That's kind of the right, right? At least you can have the right to try because you're right. What if a gay couple is negligent and irresponsible? Yeah, why the fuck? Just because they're gay, they deserve a child? No, 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 no. So I agree with that premise that not everyone has a right because you don't even know so, if they will benefit the child. So you don't want gay people having kids? I think, what? Tony <laughs> Bean does not no, want no. gay people having kids. <laughs> no, I'm agreeing with Peter that there's obviously you shouldn't just consider a gay just because they're gay. Like, that doesn't qualify yeah. you for anything. My God. You got to be yeah. fit parents. So my my view has always been marriage is about uh, forming a family, having children. Now, maybe you don't get to have children because there's some problem with one party or the other, right? That's that's life. So and generally, people don't know that going into a marriage. They only find that out sometime through the marriage. Well, do you- so I've always said if if gay people want to have something that they call marriage, call it just call it something different so that you don't damage the... Uh, institution of marriage as we have known it. And it's the marriage... The, the institution of slavery of men. It is a slavery of men. <laughs> so but then why are we... We have to defend it still, though. No, the, it is marriage as it has been over the last... Up oh, until yeah. Okay, I got you, I got you. Very recently, it has been the slavery of men by necessity, right? You couldn't... Was it ever? Was it ever anything other than that? Or are you arguing that it should be more than that now that we have the means and the circumstances that could, uh, you know, allow that? Yeah, well, now we have um, far less 
labor required to produce right, right, food right. and shelter. Yeah, and right. women could just go get their own money and get buy their own food and, and health care. And so, so marriage now could uh, lighten the load significantly on the men if if that's what we wanted to do. It's not. Marriage now is as onerous on men as it has ever been, right? Yeah. So there's a that that's what marriage has been, and whether it evolves or does something different, you know, we don't know. Well, but so what my, my view has been call gay marriage something different. Yeah, so the, so retain the, the meaning of marriage. The Pope is advocating for civil union, so I guess that's called yeah. different. And so, would you rather a child grow up with loving gay parents or indifferent? cisgender straight parents um i i have always advocated that the child grow up in the home with the biological parents right now sometimes those biological parents are abusive yeah and that's that's life sometimes biological parents are abusive um i would always my own opinion i would always place children with the in the custody in the custody of the father, the biological father, the Roman really? system was the Roman system was the biological father. So, do you but, do you believe that women have um, an instinct for for parenting, or do you believe that that's not true? Oh, that's not true at all. Women make oh. terrible parents. In, in general, <laughs> women make women make terrible parents, and you know my my wife raised four children, and she did a terrible job at it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, I I mean, it I so so you don't accept the science or the science the 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 opinion that women are more nurturing in their nature. Well, they they're more nurturing by virtue of they breastfeed and they hold the baby. Well, the, the child is still a baby, but once the baby is off the breast, the mother does generally a terrible job of raising them if if left alone. Well, so speaking of um, mothers, I have a, a clip, and this is our positive note for the week. No, um, thanks. <laughs> the U.S. is to execute a female federal inmate for the first time in almost 70 years. The Justice Department said Lisa Montgomery strangled a pregnant woman in Missouri before cutting out and kidnapping the baby in 2004. She is due to be given a lethal injection in Indiana on December 8th. The last woman to be executed by the U.S. government was Bonnie Hetty, who died in a gas chamber in Missouri in 1953. According to the Death Penalty Information Center, the federal execution of Brandon Bernard, who with his accomplices murdered two youth ministers in 1999, has also been scheduled for December. U.S. Attorney General William Barr said the crimes were especially heinous murders. Last year, the Trump administration said it would resume federal executions. In December 2004, Montgomery drove from Kansas to the home of Bobby Jostinet, in Missouri, purportedly to purchase a puppy, according to a Department of Justice press release. Once inside the residence, Montgomery attacked and strangled Stinnett who was eight months pregnant until the victim lost consciousness, it says. Using a kitchen knife, Montgomery then cut into Stinnett's abdomen, causing her to regain consciousness. A struggle ensued, and Montgomery strangled Stinnett to death. Montgomery then removed the baby from Stinnett's body, took the baby with her, and attempted to pass it off as her own. In 2007, a jury found Montgomery guilty of federal kidnapping resulting in death. 
and unanimously recommended a death sentence, but Montgomery's lawyers say she experienced brain damage from beatings as a child and is mentally unwell, so should not face the death penalty. That's, um, are you against the death penalty? I'm against the death penalty. Peter, though. Even for a lady that'll, that'll cut out a baby? I think I'm just against the period. I don't know about giving the state that power. They uh, already have the power to assassinate people and do a bunch of shit. I think it's, I don't know. I don't like it. So what do we do? We just keep her in a cell forever till yeah, she dies? Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, in, in that case, it sounds like she was mentally unwell, right? That yeah. doesn't sound like something that somebody is mentally well would do i don't know i don't know the case at all that's why i'm against but, it but because we don't know dude. okay but okay because this mentally and okay, so the mental health part okay so right they're mentally uh not well but so like do we i mean so what per i mean what purpose like this is a person that's willing to go and chop out a child out of another person and try to pretend that it's their own like I guess we just keep them around and feed them till they die. What's the purpose? Like, what's why do we now have to do that? I guess because we value we value life. But what is life when it, when life is something that's running around chopping fucking children out of other people and and taking other lives? It's like thinking of an essence. Even though an essence might be toxic, the essence is still there. So they see people. Yeah, that but way. if so, perfect backdrop by the way. Ju just because fucking you take a <laughs> shit. If I were to take a shit right here in the fucking kitchen, you wouldn't be like, oh well, that's you know that's Angel's essence, you know. Like he made <laughs> efforts to buy food and eat it, and now he's digested it. It's the beauty of life. Look at it, shit on the floor. Leave it there, undisturbed. It's like the no, fucking. That, that's a good. Pre that's a good point to criticize because I peed on someone's floor before, and I. I was but you clean. You clean the shit. You get oh, rid of God. it. Yeah, right. Exactly. But the thing is, is that right. So it's if a you level have cancer, you don't though. leave. You still appreciate my existence. You still appreciate yeah, my Yeah, you know why essence. I appreciate your existence? Because you're not chopping children out of fucking Right, way. right. So imagine oh, that's the God. spectrum. The one extreme is killing people, hurting people. I get what you're saying. Yeah, why, <laughs> why have remorse for the people that hurt people? Why does that make sense? Why would you give a fuck about them? They hurt you. They hurt your children. They want to hurt your children. I don't care where they came from. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. See, so I'm not going to play Joe Biden. What I'm going to say is I'm going to try to understand. Period. 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 That's period. it. But yeah, yeah. It's, it's gross. My, my, my opinion about that is where mental health is at issue, I would be very, very reluctant for death penalty. Right. That would be my but I no, I get that. Even if it's it is mental illness, but like, what are we? It's like if someone's a vegetable, right? Yeah. Like you could keep them on life support indefinitely, but for what purpose? Put them out of their misery, right? You know, like I'm I'm, I'm conflicted well, because, about because it. perhaps perhaps one day we'll have the medicine to revive them, right? I mean. <laughs> I hope so, right? But you would they, hope. You would they hope. are difficult questions. I mean, death penalty. Death penalty, in my opinion, just my opinion, yeah. is where people have you know, knowingly, of sound mind, gone out and killed a whole bunch of people. But you can't have reason, a sound right? mind and choose to kill a bunch of people, or even a a person. But you can have a sound mind, create sure a system, you, sure protect those lives. Yeah, right. Sure, sure you, you can. can. Yeah, you go. I agree. <laughs> you can you can be very much of sound mind and, yeah. and want to go out and kill a bunch of I people. I can believe in evil. That that happens. Whoa. That's if it's justified. I am surpri a, I'm surprised a, that Peter is a anti uh death penalty. 
Even for this lady, well, she's a woman. <laughs> well, if I don't know the case, <laughs> wait, he's, so not, a, he's not a woman hater just for being a woman. Peter, you're In not a woman case. hater, though, right? No, but she chopped up. <laughs> she she not only is she of 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 un, unsound nature, she chopped up a baby. Out of a fucking other bitch. I mean, what woman yeah, isn't yeah. on sound nature? Who better to fucking... To kill. To kill. <laughs> if not this yeah, woman. My, yeah, my question... I don't know the case, but my question, that one would be, uh, is, she of, is she of sound mind? And my own personal opinion is you don't use the death penalty on people who are not of sound mind. You, you, you keep them around, make them comfortable for the rest of their days. That's just my opinion. Because intentions yeah. matter. Intent. <laughs> right? Wow. I mean, that's, intentions matter. Peter's right. But in, in terms of somebody deliberately of sound mind going out and killing a bunch of people, then, you know, that's, that's more. I would weigh more towards a death penalty in those cases. But there was a case in Australia um, a while ago, two different cases, right? One was a woman who killed seven of her own children and one of her nieces, right? So she killed seven children of her own and one of her nieces, eight kids. And in, the, in Australia, that was, oh, the poor woman, you know, she's so sick and she needs to be taken care of, etc. right? And then another case of a man who'd been abused in the divorce courts for years impoverished the whole nine yards and he'd had his kids for the weekend and his wife had called him and abused him on the telephone and he was bringing the kids back to his wife and he just snapped and he stopped the car and he picked his daughter up and threw her off this bridge in Melbourne and killed the girl, right? So this was after years of the normal criminal abuse that happens in the divorce courts. 30,000 women in Australia put put a petition together to have the death penalty reintroduced for that guy, right? Did it work? But the woman... No, no, no. He's uh, He was sent to jail. But um, at his trial, he pleaded um, mental abuse by the courts, et cetera, et cetera, and diminished responsibility due to the mental abuse and criminal uh, and the crimes he'd been yeah. subjected to. Yeah. And the the finding the finding and I don't know where they found it perhaps at the bottom of the bottom of the Kellogg's packet Thanks. the finding was that he was of perfectly sound mind and there was no extenuating circumstances so they locked him away for life right but the woman who killed the eight kids uh she's in a medical health facility well see I mean I guess I'm biased cuz honestly sometimes I see people at the supermarket like just leave their uh-huh. carts uh-huh. everywhere in the parking lot instead of putting them in the in the corral where the carts go. I'm not an environmentalist, but sometimes I see people throw garbage on the floor, like just just like just drop some garbage. I'm like, you know, what purpose does that person serve? Because I know that this isn't behavior that's that's confined to them disregarding normal. The societal contract of like you know garbage goes in the garbage. I know that th- when they go home, they're not great parents. I know they're not great drivers. They probably don't take care of themselves. I would even extend the death penalty to them. 
<laughs> it depends on my. Hell it de- yeah. Oh, hell yeah. It depends on my mood, usually. That was a fucking swing. But sometimes I go like, dude, this dude, like, couldn't put a sick, he couldn't turn a signal on. Like, I know that these behaviors don't stop there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's crazy, though. Well, there was a. There was a very good parody many, many years ago, um, and I was listening to this as a kid, so I'm talking 40 years ago, right? <laughs> 45 years ago. And the parody was the way to solve the crime problem was to introduce the death penalty for everything and then use <laughs> use of prisons as low-cost housing, which would in, <laughs> in itself discourage crime because the housing for the poor people who would all be in the prisons would be so much more secure than the housing that the people were already in. It was a a very good uh, satire. It's about 40 years old. See, I'm, yeah, I'm not, I've heard I'm, of it. See, heard I'm, of I'm not, I know what I'm talking about here, guys. That's based right there. That's it. <laughs> well, I, and that was our positive note for the week. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We always try to leave on a positive note. Well, I'm, I'm very much into equal sentencing for women criminals. I think we should have that, right? Yeah, we're going to have that, too. We're going to draft them. We're going to send them out to fucking war. We're going to... We're gonna, this is all bullshit. When, when, we, when we fight, we're going to fight. Everyone's going to fight because we're all people, so we're going to beat up on chicks. Not beat up on chicks, but if you hit me, we're going to fight. It's Not just me. I'm a pacifist. Just what's said with a lot of conviction. It's just bullshit. How dare you? Who is this? Who is this fucking... Anyway, but but we believe in equal rights here at Almost Positive, you know. We've taken almost e- every equal rights, Equal rights and equal lifts. <laughs> All right. We, we've uh, taken almost every opportunity when we've had a chick to not let her go first. Mm. That's happened here. But, you know, that's that's our little contribution to, to, to the matriarchy. Destroying the matriarchy. And where are these facts... <laughs> It's just a fact, dude. It's, these are my facts. There is my oh, truth. Oh hell yeah! So anyway, man, I'd like to fucking thank you for coming on, Peter. It's been great to be here. Thank you for inviting me. And so you said that your uh, your YouTube is what's your YouTube? Where can we find you? Glo- Global man. Global man, fucking on YouTube. And I was watching some of your videos, and yeah, I mean, I recommend everybody just go watch them. Fucking and. We could be found on social media pretty much everywhere, wherever. Not really, just on Twitter, Instagram, and fucking Facebook. But oh, hell yeah. At Almost Positive on Facebook, Instagram, almost.positive.podcast, and Twitter at D underscore real almost. I have not posted on Twitter in, in, in fucking so weeks. Bored. It's been weeks, probably months since I posted on Twitter. Sorry, Twitter. Shit's a job. It really is, bro. It's like trying to come up with shit or just reposting shit and staying like, you know, like, what the fuck? We need an intern. So if you're an intern, we would like to intern you here at Almost Positive. Um, but either way, it's easy. Just go listen to us on fucking all the streaming services, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher. Tune in and pocket cast no no fucking scholars are gonna listen to this podcast and be like oh my god these guys know what the fuck is going down baby no <laughs> you know he said that with such conviction i'm almost hurt oh now, hell yeah now that i like i listen back at that shit that's that's hurtful but you know if you want to speak your truth just like keith did there if you want to talk to the manager hr culture and compliance if you got a complaint if you want to tell us about immigration systems and daca and all this stuff 
You could hit up the hotline, leave us a voicemail, speak your truth to power. But at first, you come in like, hey, what's up? You know, we don't know nothing. You know everything. Tell us. It's the truth. We only have experts here. Hit us up at 312-715-7587. And fucking, this is Sir Rollington for Van Rollington. That's it. For fucking Tony B. For Andy. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) And Peter saying, keep an eye to the sky and ear to the ground. Stay vigilant and be kind. I have no peace. 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 Especially never fall in love. And if I do, man, I die slowly and painfully and suffer for hours or until I scream bloody murder. Do you saw me swear to be a No! She's dead. Are you okay, Gordon? How you bearing up? I mean, that woman was just killed while you were speaking to her. I feel faint and a little scared. That's because you're a woman. Calm down. Oh, you don't have to go and get cross, but I guess I deserved it. Gordon, you're incredible. I feel much better knowing you're here. Who shot her? Oh! There. Now I'm better. Helps a man think. Molly, I understand that being a woman, your interests are more in cookery than murder. So I'll make it simple. I bet you're thinking it was the same criminal gang who was holding the old fisherman. Why, yes. Yeah, that's why you'll never be a man. It wasn't. It wasn't? No. So who shot this fisherman's daughter? I did. You? But, oh, why? The fact is, Molly, there are a lot of things you don't understand. With that darn poisonous estrogen coursing willy-nilly through your veins, Mm. with her father missing, that girl was now an orphan. And a girl without parents is five times more likely to end up a prostitute, a fallen woman who ruins American marriages, or worse. Oh, that's terrible. I know. So I shot her and threw the heater in the river. I saved her from herself and the rest of society from the kind of filth that preys on the loins of American men. Gordon, you're so brave. Only a man would know such things. I know, sister, I know. You're gonna miss him, aren't you? Damn right. Where else am I gonna find a pussy with food to take care of me and seven kids? Oh, listen, sister, listen. You are a strong African-American woman. And it's because of that, I can't be with you. Well, let's just say, fuck you too, Lonnie. To license it.